Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The mysterious Gram Box from Morbeer brings you this Brewing Network Sunday session. See the Gram Box affordable control unit at morebeer.com. I poured it in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank. Mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Take some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Beer and Boobies show. Finally. Finally. All right. We finally got some boobies in here. It's taken us, what, five years to have a beer and boobies show. No, we need five years of boobs. What is offensive about boobies? You said it's finally, we finally got some in here. Oh, well, that's true. I'm here every week. Almost. Well, Well, sort of. Yeah, but as the temperature changes, you start putting on those sweaters. You put me in the damn Arctic Circle corner. That's true. How's it a circle and a corner? Shut up. <laughs> it's impossible. It's I a hate geometric you. impossibility. It's true. Better you close that curtain. Which I'll be doing soon. Good. Viva, do me a favor. I screwed with your microphone. Turn it down. So I'll turn it up over here. I don't know which number I am. It's the far left dial. You're number one, Bevo. Is sc- that better? Yeah. I screwed okay. it all up. All right, we do have a good show planned for you today. You know, it's a White Lab show, but it's the ladies of White Labs. Yeah, and Chris and Mike. Are they going to put on dresses and pretty pretty wigs? They're in the changing room right now. Atta boy. Yeah. I knew I'd count on you. Took him right out of Schumann's closet. (laughs) (laughs) Opened his footlocker and took him right out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good show we have. You know, we've, I don't know how many white shows we've done. (laughs) Not enough. It's never enough, no, is it, JP? No. Uh, but we've never done the uh, Ladies of White Lab show, and that's what we're doing nope. today. We have uh, Lisa White and Nava Parker in studio with us. Yeah. Welcome. That's right. 
the White Brothers are here also, but uh, they're actually just our beer bitches tonight. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're fetching the ladies' beers all night. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to put a dress on to get a free beer then. Well, and I'm actually surprised to see... one before. I'm not above that. <laughs> I'm surprised to see Mike White here, and I'll tell you why. You know, right. well, we've explained on the show that uh, that now little Gladstone White has, right. has been born. <laughs> yeah. And apparently Mike White is, like, heavily in Babyland. We had a meeting today about uh, the Brewing Network's sixth anniversary party. Ah. And I sent out an email earlier in the week, of course, inviting uh, Mike White to come along to meet with myself and Chris Graham and Nava and Lisa and Chris so we can, we can plan the party. Right. And Mike said, ah, you know... Uh, I'm already I'm already going to the show in the afternoon. Doing the Mike White voice. Uh, the, well, well, I I don't know if I can be away from the baby for the full six hours it would take to do the meeting and the show. You see, um, yeah. <laughs> so Mike White, I, I, and I, now now this is the same guy. That I can't keep up with on the festival scene. I mean, you party with yeah. Mike White, it's almost like partying with Doc. <laughs> at, three, at three in the morning, he's directing traffic. Okay. <laughs> yes. You, food group, you go get the food and we'll meet you right. at the bar in the hotel for drinks. Um, yes. Yes. And it's almost like the boss in office space, but not douchey. You know but not douchey, but a cool... Yeah. Look, we're going to have to party real late tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lumberg fucked her. <laughs> but, but now... Mike White fucked her. But now Mike White's like, listen, uh, six hours away from Babyville, and I don't know, shit could go down. I don't know what's going to happen. Or up. Yes. You never know. So, uh, I, but... I, I what I did was I promised him a short meeting, and he went. Hmm, um, well, yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> see. I'll talk to Gladstone about it. <laughs> so he had a little conversation with Gladstone, and I guess Gladstone said it was cool because Mike showed yeah. up at the meeting. You must have farted the right way. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? <laughs> did you guys name him after the ice cream place? That's cool. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Scott the Jew. <laughs> Keep it up with current times. Did you eat ice cream? Yeah, as long as it doesn't have bacon in it. Yeah. Well, they go for the dollar scoop at Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Can I just get a taste of everything? Cents, man. I just want one taste of everything, please. And I'll yeah, make up my mind later. Yeah. yeah, I fill up on samples. Yeah. The little pink 31 flavor yeah. spoon. Yeah. After flavor number nine, it's hard to distinguish. Yeah. We don't all sound like Woody Allen, you know. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. So, Mike White, is this your first uh, excursion away from Gladstone since uh, since baby time? Um, no, not your first. No, it I've is been to not. San Diego. Oh, you did? No, I've been to Davis. All right. Uh, so I've done some overnight trips. Okay. Okay. And things and uh, and, they, the and they and they have been very involved. Uh, I haven't <laughs> just gone somewhere and slept. Okay, like I might sleep on your couch. You're tired, aren't you? You're up all night now. Uh, it's baby time. Well, uh, the the mom handles a lot of the nighttime stuff. <laughs> the mom, That's not good. my wife. <laughs> the mom. The mom. She's now just mom. Hey, mom. Yeah. Like a job. Uh, you guys aren't calling each other mom and dad, are you? Uh, give us a, uh, in a few months. We will. Because that's the end of a relationship, if you ask me. Yeah. Once that happens, there's no uh, fire. There's no spark. Neva, are you and uh, your husband mom and dad now? Do you call each other mom and dad? 
We we don't call each other mom and dad. So this, the fire's it, still alive. You know, we really try to Parker be house. normal, quote unquote. I see. Without baby. Without baby. As much as we can. Okay. Mm. All right. Glad to hear the fire's alive in the Parker house. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what else is bad, Justin? When when you start putting the in front of it. Yeah, yeah. the oh, wife. No. You know, she <laughs> the is a bad sign. <laughs> Using the. Well. I'm happy for you, Mike White. The only time it's appropriate when you say put on the costume. <laughs> then you know it's going to be fun night. <laughs> That's true. Go get the chains. Do, how, the, do the thing. Yeah. Now, in, in all seriousness, Mike White, how how is uh, daddy time? How do you like being a daddy? It's easier and harder than you think. Okay. All right. Uh, because they just sleep in your arms. I see. And they poop. <laughs> and they fart. And everything comes out of every hole. <laughs> sound. Sometimes it's just sound, and you you, you know you change a diaper, and you think you're going to find a surprise, and there's nothing there, and, and you waste no you surprise. wasted a diaper. Uh, and you're like, people- if I had made that sound, there'd be something there, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, some people more experienced than I will stick their fingers in or smell. I no. just <laughs> dipstick. No, no, I, it, I, it, no. it's a it's a peak looking thing. You, you, you know, it's, it's not like a dipstick. It's not like checking the oil. No, no, you just kind of just kind. <laughs> like uh, take a look in there sometimes you gotta look down a little farther I will I will well sometimes you know he has smelly farts too so that throws you off like it did right. last night and it turns out to be nothing <laughs> turns so, out your brother was spending the night is what the problem yeah, was but but the, the change in the diapers that only happens that doesn't happen too much you know maybe every couple of hours that's so, a lot yeah but that's easy uh, you, you, you the get work part rhythm. is easy the hard part wow. is being immobilized for hours at a time because he's sleeping in, on you and you don't want to wake him up what a lazy turd. Yeah. <laughs> so he the immobilization bed. is kind of weird. Right. But um, You realize that if any other so human being... So it's not hard being, work. It just takes... It's time consuming. It's time consuming. I see. Right. So uh, once he starts moving around, everybody says, oh, it's harder once they start moving around. But the more independent he gets... The better. The better I'll be. I see. <laughs> then you're... Then you'll be back to the Mike White that we know. Yes. Yeah. He'll yes. be catting for you in a couple of years, probably, right? Absolutely. Number three, Daddy. Now, do you have one of those fake breasts that you can wear as a daddy and, and fill it with mommy's milk? What? Please you know say what yes. I'm sorry. So that you can, you know, so you can breastfeed as well. Well, I just let him. I don't worry about the fake breast. I just let him grab onto the real breast, and uh, I hope the hair doesn't oh get in the way. My God! And um, he just, uh, you know, he, he does a good job. He he he's a little upset that it, he doesn't get anything out of it, but I still, I think uh, it helps it's, him. It's still a bonding experience a bonding for you both. For it's us. cheaper than a pacifier. <laughs> yep. yeah. I, that just makes me reminds me of Stewie's face. Yeah. The, the only time I've had been bare chested with him is in the hospital. <laughs> they uh, they wa- we had they, a party. They and- want the dad to bond with the baby, not just the mom. So they put they have you take your shirt off I and see. they put the baby on your chest. And uh, he sits there and cries. And, yeah. um, and then all the nurses go out of the room and go, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we, got another an one idiot. we got another one to do. <laughs> Apparently the dads usually cry. I did not. Just uh, remember one way Because you've been up yeah. for 48 hours. Since then, I think I've always had my shirt on, so I don't remember him trying to How, really matching. Now, you're not the uh, touchy-feeliest person I've ever met. How right. was it with, with the no shirt time? How'd you feel about that? Well, like I said, I don't only happened once, mm-hmm. and it hasn't happened again. Uh, <laughs> and you don't see that in the foreseeable future. Which um, <laughs> one? But you know, he's he's always in my arms. So okay. gotta do everything once. Yeah. yeah, right. All right. Gotta talk. Care, to- care him around. I mean, uh, 
uh, there's no other way to do it besides carrying him. So uh, you know sure. that 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 papoose sling thing. Well, we've got something, um, some kind of sling thing that the <laughs> left of the yeah Bjorn, baby Bjorn. We've got all kinds of uh, attachments and whatnot, but. Uh, <laughs> When he, he, he's not used to him, he'll like cry in five tool. minutes. Yeah. So you it's a meat grinder now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it's everything they say, and most a lot of people here probably have had some kids. Uh, nope. And uh, no. <laughs> did you have did you have joyous tears the night the day of Alon, uh, Alonzo Alonzo Alonzo's on the phone of Gladstone's birth? No, it was just it was just too it was too much stress and all this stuff was going on that there wasn't really a chance to. No. I have te- uh, tears of joy. It mm-hmm. was. Uh, it was astonishing that it even came out correctly. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that he looked, he looked normal. Now, does he look like you, or is he very he Asian? He looked like me when he had a uh, bald head, and he had a receding hairline, because I can see what his hair is going to look like in 30 years. Okay, <laughs> so but he's got that. The hair is coming in in front of his head, so he's no, he's starting to look uh, more like his mom and her okay. side. And, and he's got the Asian nose. He does? Yes. That's a good thing. Yes, no, no top to his nose. No top at all. No. Okay. No. So, uh, how's his driving so far? Well, uh, I've only uh, tried it once with him, okay. and um, it's not looking good. It's so. not good. It's probably about yeah. as good as he'll get too. Yeah. <laughs> right now, he's at the top of his game. He's got his hair is a little light, a little lighter than I expected. So uh, I got that going for me. Did you have second thoughts about whether or not you were the dad? No, I mean he, he, there's a strong resemblance. Okay. Well, that's and, good. And um, so you know, it's not like he came out. A different color or anything. <laughs> Why is this one orange? I don't understand. Okay, well that's so. Good. Uh, uh, there's a there's a strong resemblance, and unfortunately for him, because uh, he's cute now. But wait till he grows up and, and gets the real uh, white family looks. So. I see. <laughs> yeah. Then who knows? Yeah. Who he's probably going to be a football player, right? I mean, you guys are stocky kids. Uh, well, I'll, if he wants to, yeah. I don't know. I doubt it. Some sort of crash. Test I don't dummy. think kids in twenty years are going to or fifteen years are going to play football. It's kind of a dumb sport. <laughs> You think we're going to outgrow it by then, Well, we're going to say, I mean, the idea of just uh, putting on a bunch of pads and getting real sweaty and knocking each other out. I mean, it's... Get out the radio. It's kind of it's kind of done. done. I think, what I are we going to bet on? I think we'll play tennis. We'll, we'll golf. I see. Uh, we'll be more sophisticated. We'll play baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think football's days are numbered. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, all the reasons why you don't want you, you think football's going to go is the reason Schumann likes to play football. <laughs> ten, ten to fifteen years, it won't be done in high schools. So uh, you heard it here first. All well, right. that's true. Some high schools don't, or some elementary schools won't let kids play tag. <laughs> for the same no, because it it, it alienates certain kids. So I think you're right. The pussification of the school system. Right, and Alonzo. Gladstone will be part of it. Part of this specification. <laughs> okay. We'll start him early. Alonzo's on the phone. No. Again. No, let's beat him not. up again. He yeah. has a question for the whites. Absolutely not. Already. No. Uh, Alonzo, go ahead. Yeah, uh, JP, really, why do you got to be so mean? Seriously? <laughs> really, it's a new show, JP. Maybe Alonzo has changed his ways. You think week. so? Well, let's give him a I chance. Don't, I don't, I'd rather not. Alonzo, what do you have for the whites? Yeah, I just want to know if the baby's name... Fuck you. <laughs> no, the baby's name is not fuck you. You ask your question. Next caller. <laughs> no, no, I'm not done. Okay. I, I just want to know if the baby's name is seriously Gladstone, because that'd be fucking awesome. Mike White. 
uh, to everybody here, he's Gladstone, mm-hmm. and that's all that matters because these are his real friends. His <laughs> <laughs> family. Yeah. You know, the other stuff that we're calling him is just official. It's what you put on a birth certificate. Right. Gladstone is yeah. what he's called. That's not a street name, though. Gladstone 001 White uh. is. Uh, is what we will know him as. W.O.P. Gladstone. <laughs> yes. G.S. All right. Thank you, Alonzo. What? Huh? <laughs> is Lisa White drunk already? I think she is <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I just heard... It's if if so, it's my fault. I encouraged it. We at our meeting today. I said, "Listen, why does why does everybody just loosen up a little bit? We got a long show to do. Yeah, have another consecration." <laughs> and she said, "Okay, yeah." And another one. And then and while you're at it, and another one. Have another one. Have another one. Not have another one. Them things. All right, so a lot of stuff to do today, as you can tell. Thank you, Mike White, for the Gladstone report. Uh, I will expect it periodically. Uh, we want to keep up on how things are going with, with young Gladstone. Chris White's also here, so we'll uh, get into his personal life a little later. <laughs> Don't worry. And uh, But this is the show about the ladies of White Lab, so we'll be having uh, Nava Parker, uh, who is the Director of Laboratory Operations. Is that right? Wow. It's really long. Who invented that title, Neva? You or Whitey? Whitey did. I see. I like it, Whitey. Good job. Makes her feel special. And uh, Yes, Neva Parker, the Director of Laboratory Operations. Now, I'm actually being serious about this because uh, for you uh, homebrewers out there that have yeast questions, Neva can really get in here and talk to us oh, yeah. about what's happening in the lab, how these yeast strains are uh, developed for us and, and kept pure and propagated. Uh, so if you have propagation questions, things of this nature, uh, if you want to know about how the, the yeast reacts to different things and, and how to use it, Neva really can help us answer that. So 888-401-BEER or join the beeve in the chat room by hitting the chat now button. We don't want any uh, impurities to infect the, uh, the, the gene pool. No, White yeast. Labs has been very diligent about uh, purity yeah. over the years. 60 years ago, this would be a whole <laughs> different... Yes. And Maybe so, 70, yeah. also, uh, with Lisa White in the studio, we get to hear about the business side of White Labs a little bit, and maybe find out who the real boss is. We sell yeast and shit! <laughs> I'm the boss! Do it! <laughs> sell it! So we'll find out about that today from the ladies. And, of course, they're here to talk about beer for boobs, which yeah. is uh, near and dear to all of our hearts. And just a round of Every time, you know... We get to talk about boobs. Listen, that's a good thing. How about we all drink every time we say boobs? I was boobs. just going to say, this is a drinking show. All right. What do we do every time we see boobies? Drink. Bevo? We look. Yeah. Cry in our pants a little. <laughs> so get your questions ready. 888-401-BEER or hit the chat now button right there in the uh, on the homepage and you can uh, get your questions over to us that way. <clears throat> Great. Couple of announcements. You know, Whitey has a new book out. Whitey and Zana Chef. <laughs> the other guy, Whitey and Zany. Yeah, uh, it's what's it called? <laughs> Yeast, and then something, something, something. What's what's the other? What's the the subtitle part? And blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. The practical guide to fermentation. The practical guide to fermentation. That's right. Mm, sounds and those fascinating. It doesn't it. And those are available now in the Brewing Network store, signed oh. by White and Zana Chef. Oh, yeah. I need one of those. Only place you can get a signed copy. And listen, I didn't get to talk to you since the book has been published, Whitey. I have to thank you for putting me in the acknowledgments. I think that was very generous of you and very nice. And you spelt my fucking name wrong. Oh, all right. 
Douche. On purpose. That's how much you mean to him. Just to mess with me. He spelled Justin with a G. Actually, I was extremely flattered. I'll be honest. I'm never going to read a word of that book other than the acknowledgments. You shouldn't. I was in the acknowledgments of both authors. That's right. Now, how how nice is that? It's pretty good. Round of applause for me. I'd rather not. I'd rather save it. (laughs) Now, Chad, on the other hand, is reading the book cover to cover. I've, I've seen him doing it. This is true. It's good stuff, right? It is. It's a great book. Even the big words? <laughs> well, skip I, right I, over those. Yeah, I highlight the big words <laughs> I, I and look skip at the over pictures. them. Yeah. Get back to them later. Yeah. But you're getting into Just this book, aren't you? I yeah, mean, you're about takes... to become a professional brewer. Yeah, there's a lot of information in there. Oh, you should know about yeast. You probably should know <laughs> some yeast stuff. Wait, it does yeah. what? Oh, fuck, well, man. I, actually, I heard Chad talking it up to another brewer the other day. And the brewer's real laid back. He's going, oh, listen, it's I not a big that. deal. Just do the yeast. But Chad is really defending it, saying, well, listen, I know that you can go that route and just let the yeast do its work, but I'm really learning a lot about how it functions. And he was recommending the book to other brewers already, other pros. So, uh-huh. Yeah. I'm <laughs> selling book. it. Yeah. So get that now in the Brewing Network store, signed by both authors. Uh, limited signed supply, because once these go out, I have to track them both down. It's uh, never going to happen. White travels the world all the time. You never know where he is. He's out saving the world. Gathering well, yeast. Gathering yeast. <laughs> Stealing yeast, let's face it. That's, yeah. what, he, that's yeah. what you do, isn't it, my, uh, Whitey? You just travel around and steal yeast. We always think he's you know, developing new contacts, is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's wherever he is, and then he excuses himself to go to the restroom or something. And Look he, at he's that in the back somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Nava does that now, too. <laughs> now Nava's out oh, doing yeah. it as well. Interesting. I remember a story once. <laughs> so I have these vials, and I just poured a little in there. Don't say it. Don't tell anyone. By the way, I am excited about BNA six after our meeting today, ladies. Did I miss the meeting? Because you keep bringing the meeting up, and you I missed feel the meeting. Like I missed it. It was my fault. I I just I gave you late notice, and I didn't want to call you at uh, yeah. I didn't want to call you at one today and say, "Hey, meeting is now." I was cleaning my gutters. But don't worry about it. The whites also missed the meeting. So, oh, good. <laughs> so half of their company, half of my co- it's we've all missed them. Awesome, yeah. baby. <laughs> my phone didn't ring. Uh, but listen, uh, could have gotten out anyway. It's exciting, and it's going to be a big ass party. And uh, we, we're, we're just starting to suss out the details, but everybody's going to be happy. You can be sure of that. Uh, it'll Even be me? our biggest one yet. Well, when I say everybody... Everyone who counts. Everyone who counts. <laughs> right, great. That's what I mean. Good. Everyone who is capable of being happy <laughs> will be happy. Good. Let me put it that way. Great. <laughs> I look forward to it. All right, there's new merchandise in the store. In fact, yeah. I put up uh, that other show shirts this week. You did. They're probably sold out by now. They were, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I also put in uh, Brewing Network knit caps, uh, beanies, as we call them here in California. And uh, those are probably almost sold out already, too. Oh, look at that. So you're going to want to go to the BN store. If nice. you go to justin.tv slash brewing network and watch our live studio cam, you can see JP in his knit cap right now. You can look like me. <laughs> he looks more like a serial killer than ever in a knit cap. <laughs> well, oh, I should take There's no cops in here, right? Speaking of serial killer, JP, yeah. I've taken your advice, and I've started on the Dexter routine. a boy. What do you think so far? How far are you into it? I've watched a whole season in four days. What do you think of it? I like it. Yeah? It's good. You ready to go kill someone? Close. All right. Uh, what else is in the store? Uh, 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 stickers and other books and T-shirts, et cetera, et cetera. Also, so, B&A4 you, shirts, or we have plenty of B&A4 shirts in stock? Those are there for $5. Five bucks. <laughs> $5 rags is See, what See, you know what we should do is we should give them uh, for Gladstone uh, diapers. Oh. Do you need, diapers. Uh, they're all cotton. Yeah, 100% you need some diapers? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mike will take them. All right. 
Done. All right. Also, Mike White's favorite iPhone app is available in the iTunes Store. It's the Brewing Network app, and oh. you can take us with you everywhere you go listening to the live shows. It's not the distance to whole app? No. no. No, no. That's his second favorite app. <laughs> no. All right, looks like I, I have another... How, uh, how to get baby poop out of your shirt. <laughs> All right, you can uh, get all of these uh, updates by signing up over at twitter.com slash brewing network and yeah. also on Facebook. <laughs> In your Facebook. Yes, you get all that. Oh, and uh, sign up and subscribe and pay us money and things like that. Do it now, please. Thank you. Yes. Right now. Don't wait. All right, I uh, have uh, Dave from Wisconsin on the line. Has a question for us. Dave, what's happening, man? Hey, uh... You guys, uh, you guys have helped me out so much in my brewing over the last couple of years. I just wanted to call in on, and uh, give you guys a little information that I, I just found out on my own. All right. Um, I know a lot of guys use uh, carbon filters to filter out water if they, uh, for chlorine issues. And uh, I work in water treatment, so I, I figured there might be a better way around that. Um, if, if your water just has regular chlorine in it, um, I did some testing, and uh, what I found was by the time that you were heated up to strike water temp, um, I tested the water, and you know basically all the chlorine was gone out of it. You probably wouldn't even have to run it through the filter. Really? How did you test uh, the, the chlorine amounts? <clears throat> well, I took a test kit home from work. I work at a water treatment plant. I so see. I started heating water and checking temps and testing chlorine residuals all the way up through the strike water heating process. Okay. And by the time I reached 165 degrees, there, you know, we were down to like uh, nine parts per million chlorine, just really next to nothing. It's pretty interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just let it sit overnight in a loft gas, too. Well, he's saying, though, I mean, you've got to go through the warming up process anyway, so yep. you're doing it just by doing the brewing process. So how many parts per million are left when you do the charcoal filter? Less than nine? Or? Um, that I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that. You'll have I've to steal. Really I mean, uh, borrow another desk. Yes. Can you follow up with that information, please, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that. Um, but I'm usually what I would do is I would just draw my water the night before and let it. I knew it off gas overnight, anyways. Okay. And um, but I wanted to see because I know even at the plant when the water jumps five degrees, even we started to see residual falling out. So I thought by the time I was. You know, at strike water, there probably would be no nothing left, and Ooh. that was pretty much the case. No, oh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how about uh, chlorides? Uh, does the, fil- the filter takes those out, doesn't it, though? <laughs> the chloramines? Chloride? Yeah, the chloramines, I mean. You mean chlorine? Well, cl- yeah, chloramines, yeah, you would need the filter to take out, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about if, they're just, if you're just feeding uh-huh. like chlorine. I knew it! So, uh, if you want to be the BN chemist, Dave, you better come back with some numbers. Well, both could have give your beer a bad flavor, right? So you probably do want them both out. What do you think, Dave? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Don't, oh, you, want, yeah. don't you want both of them out of your beer? I mean, you know, out of your strike water? It seems like you got a filter anyway, so... Uh, you know, the, the Midwest well, accent I mean, is almost like an Irish accent, really. Don't you know? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I know. What? I have the northern accent. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Dave, I'm throwing you. But no, I I don't I don't usually have to filter my water at all because it's already filtered at the plant. It already goes through a filter before it even gets to me, so I I'm see. not worried about it. But don't filtered. they have to treat it so it can go through the lines without getting <laughs> contaminated? 
That's what the chlorine's for. No. No. Yeah, the chlorine, is, it all should be disinfected when it gets to me. It has usually 86 parts per million of chlorine when it yeah. gets to me uh, already. So. Why are we arguing with poor Dave? This sounds like great yeah, information. I, think, I, don't I think, think he's yeah. doing a. I think he's doing a great service here. He, he was. Well, if you he, don't have a filter, yeah, you're at least getting that out. Then you don't have to worry about the chlorine. So well, potentially, yeah, you yeah, that's all I'm saying. I mean, it doesn't hurt the filter. I'm just saying, if a guy doesn't want a filter, yeah, if he you know wants to brew up real quick on demand, yeah, you know, it's it's an option. That's yeah. all I wanted all to right. do. I like it. I wanted to say, like Dave, it's I am picking up what you're putting down, and I like it. Thank you. Most of the members right, make well, sure what he said. You guys. You guys have helped me a lot over the years, so... You're welcome. Thanks oh. for listening, brother. Cheers, man. All right, thanks. Yep. Yeah, just make sure, uh, like you said, as long as it's chlorine g- gas and not the chloramines. There's right. basically two different ways to do it. Let's be oh, careful yeah. not to assume every caller is Alonzo. <laughs> and Dave was a very nice man. Oh, yeah. Sounds like he was get- delivering some good information. Very nice man. So we don't want to, you know... We don't want everybody afraid to call in. Exactly. That's true. I'm going to get my head. <laughs> Let's get back to being nice people. What? All right. <clears throat> so, yep. I had a, our first listener for Loco song submitted. Oh God, it's so good. Oh, seriously? Oh sweet Jesus! And I think that it will. I think Doc's really going to like it the most. Actually, <laughs> uh, basically, we got submitted a uh, acoustic version oh. of our favorite, you know, for Loco song. You know, I, when I say our favorite, I mean the standard hey, song. Hey. You know, the. Well, I I got I got to. Yeah, so it's an acoustic version of this one. Really? Yeah. How do you do that? A warning, though, it is extremely earwormy. It was legitimately stuck in my head since I've heard it on Thursday. Uh, All become, day and night. Might become my ringtone. Yeah, I got a, um, a uh, you know announcement little from uh, Facebook as I've been tagged in, in, in a photo yeah and a bunch of people had said in a uh, photo exactly and uh, a bunch of people like commented on it so okay i gotta see what this picture is because you know some of these pictures i get tagged on aren't really good right <laughs> and I, I click on it and it's a can and a glass of four loco and it's like a belgian glass like it's a, a nice, properly a nice, styled yeah. Yeah. nice oh, belgian proper glass, glass. yeah uh, Scott, who did the song? Do you remember? Look that uh, up for me, it's, uh, it's someone's cousin. It's his. It, the guy's name is Tom. Uh, he wrote who the band is. Can you check it out for me? Oh, uh, yeah. Tom, well, the listener is Tom Malowski that sent it in, and uh, he says his cousin that did it, his name is uh, DJ White. DJ White, which, by the way, is, mm-hmm. must be good. Yes. All right, it's here wild. is the acoustic version of the Four Loco song. I two feet about a cup of Four Loco. Baby, I will follow me like Twitter. Get her in she 
Yeah, anybody who says we don't have the best listeners in the oh, world man. can suck it, man. How <laughs> rad is that version? So good. Even JP, you have to like that. It was all right. <laughs> I do kind of like the original the better, though. That was great. I mean, the the, the harmonies, the way it's kind of countrified, that's where I thought you'd I, like I, I it, I could hear a banjo that's, in there. That's the oh, first yeah. thing I thought, too. I, I, that throw. would be a good good slot for that. I mean, I don't know where they're from, but maybe we ought to get them to play at BNA6, I think. Right. Maybe so. I guess they just threw that together real quickly, but... That was the most impressive part. This, Tom said it literally, like, the next day, he had the song ready for him. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm loving it. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like to see Push get a hold of it and master it a little bit. That's exactly what I'm thinking, too. So we can kind of clean it up. Yeah. Just like the original, you can't really understand all the words. Yeah, yeah. But I think we got a hit on our hands. There's, like, complex harmonies going on, and this is some serious talent. Yeah. They're good. I'm surprised they got all the words. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They got words we didn't get. That's true. So man, that was awesome. Keep so them coming. Any uh, really? any any four loco redos? I'm loving it, and uh, you know I'll, uh, that's uh, that's probably my favorite song right now. Maybe push and I'll make a music video to that. Oh my that god, would be very very Please. nice. Put it up on YouTizzle. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to hear some uh, spoof commercials. That would be a good idea too. Can uh, get our listeners working on that. <laughs> loco for them, loco. I'm telling you. It's been stuck in my head for four goddamn days. I couldn't even sleep last night. Not, <laughs> All I could hear was that you song. Have issues. Not every listener is unemployed. Like, <laughs> well, most of them. Yeah, they should be. <laughs> you know, and the ones that aren't don't like their jobs anyway. So they right. might as well be working on songs for us. That's true. They're not working. They listen to podcasts. Yeah. All right, uh, Shat, do you have announcements for us today? I do. Okay, Just a handful, Shat's, but yes. All right, Shat's announcements are brought to us today by Mike White's baby, uh, Gladstone White. Thank the Gladstone you. Report. Yes. All right, well, hopefully we'll get some call-ins and uh, see how some of these festivals turned out, these homebrew comps that we've been announcing. I know a bunch happened yesterday, so hopefully you have some winners. Good. Uh, coming up November 1st, Strong Ales, club-only competition. Uh, if you have any strong ales, get those in. November 6th, the AHA is also doing a Learn to Homebrew Day. You can get with a couple friends and teach them how to homebrew. Uh, AHA rally coming up on November 6th as well on uh, the big island of Maui, or Little Island, whatever that is. I've never <laughs> been there. <laughs> Probably a really nice one, place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that thing floating over there, that's Sounds where it like is. That's my geography. Uh, and they also have an Oktoberfest happening this weekend. Um, November 6th, also, uh, the World Homebrew Fest taking place in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. You can go to homebrewfest.eventbrite.com for all the de- details on that one. Then on November 13th, uh, the Land of the Muddy Waters Homebrew Competition. You can go to mugshomebrew.org for all the details on that one. That's M-U-G-Z, homebrew.org. And that is all I have. All right. Don't forget that Chat's announcements are brought to you today by Mike White's Baby. Go to Mike... Uh, go to... <laughs> Go to MikeWhitesBaby.com. <laughs> Go to WhiteLabs.com. Sign up for the White Labs Customer Club, and you can thank Gladstone for his sponsorship of the program. We need to buy that URL. Mike White's Baby. Mike White's Baby. 
Put up a webcam. The Gladstone Report. The Gladstone Report. It's perfect. Yeah. All right, thank you, Shep. Now, I have some feedback for you guys today, but I want to make this announcement first before I get into the feedback. Um, so, you know, since I started talking about my uh, surfing adventures last week, so this kid down uh, basically in Pismo Beach got his leg ripped off by a shark. Yeah, I saw that. And died on the beach. Oh. Well, I saw it too. Because it got emailed to me 30 fucking times <laughs> from, from, like, every listener in the world. Good you God. are welcome, my friend. <laughs> it's like every, everyone read the story, and the first thing they did was email it to me. Uh, listeners everywhere. They I just care about you. They don't want your leg to get ripped off. You're they, already geriatric and decrepit enough. I don't think it was out of the kindness of their heart. I think it was, yeah, you like surfing? Look at this, fucker. Yeah, I sent it to you, and absolutely, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, watch out, buddy. Kid was only 15. Yeah. No, he was a college kid, I thought. Joseph Calate, oh. 15 years old. Really? Yep. He should have been in school. So you got, you've got you lived a full <laughs> life, Justin. You know, it'd be right. no big deal if you got your leg ripped off. I have. I've lived a full life. Yeah. Look at how far I've made it. Yeah. yeah. You've been to Pacheco. I don't need to read these stories, folks. You can keep them to yourself. I, I never, I don't watch the news or read the newspaper, so I never would have found this out. Yeah. And I would have been fine with that, you know. I don't need to know uh, or see or see. I'm yeah. I am I am an out of sight, out of mind kind of guy, you know. And well, when you see that fin, <laughs> right? Off, That's you the know, thing. Like, actually, like a mile out, you're like, and oh, then when, I'm when the fin now. dips down, you're uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you the, you never see it coming. I mean, now no. you're just being generous. I will never <laughs> see a fin before no. my leg is gone. What was interesting to me is that the kid didn't die. Uh, he didn't get eaten by the shark. The shark ripped his leg off. And then he bled to death on the beach because his friend didn't know how to do a tourniquet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What friend is that? It's a crappy friend. I'd do a tourniquet. I'd give you a tourniquet, buddy. Well, you would. Yeah, Isn't I appreciate it, like, that. Like sharks don't like humans. Like they think they're seals. Like that's right. Well, they occasionally spit us out if that's what you mean. Yeah, they, we don't yeah. taste oh, so good. But no, a lot yeah. of times they take you know a, a, a sample. A, a sample. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They take so, a bite. This. This you know this is this is kind of the equivalent of a sample cock. If you have a if you have a leg sticking out, that you can consider that your conical sample cock. Right. <laughs> and, uh, this kid got eaten. Basically. There was actually two, Justin. You're right. The other one, the one you must have read about, uh, was a UCSB student. Uh, right. He was 19 years old, Lucas Ransom. Right. But the other article was dated from like four days ago from Pismo oh. Beach. So I guess there's that, that means there's been a rash. Of you should not go surfing at Pismo yeah. Beach. I did go surfing at Pismo <laughs> Beach. That was that was my third day of surfing. Was yeah. down there. It could have been your last. And by the way, I was the weak link. Like I was, you know, you have to assume that the slowest seal gets eaten. I was the slowest seal in the water that day. Yeah. Or you just weren't as yummy looking. If that, if that shark would have been a weak hungrier, you would have been dust. Yeah. In the article about you getting your leg ripped off, they're going to misspell your name. Yeah, they will. I know. Fuckers. And they'll probably put your right age there, too. Almost <laughs> 33. True. Yeah, you know. So what concerned, me, herd. what concerned me most about the, the article is that there are about 10 times as many great whites where I'm surfing in the bay as there are in Pismo. Pismo is just like a route you pass by. Like, if right. you're a shark, you just kind of swim past Pismo on your way to here where you, where you out. breed yeah. and, and eat. Uh, well, it's just, you know, stopping by for a little fast food on your trek. <laughs> yeah. yeah drive through. Yeah. All right. Get yourself a 15-year-old. So. That's what I... Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, Tasty. Let's go. Let's That's go cruising, baby. That's a different stop, man. Oh. Your pro officer's outside, so... Right. Well, dodge him for me. I'm out of the water for a little while, though. I had to make a decision. Yeah? <laughs> After what? <laughs> well, I had decided before the shark attack. I can't... I will never surf unless I get in shape. 
So I'm out of the water, and I'm on a strict uh, sit-up routine. Huh? No, really. What, what are you talking about? I'm sure. It gets up. Out of bed every morning. <laughs> he sits up. He sits up. up. Yeah. He lays back yeah. down. He falls down. He sits up again. That's right. You got to try boogie boarding first. You and Jimmy no. should go work no. out together. I'm not going to do it. I've boogie boarded before. Oh. It's, I've uh, been there, and yeah, that's well, that's a go. challenge I've met. Actually, that kid uh, was on a boogie board. <laughs> that's true. The, the, the 19-year-old wasn't oh. surfing. He was boogie boarding. So. And he still got eight. That's right. So until I am physically fit enough to surf, I'm out of the water. And so it's going to be a little while. Might as well put that up in the rafters. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> this is now, now typically, I would have agreed with you, Doc. But uh, You're I, do it. I'm motivated. I've been on it for a while now. Let's set a date like a, a month from today and have a sit up off. Done. A sit up off. Who am I sit up offing with? Me. Are you yeah, on a sit-up routine right now yourself? Nope. Or are you just going to get on But I'm one? good at sit-ups. I will tell you yeah. that okay. that's well, one of my better... Um, how many sit-ups? If you movements? were to do sit-ups yeah. and crunches, we're Without talking. stopping? How many would you do right now? Without stopping? Yeah. I could probably do more than 100. No Whoa. way. Well, no way. If you had, if every time you set Not up, you had Sam's up, cock in like, face, Crunches. That's crunches, one. yeah, I could do more than 100. You could do more than 100 crunches. Oh, cr- yeah, those are fake sit-ups. No, that's a real sit-up. No, you have to sit up. How about hanging? Sit-ups are not good for you in They're the sense that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Really? Hanging Especially what? if you're half hanging a cripple like me. Hanging upside down like from a bar and you can just crunch up. Ooh. I've I never still, tried I that. I still doubt that number. I'd have to see. I will have about. a sit-up off with you. All right. How far away did we say? A month. How about uh, five weeks? Because I'm, I'm probably going to be off for a week. I'm leaving on Tuesday, and it's going to be a lot of drinking and traveling. and <laughs> okay. No setups. Oh, <laughs> no. You have to take your regimen with you. I am taking it with me, but I'm also realistic. <laughs> but you're going to leave it in the suitcase for Look, five I, or a week. Well, I'm not one of these guys who makes the New Year's resolution to go work out that never happens. I'm right. very honest about my downfalls and, right. and my motivations. Right. So that's why I'm saying I need. Uh, I know that even though I'm taking my routine with me to... to, to my travels next yeah. week, it will sit most of the time in my suitcase. Well, that then that's kind of my point is if is if you are trying to uh, get in better shape, you cannot let you cannot make excuses and keep putting it off. If you want to do it, yeah, you have to do it now. I hear what you're saying, along with bullshit. your lifestyle. Uh, no, do it with a beer in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fine with it, but uh, I just know it's going to happen. I'm going to be out like moving most of the time on my travels. It's just not going to happen. So you can be a naysayer all you want. I'm not in being a naysayer. Five weeks, I will. I'll have a sit up off thing Perfect. with Beef. Yeah. All right, Scott, pull the calendar up. Let's set a date on the air right yeah. now. Yeah, all right. Um, we're going to do it in November. Let's see. We'll do it the... Uh, how about the... Uh, the s- I can't do that day. <laughs> What's the, next? Uh, let's do the uh, the 14th. The 14th show. Is that five? That's not... Let that's like four weeks calendar. away. That's too... Okay. Wait well, a second. No, that doesn't sound right at all because I get back on the 6th. It has to be, it has to be in December. Let's make it in December. December. Okay. Do it the fifth. It's going to be show in December fifth. Absember. Okay. Oh, Absember. Right. The fifth of Absember. All right. It's December on the calendar. 5th. Absember. Well, you know what? And and there is no. That's not fair, uh, uh, Bevo. I'm going to go Justin on this. He does have the situation app. I do have the the so, iPhone situation app. So he can definitely He's never use that douchey app. But he will on the when he comes back. And from you don't Eklund. need a gym to do a sit up. No, but he has I, the app, I and it shows him the proper moves, right. and uh, there's going to be a situation in town. That's so right. do I. I have a brain. Well, well. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm I've seen, on this one. I've seen his you know, app. Sam, I, too. <laughs> right. 
All right. All right. It's officially on the calendar. All right. All right it's going in my calendar, too. Absember. I'm going to tweet about it to make it official right now. God, how embarrassed am I going to be if I do that? It's going to be terrible. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to judge this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. You've got mail. Yeah. All right, feedback's brought to you today by HopTech Homebrew in Dublin, California. Go to HopTech.com and check it out. By the way, if you didn't know, there's a BN Army discount over at HopTech and a military discount. So go to HopTech.com and check it out. Does it count for the BN Army? Uh, it does. They, they, it's both. There's Perfect. our little janky army and the real army. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jamie Three Beers wrote in, Hey, all. I'm a new accidental listener to the Brewing Network Sunday show. I've been brewing for about a year. Was futzing around with iTunes store looking for homebrew stuff and found the podcast uh, going back five years now. So I started listening from the beginning. Very informative. I really like everyone's down-to-earth attitudes. I will make sure to listen to new episodes now. Uh, maybe I'll actually be able to listen uh, to every one of them. Uh, either way, I think you're all great, and I look forward to hearing more. So like thanks for attitudes? being a new listener. So accidents do happen. We love new listeners. Yes. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Rich wrote in. He says, short and sweet. Took my first couple medals and a few recent comps. Thanks to you guys. I'm now a monthly donor. Congrats oh, on your medals. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Uh, who is this from? Andy wrote in with a question for Tasty. Uh, I hear Tasty does a 20-minute whirlpool with flame-out additions after the boil, followed by chilling, the objective being to increase flavor and aroma. I tried this twice, and I seem to be getting a lot more bitterness than I think uh, the recipe intends, and I still don't get a lot of aroma. It seems like because the word is around 210F during uh, research, I'm getting more bitterness and flavor than anything else. For example, my Celebration clone from the uh, Sierra Nevada show I whirlpooled for 30 minutes uh, prior to chilling and ended up being uh, it ended up being boring and the hot profile was all bitterness. Uh, let's see. His a little info for he tasty. His system is a Jamil style immersion chiller, which uses a March pump to circulate. I can chill to pitching in around 10 to 15 minutes. What do you think? <laughs> Too much I don't know. There. He's got a lot of. Like, he's, he's really working on a lot of flavor addition there. I'm surprised that. Uh, I would say he's uh, just back off on the bittering hops. Uh, he didn't say what he did, did as far as you know, 60 minute hops. So sounds like he followed. Uh, did we do a celebration recipe on Candy Brit? We didn't do that yet. No, we? no, no. But, we, oh. uh, but that recipe. Stephen gave there. it. To, Steve gave it to us on the show. Ah, that's what it was. So he followed his recipe. Yeah. That's, yeah. So you don't recommend backing off on the whirlpool hops, like no, no. That's that should give you flavor and aroma. It shouldn't give you that much bitterness. I mean, there's some in there, but uh, cut down on the time. Maybe it's in the whirlpool. Yeah. Maybe just cut it back or, or the amount of uh, whirlpool hops. He oh. wondered. He says, "Should I cool to around 140 F and then recirculate?" No. No. Just no. Uh, Do d- right don't, don't put the the hops in. For the whole time he's researching, or, or put the research shorter. Uh, just uh, you know, don't leave him in there for thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If he's got a long research, then yeah, he's gonna include that amount of time as well. Yeah. Because you will get bitterness out of that. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you, Andy. Let's see. Jacob wrote in long effing email, but basically was saying last week's Sunday session really hit its stride. Loved it. Easily the funniest and most confronting show you guys have done. Um. He goes on. Let's see. Not to wander onto Alonzo's turf, but often I see stand-up comedy where people cash in on the cheap laughs with a little shock and embarrassment. While you cheap fuckers have done this plenty in the past, last week was a lot more real and far less contrived. What? I was actually quite engaged during Bevo's face-straddling story. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, or maybe I should say, I wish I was engaged. No, <laughs> cheap laugh. She became about six billion times hotter after last week's show. And let me just add that she was no slouch to start with. So naturally, I enjoyed you guys bagging the hell out of Sam. Um, it was great that he was there to take the heat. And um, then he gets kind of offensive. I'll leave that out. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Well, he says, now we all want to fuck that bitch. Whoa. <laughs> you mean Sam? He says hey. Bevo, not Sam. <laughs> oh. It clarified. Uh, he anticipated he did JP wondering. Yeah. Oh. That is a little offensive. And he says, uh, I'll follow that up with Pythoner's uh, story about a quickie with his nympho wife. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, he liked the show, I think is the thing. One thing he does comment, and this is the second time I've heard this in a couple weeks, so it has me thinking. He says he listens to the podcast at two times the speed. And he what? says he tried during this show to go, uh, it, what he thought was that we were really quick and our comedic timing was perfect. And then he listened to us at regular time and he said we were really slow and boring. Wow. Well, because he heard it twice and he already heard it once. So It's is, just you get used to stuff. No, it's if you, you're used to driving a car that uh, does 100 miles an hour, no problem. And Man. then you get into a Geo Metro. You think so? It's going to seem... Are you guys not being slow. objective about yourselves? Maybe. I mean, are, I know we take a long time. But does that mean that we're slow? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Oh, we're definitely slow. <laughs> I see. Bevo says yes. All right. Well. Huh? And what's with the synchronicity of listening to us twice as fast? Synchronicity. I don't know. I do that with audiobooks, actually. You do? Mm-hmm. You, you can take it in that fast? I'm a speed Yes, listener. she can. Does oh, she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's listening to Twilight. Let's face it. It's not... Uh, you don't I'm have not. To pay I'm up. listening to Atonement. I'm talking about First War and Peace here. All right, uh, let's see. Here's another question. What's up, Brewcasters? Uh, question about bottle conditioning. I recently bottled a double IPA. Uh, OG was 1080. Final gravity was 1012. It's a 9% beer. I've never brewed this high gravity of beer before. I used the correct amount of priming sugar, and after 10 days, I opened the bottle just to see how it was coming along, and to my dismay, zero carbonation. Loser. I know it's only been 10 days, uh, but I've always had my beers pretty well carbonated by then. So my question is, because of the high amount of alcohol, did the yeast stop working, and therefore I should have added yeast during bottle, uh, or uh, will it just take longer for this beer to carbonate? Thanks for the advice from Jason in Oregon. Uh, I can answer that. <clears throat> Do it. Yeah, I had the same thing. I had uh, probably a half a keg, a triple left over that I really wanted to... I needed the keg space, so I'll just... Uh, and it wasn't uh, carbonated yet, so uh, I put it in some bottles, and it never carbonated. It's a high alcohol beer, too. So I did a little research. There's other guys out there that said, yeah, the big big beer sometimes can take a couple of months, even. At, at a good temperature, you know, a warmer temperature, where a lot of people put their beers in the closet and they think, oh, it's going to carbonate. And actually, the closet is about 60 degrees and it's just not going to. So I kept it fairly warm in some warm places and I got some carbonation out of it, but not a lot of others. And I did put more yeast in it and everything else. So. So. So time, not more yeast. Is that what you're saying? Well, both. Do everything you can because okay. you've got a high alcohol beer. And I still, I'll pop one every once in a while, and, and some of them are carbonated and some of them aren't so well. Okay. Um, Neva Parker, do you want to yeah. jump in on this answer? Well, I really think, especially with a high gravity beer, you're, you're going to want to have the right am- amount of yeast, number mm-hmm. of cells, and you know the right strain that's going to be tolerant to alcohol and and all those other things so that you can get good carbonation so so should he have pitched a di- uh, more yeast and a different strain for uh, conditioning i mean yeah well it sounds like he didn't add any extra yeast so right. he's going to want to do that for sure with a high alcohol beer and it's got to be something that's going to be able to tolerate the alcohol levels so 
Cal, maybe a champagne yeast, something like that. It's probably going to be the best. Okay. All right. And, Doc, did you pitch a different kind of yeast when I you added yeast? I used Trappist High Gravity. And uh, it had mixed... mixed. Uh, I, I might not have... I, I, I put, put uh, actually a whole vial in about four gallons. Okay. And mixed it up real well. And yeah, mixed, mixed reviews on... And it could have been a lot of other things. Okay. All right. I had another question come in um, from Israel, from Noam Shalev, uh, Moscow. One of your boys. You know, the Israelis would really, really dig our uh, apparel because they the whole army thing, right? You know, and they're they're very militant over there. That's true. So um, I think we could infiltrate the non beer drinking culture or non beer brewing culture over there. I we should look you, into that. Go to work. Right. Thinking we'll, like we'll a do. Jew. So no, no wrote in. Uh, he, uh, he said it's a quick question for the ladies of White Labs. Um, this is from your non pork munching one cent stamp saving Jewish listeners. Uh, while I do realize That's that White Labs <laughs> yeast are not certified kosher, I would like to know if, to the best of your knowledge, is anything in the yeast or yeast propagating media or method that would deem the product non kosher. So he says, you know, of course, are there any animal-derived ingredients or wine-derived ingredients in the yeast? Neva? Well, from my understanding, and we've had uh, professional breweries ask us about this before as well, and we've had some kosher certifications for particular strains of yeast. Um, you know, we basically just used a, use a malt-based medium to grow the, the media. There's no animal-derived products in it, but... We also are growing wine strains in the same vessels that we use the to grow the brewing yeast. Okay. Um, so I think that's been a concern for professional brewers that need a kosher certified yeast. Okay. Um, and we've had to do, to do dedicated, you know, growth vessels for those. Did you say to do dedicated? Yes. Because that's really yes. offensive. Yes, I did. Yeah. So <laughs> she meant there, it. So you have yeah. done special batches, but there are no none of your home brew strains are done outside of these vessels that could be considered. No. Okay. All right. No. That's all I wanted to know. Thank you, Gnome. And let's see, last one for today. It's Gnome. Uh, oh, here's a good one. This one's good. Uh, is the love. Information for you people. You know, we've been talking about Beersmith over here. I really like the new Beersmith software. So Brian wrote in, was just listening to the Abita, uh, Beta show and heard Justin mention Beersmith and moving uh, from the other software. He says, assuming this is ProMash, when I started using Beersmith, I couldn't find a way to move ProMash files into Beersmith, so I wrote a program to do the conversion. What? Can be downloaded at outofkey.com, outofkey.com, and go over there and you'll find the ProMash file converter on outofkey.com. You can download it. He says it's so simple to use, even JP could do it. Do what? Just what I've been looking for. Keep up the great work. Love the shows from Brian Keyes. So, Doc, that's outofkey.com. And nice. uh, thank you, can, thank you. Yeah, you get it because his last name is Key, and it's out of key. It's like a joke. I, I get that. Okay. I'm musical. No, that's great. That, that's awesome that the guy wrote a program to do that. Yeah, yeah sure. That's freaking awesome. And we needed it. Yeah. So, very cool. Check it out. All right, we're going to take ourselves a quick break. When we get back, the ladies of White Labs are going to talk about beer and boobs. Also, if you have questions for Neva about yeast propagation or how they come up with these wonderful and pure strains for us, get those to us, too. Hit the chat now button. Call 888-401-BEER to ask questions yourself. Hang in there. It's the session.
listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. My name is Olin Schultz, and I'm president of More Beer. This month, More Beer wants you to meet the man behind the brand. I founded More Beer 15 years ago. Olin started brewing before the release of both Windows 3.1 and Bill Clinton. I've been homebrewing for 18 years. What makes starting the biggest brand in homebrewing great? My favorite thing about working at More Beer is the great energy of the staff. Everyone loves to talk about beer. Olin has put some of his favorite items on sale this month just for you. My favorite things to brew with right now at More Beer are the new breathable silicone carboy hood. An easy way to seal your carboy without a lot of head pressure on your yeast. My multi brown ale kit, our stainless steel quick disconnects, our line of heavy duty kettles, and of course the B3500 brew sculpture. The best gravity fed brew sculpture with a footprint of just two by three feet. It can fit almost anywhere. Don't miss Olin's favorites this month only and only at More Beer. Take a listen. Our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. 
What's up, BN Army? Jake and Mike here from Brewing TV. Brewing TV is homebrew culture in video. Asking the big questions, who and why. We leave the how to the tubby know-it-alls. Check us out at brewingtv.com. The first webisode drops May 7th. Like Crosley's pants in a Louisiana jail cell. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network, saving your life one beer at a time. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking around with us. It is the Beer and Booby Show, and I'm looking at uh, pictures of hot women right now. <laughs> What's going on here? Who are we talking? Who am I looking at here, Lisa White, that you were just pointing at? That's my friend Delaney, who I'm teaching how to brew. Is that right? Yeah. Is that code for something? Please tell me that's code <laughs> uh, yeah. for something. Uh, does she need any extra lessons? Oh, yeah. I know a lot about things, you know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a surfer, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I've uh, I've laid on a surfboard in the water as shark bait before. <laughs> He's dodged plus, a few plus. sharks. A real brave guy. Yeah. Girls don't know how to do anything, so they need extra lessons. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's true. Seriously. You make a good point, Neva. Uh-huh. I know. How old is that broad, Lisa? <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> I don't know. She's like 24. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I could trade up. That's pretty good. We need That's a new raffle prize. That's always a good sign. That's always a good sign. That's I don't know. 24 over is right up my alley. 21. That's so all you need to know. Anything over 25, and I find that the, the fruit has over-ripened. Hey, now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, now. It's a little older than I date. I'm usually in the 14 to 19 range, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. JP definitely isn't. you have more photos? Are you putting her on the camera? Uh, you can go to justin.tv slash brewing network and you can see the ladies of White Labs. Now, I was reminded at the break that there are a lot more ladies of White Labs. We just have two of the lovely ladies That's here. Right. Exactly. We're all ladies. Maybe there should be a ladies of White Labs calendar to raise money. Uh, I th- oh, that's what well. popped into my head when you said the ladies of White Labs. Right. Yeah. We're going to shake a vial with the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> shake vial. Should be a how-to video. There will be. Yeah. We're how on the beach in San Diego to show you how to shake a vial. It'd be like a shake weight, but kind of not. No, we've already <laughs> talked about that. Coming soon. <laughs> yes. The all-new shake vial from White Labs. <laughs> Yeah, show you how to use it. <laughs> so now, when we say beer for boobs, uh, obviously we're having a lot of fun with the topic, but it's a pretty serious matter. Why don't you tell us, Lisa, what you guys are doing? Well, this is our third year of doing our Susan G. Coleman three day sixty mile walk in San Diego to raise money against breast cancer. You walk for three days, three days straight. Yeah, was there beer involved? Oh wow. yeah, no there's sleep. beer involved. Hopefully, and sixty <laughs> miles in San Diego. But um, we do it because there's a lot of us at White Labs who With have boobs. been touched. Yeah, we all have, <laughs> we all have boobs. Have Somehow we all <laughs> have a deep relation to boobs, right? <laughs> and we either, you know, we want to save those boobs, right, for yeah. ourselves and We're on the same page. future Appreciate generations. <laughs> so I mean, we. Walk it so that everybody can appreciate boobs in the future. Okay. And by the way, what that is mean? a, you know. That's heartfelt. 
But also, uh, before I so rudely cut you off, you said uh, you know, many of you have also been touched uh, by breast cancer, maybe with friends or family, too, it sounds like. Yeah, so. I've had two aunts that have had mastectomies okay. and have lost part of their bodies to this. And, okay. you know, they it's amazing when you think of the statistics that come around. Right. Um, one in five women are touched by cancer every 69 seconds. Yeah. No pun intended on the 69. Or um, touch. Every 69 seconds, a yeah. woman is um, diagnosed with breast cancer. So that's... See, it's a, now, see, nut cancer is different because nuts are ugly. And, <laughs> they, and they should be removed. So, boobs are beautiful. <laughs> you lose a nut, nobody really cares. No, or they, they, they don't want to talk really. about it either. Right. But uh, losing a boob, now that's different. It affects everybody. It affects yeah. the holder of the boob and the people who would and like to hold the boob. And the of the boob. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And so that's why I think it's an important cause. Yeah. So you don't you're walking for three days, and while you're at it, you're raising money. Yeah, and not only does it go to breast cancer research, but it goes to things that women have to do, deal with afterwards. So, right, um, we met a lady just the other day in Las Vegas when we did an event, and she did uh, casting for recovery. And those women get to go when they're diagnosed with any kind of breast cancer, and they go to a retreat, and they do fly fishing. Okay. As a retreat. Wow. To so, come together to do fly fishing and to talk about their disease and talk about the problems that they face. Yeah. And they and to get relax to, them. Right, exactly. And okay. not only that, but you know, if I I don't know how you feel, Neva, but as a woman, I you know, I would want to have that kind of support and definitely have some money to follow up and and yeah. that's that's post mastectomy yeah, too. Post mastectomy, these, these programs are paid for. And actually, you know, I I personally have done it because I'm a woman. Not I I really haven't had a personal experience with breast cancer. And as we've done this over the years, I recently um, was contacted by a woman who uh, manages one of the gastro pubs in San Diego, uh, the High Dive. And she had emailed me one Friday evening, and she wrote to me, you know, uh, Brewer told me that I should get in touch with you. I just found out today that I have breast cancer. Oy. And it was huge. Yeah. You know, I mean, the the beer industry has been so behind us. It's been great. And then to have someone, you know, contact us because they've been affected by it has been huge. And, yeah. you know, since then we've kind of worked together to do some things. And I went and met with her and we talked about uh, what we could do really just to raise awareness. And everyone's been behind her. They're brewing specialty beers and, you know, all the proceeds are going to Susan G. Komen. So it's been big just within the beer community, right. you know, aside from... Uh, just the general population, which, of course, is so important. But for us specifically, I mean, we are working in this industry, and people have been awesome. So let me let me just recap, me, uh, figure out what we've learned here. For one, Neva is, in fact, a woman. Yes. She stated that. <laughs> That's true. Is there a doubt about that? She is a, well, she, did, she just wanted to make it clear. She had to reiterate. We are in San Francisco. As a woman, and I do have boobs. She also has boobs. <laughs> right. I, right. I grabbed Neva's boobs once. Really? Really? Yes. You did. did you guys know you that? Tell. You did. I did. A breast exam. It was a <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, even remember that. Was I drunk? <laughs> uh, you, we were all Very, drunk. It yeah. was a drunken boob grab. Um, you actually were quite. I didn't even know it happened. You were quite offended by the situation. I, I was. Who like, wouldn't be? I was like, I did what? 
Well, we were, uh, JP, you were, I think, involved I, in the boob grab. I was, I was. I, I remember this now that you're repeating it. We were in Florida. Did I Florida. just block this out because it was so traumatic? I'm sure you did, yeah. It's one yeah. of those events. We were in Florida at the my first National Homebrewers Conference, and uh, we were all in the swimming pool after yes. the White Labs party one of the nights yes and we were having what's it called when you have the fight in the pool with chicken the people fight. on your chicken shoulder fight. we're having chicken, chicken fight, fight. Okay. cock fight so uh, it was oh. uh, jp and oh. myself were the were the bottom half of the chicken <laughs> we were bottoms yeah. uh, neva was on was was jp's top, top right and right, uh, daniela right. was my top oh. and and amid the battle <laughs> I, uh, I I I uh, boob grabbed. Right? Oh, uh, just for a moment, water in your eyes. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Nice. I don't know if I hovered there. If I actually took her down by the boob, <laughs> or that'd be a good wrestling. Move. Or if it was just a quick, like a boob punch. I don't know. Oh, like like you're like you're on a game show and you had to hit the button real quick. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Like, oh, I'm in. I got yeah. the answer. Her eyes are gonna light up. So that so I can also attest to Neva having boobs. <laughs> Great. Now I'm I'm glad to have that confirmation. Yes. Yeah. Her husband's glad right. too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He's very happy. He wasn't there. It was definitely no. the, it was behind his back. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Glenn, I mean, if you're listening, uh, you know, just relax. Everything will be fine. Did yeah. you go home and, and tell Glenn? Because if you didn't I, tell him, I'm, I feel I mean, obviously not, because I don't even remember that story. <laughs> That's how good the grab was. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm gonna ne- now next time I see Glenn, we're gonna have to have a talk. A, a fight. It's gonna be awkward. Oh, you guys are yeah. gonna fight. I don't know. Yeah. Me and Glenn fighting. Glenn. Now I've met Glenn, yeah. one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Right. It's probably gonna look like a chick fight. Probably between me and Glenn. There'll just, be a lot of flailing arms. Just make sure and... he wears his skinny jeans. <laughs> Does he wear? Is skinny Glenn wearing jeans? skinny oh, jeans? He's so now? hot in skinny jeans. Uh, really? No, he would not be happy if I told this story. So Schumann wears no, skinny jeans. No, it's the greatest so. story ever. You should have her tell. Tell us about Glenn's skinny jeans. I, don't, I think he'll be really mad at me if I he'll don't. He'll never listen. He'll all be he's really about, mad listen, you guys. All, right right now, all right, he's okay. not even listening. He's just picturing my hand on your boob. You know what? He's yeah, not he's listening because... he's all pissed off getting another beer. <laughs> he's not getting past that. He yeah. is not listening because he watched the Chargers lose today. Nice. So, so he's angry on top of all yeah. this. He, he was he's in a heroin coma right the game. Now. We have season tickets, oh. so... Okay. Th- this is going to send him over the edge. You know that, right? Yeah, he doesn't know. I'll just pretend like it never happened. Perfect. Right. Great. It must have been somebody I, what else. What are you talking it's about? The best that was story ever you got. It was another Glenn. <laughs> All right, tell us about his skinny pants. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's a good story. Well, so, we'll see. so one evening, uh, a friend of ours uh, was having a birthday party in downtown San Diego at a at a bar. It's this place called Prohibition. You have to get a password. It's kind of swanky to no. get in. Uh, and I didn't go because I stayed home with our daughter, who's almost two, so that he could go out with the buddies. And uh, in San Diego fashion, he wore shorts and flip flops. Oh yeah, to go downtown, loser. And usually, you know, <laughs> usually I would tell him, "Hey, you should probably wear something else." But I didn't go, so I didn't care. <laughs> right. Not your problem. Which, you which go, basically, loser. which yeah. basically means that Neva dresses him when they're together, <laughs> right? Right. No, she and doesn't just, care when they're that's not. Right. Not true. That's not true. He she was a little angry because he was going out and she wasn't. <laughs> Whatever. So. She Let him care. go out as a dork. He is perfectly <laughs> capable of dressing himself. Okay. Obviously. With right. the clothes that I buy him. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's almost like dressing him. Right. Yeah. All right. Carry on. So, so anyways, he gets there and the bouncer's like, you need to be wearing pants and shoes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, 
Okay. I don't have any. I, I'm just going to go home then. And his friends were like, no, 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 no. Don't go home. Let's go to this store. It's around the corner. We really like the story shop there a lot. Let's just go there. We'll buy something. You can return it later and we'll get something that we want. Okay. So he's like, all right. Wow. All right. I'll go. So I, before I go on, I have to tell you that Glenn cannot find anything ever. <laughs> if he needs anything, he, he'll open the cupboard and be like, hey, Neva, do we have toothpicks? And I'm like, yeah, they're right there where your eye is looking. So he's retarded. It's, yeah. he just no, can't, it's he can't a man cheat. It's a man thing. It's yeah, a man I mean, no I offense, no offense, but he it's cannot a man find anything. No offense to who? Okay. Men. Oh, men. Anybody. Oh, okay. Hey. Carry anybody. on. All right. So he can't find anything. So he, he tells me this story the next day. He goes into the store, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. All I could find were skinny jeans. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, seriously, there were no other pants in the entire store. Where'd like they go? A, hot Topic? Yeah. But skinny jeans. <laughs> like a nice boot cut <laughs> or of, straight yeah. leg or button fly? Well, this is exactly what I said. Where'd you go? I don't know. I don't remember the name of the store. Okay. So he buys these skinny jeans. He wears them out. And his friends, of course, are making fun of him the whole time that he's out. And he's like, God, I, you know, they just sucked. It was so uncomfortable. I couldn't get my foot through the hole. and <laughs> Or his balls. I couldn't get his balls. His <laughs> balls are being smashed. Yeah. Skinny everywhere. That was the biggest thing. The, his balls are being smashed in the pants. So. Yeah. Because he used to, like, running free. Good thing you already had the baby. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, end of the night, he leaves. He's walking to his car by himself home, you know, to come home. And um, he hears these three guys walking behind him. And they're kind of talking, you know. And they're like, God, hey, look at that guy up there. Look how he's walking. Look how he's holding his arms. And he was so embarrassed that he's wearing the skinny jeans. He turned around and he was like... Are you guys talking about me? <laughs> I'm right here. Oh wow! Yeah, and the guys were like, "No, no, man, we're not talking about you. We're looking. At, we're talking about that guy over there." And he turned around to look where they were pointing, and there was nobody there. Oh. Yeah. Did he cry? So no, no, he proceeds to tell them this whole story about why he's wearing these what? jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's embarrassed that he's right. wearing these jeans. And he doesn't get embarrassed about it. And they're like, anything. yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah. yeah, so they were like, uh-huh. oh, that sucks, whatever. So he went home. And, um, of course, when he's telling me the story, I was like, where are the jeans? I want to see them. Right. Put them on. He refused to put them really? on. Just for me. Traumatized. Do you think we can you get him? Liked him? Do you think we can get him to wear the skinny jeans to BNA six? They're gone. Yeah, yeah. they're gone. Oh, I'll no. buy new ones. I will buy him new skinny Sponsored. jeans. Sponsored. Well, let me tell you, he does not get embarrassed to do anything, and yeah. he would not put the skinny jeans even on. for you, even just for me. Well, so I don't know. Let's I don't face know. it, you can be kind of mean. You, you probably I knew. <laughs> I mean, you probably knew you were going to go. Yeah, you do look mean. like a jackass. He's worn an elf outfit out in public. So why uh, to strip clubs? That's I mean, Doc's Wednesday clothes. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And you can try. I think it would be. I think it, he might do it for a good cause. All right, we'll talk to him. Maybe we can. Maybe oh, we can get him to raise. Cause. I love it. Skinny we'll jeans for balls or something. I would just like skinny to say jeans that. for yes. I have balls. a picture. I like it. That's I have a picture of Bevo's husband in skinny jeans right here. <laughs> I would and, also uh, like to clarify that he's wearing the jeans that I have on right now. Those oh, are. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I came home and he was like, "These jeans are so Ow. gay." <sighs> All right. Let me interlude I, here a second while you're looking at I'm, that. I, I, oh, God. Alonzo is on the line. No, come on. He says he has a brewing question. No, he doesn't. Don't look. Don't look, Tasty. Don't look. Hey, Alonzo. We're not that skinny. 
<laughs> he looks he, he looks well, emaciated. Front, I'm pretty skinny. <laughs> They're skinny. Alonzo, what's up, man? Wow. Shut the fuck up about the jeans, okay? This is what happens when there's more than one woman in the studio. Shut up. <laughs> what happened? Okay, I'm not taking calls from you anymore. Oh, he wants us to get back on the beer Look. topic, probably. All right, what is your beer question, Alonzo the Offensive? <laughs> I love you all. I'm sorry if I offended anyone, I swear. <laughs> I'm not um, offended. Yeah, whatever. Offended. <laughs> I'm, so um, this uh, this weekend I was brewing, and uh, at the end of my brew session, I had a very uh, peculiar uh, situation where I found out that my refractometer was off by a good 8 or 10 points, so I'm just wondering... What sort of situations uh, result in a refractometer going off such a huge, huge amount like that? So, like, what things throw off a refractometer? Dropping well, it. I think this is good uh, because for the White Lab's new line of refractometers. <laughs> uh, probably. Could, what temperature did you take the reading on? Have you dropped it Ow, before? Why am I getting hit? Lisa, uh, stop laughing at Alonzo. He's insecure. I'm laughing at you. Can calibrate him. Yeah, and apparently I'm getting hit. For no reason. It's okay, Lisa hits. She hit me in the face earlier. Well, let's put the hitter in the corner. So you dropped it, is what happened. Oh. No, I didn't drop it. Was I'm it just wondering. At the end of what? what from, did you say the end of uh, brewing or fermentation? No, this is during brewing. Okay. So it flame out. I mean, at the end of the brew, you took a measurement and it was way off, you say? Yeah, well, I took uh, measurements all through the brewing process. Okay. And uh, so, like, you know, they, they were all fine during, and I, I turned uh, uh, turned the flame off when I was right at my uh, ending gravity, and it turned out that I had, like, an extra gallon at the end of the uh, brewing, and that's what kind of like, oh, well, maybe at this point I should maybe ca- uh, calibrate my refractometer, and that's when I realized it was a good 8 to 10 points off, mm. and so I wound up brewing an English mild when I meant to brew an English brown. <laughs> hmm. It happens. Things go out of whack. Yeah, basically. So I'm just wondering, uh, like, I, I have no idea how a refractometer refractometer works. So I'm just wondering if there, if you guys know of any specific situations that throw off the refractometer specifically, such as like. Okay, we will answer the question uh, with you off the air. Thank you, Alonzo. So, any ideas about it? dropping it is is a general uh, a problem, right, Doc? Yep. Uh, and, uh, any- take, taking it, uh, it, it says it's uh, temperature. Um, Calibrate uh, temperature yeah. control, automatic temperature control. Yeah, but it, it, it still still cool them down. Only that only works up to about one fifty. Well, that and if you you can abuse that and it'll lose all of its adjusting adjusting properties. I don't know. Uh, They're also, in my experience, just fragile in general. Yeah. I, we've gone through five of them here in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, um, you just you really have to take care of them. I've seen people actually dip them into yeah. the yeah. hot liquid yeah. and, and don't do that. That'll shatter or oh, the glass. It, it, and it can warp it. It can do a lot. Of things don't it loses do its ATC when yeah. you start doing. It. By the um, way, I've done that. Just yeah, a drop. I figured. <laughs> uh, make yeah. sure you get all the the bubbles out of the the little window too. Yeah. Uh, if you've got any kind of foam or little bubbles in the window, it throws it off quite a bit too. And in this case, just buy a new one, Alonzo, and, and be careful. All right. Thank you for the call. That, that was a good one, right, JP? <laughs> yes, it was a good one. All right. Now, good job, Alonzo. Uh, back to boobs for a moment. Where can people go yeah. to support your beer for boobs uh, walk? Support your boobs. Um, yes, please support our boobs and every other woman's boobs or man's. Like physical? There are a lot of man Earth. boobs as yes. well. We like the physical. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, the easiest way to support us is to make a donation. Go to our website, whitelabs.com. There's a link on the front page where you can uh, 
get to the Susan G. Komen website, the three day dot org. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do once you get to the three day website is to search for our team, which is beer for boobs. Easy to remember. Yeah. Well, if you go to the White Labs page, the link you have there goes directly to your page. It's oh, uh, fundraising for breast cancer. White Labs and others are sponsoring a breast cancer fundraising team. If you click that line, you'll see it as a bright blue link there. It goes straight to the Beer for Boobs team uh, Our page. Website. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's the Tap the Cure. Uh, there, there's a lot of different fundraisers going on. And you can see a nice photo of the ladies of White Labs in their Beer for Boobs t-shirts. Is that from last year's Beer for Boobs? Last, last year's. Last year's. We're going to stop and get beers on the way <laughs> as we're walking 20 miles a day. Well, it's Beer for Boobs. Beer it sure is, boobs. yeah. We can't forget the beer part yeah. no. of Beer for Boobs. That'd be false advertising. No. All right, we have important. Kim Wood on the phone, and she would like to talk about the three-day walk. Kim, uh, also a woman, well, I think. <laughs> some boobs. Hello, Kim. Hi, Couple how are you? We're doing great. How are you? Good. Uh, a quick sidebar. Um, Andy and I were just talking about Scott and that he's this little bomb, and we wanted to encourage him to find a different gig because we think he's kind of better than the rest of you guys. So. <laughs> you mean um, Moscow, not Dr. Scott. Kim. Yeah, oh, sorry. Moscow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Thanks a lot. So, All right. Just throwing that out. Good advice. Um, but so anyway, I wanted to give like huge props Good to advice. the White Labs ladies for doing the three-day walk. Um, Thanks. I've done it a couple times. Yes. And it's the hardest part. I mean, the walk's really hard, but the hardest part is raising money for it, I yes. think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just everyone, I don't know, if, are you guys putting up a page for people to um, contribute? We we do have a page, uh, and there's a link from our White Labs website to our page that uh, takes you to the 3 org, and you can donate to any single person on our team. Okay, awesome. Yeah, when I did it, I, I, it was super hard because you have to, um, whatever money you can't raise, you have to pay out of your own pocket. Yes. Um, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so tell me about that. You have to commit to a dollar amount? Yeah. Like, do you every, get the specified yeah, amount? Every team yeah, member has to it, raise $2,300. Like, they right, say that to you? Thing, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, and if you don't, you sign a thing ahead of time giving your credit card, and if you only raise, for example, $1,600 or whatever, you're, you're responsible for the rest of it. Yeah. And when I did it, it was really cool because people had extra checks, and they were, like, giving me their checks, so I didn't have to pay for it. But That's I mean, hardcore. That's, I it is hardcore. Why? Yeah. You can't walk it unless is. you pay no. $2,300? Exactly. You have to pull it out of your own credit card. Why? Wow. Yeah, that, well, that's, kind really. of, that's kind of hardcore, dude. That <laughs> is real hardcore. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a big deal. It should be called crazy, Nazis for boobs. Well, the point of, the, the point of doing this walk, because they have the Race for the Cure, they Thank have you. other events that Susan yeah. G. Komen does, but the point of the three-day is really to get people who are committed to the cause and actually going to go out there and raise the money. That's yeah. why they put that minimum but there. If, but, if they can't, but if they can't raise 2300 bucks and they still want to donate then and, and participate, it. then you can't no. Yeah, it in. comes out of your own pocket. It's very elitist. Wow. Yeah. I'd have a so you guys. Guys. For White Labs, we, you know, we have a bunch of great g- girls who are putting, you know, Putting our best foot forward, basically, Hopefully. and doing rup, rup, rup. a lot of fundraising events at different breweries, and we try to raise money so that, say, if myself, I can only raise a thousand dollars, well, beer for boobs via White Labs will you put in that extra thirteen hundred dollars yeah. to right. get me over the, you know, what our commitment is, and if not, it would have to come right out of our own pocket. Right. Mm. So wow. that's why, so, yeah, you know, yeah. That's why we Props really try to, you to guys fundraise. For doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and like I mentioned before, the brewers 
the brewery community has been great for us. We've done a lot of fundraising events, and we were actually uh, just came straight here from Las Vegas where we did a fundraising event with uh, the Gordon Beers there. And, you know, it was awesome that people everywhere are supporting us. It's not just in San Diego because that's where we're based. You know, we we did event, an event in Las Vegas. We did one um, in Davis, California at Sudwork Brewery. So just out of San Diego, uh, people who are our customers have been fantastic. And uh, sponsors who have, you know, put their logos on our T-shirts, the merchandise that we sell, like... Um, Boston Beer, um, wow. the Brewing Network on brewing our network. koozies. Yeah, I have network. a Brewing Network Absolutely. koozie right here. I paid for some boobies, Kim. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh, Yay, good yeah. for you. You haven't paid yet. What's up with that? I, well, Wait, listen. we're getting paid? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. I actually paying. gave JP's paycheck to uh, the, the ladies of right Lab. Oh, well, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. That's all right. As long as I get the next one, that'll yeah. be good. No, yeah. it's, it's fine, except that there's another fundraiser next month. But don't worry, one of these days... Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, let me know. Pick, clear. Uh, now, I, I, I'll have you know, uh, Kim Wood also has boobs. Just, just in case you didn't. Well, yes. they're very small, but they're there. So <laughs> God, you beat me to it. Doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they're there. <laughs> so it's okay. But, and, and but, so anyway, props to you guys, and I will, I'll look at your page. and I think they're lovely, Kim. Some, some cash. <laughs> thank oh, you. Thank you very much. Thank you. But thank Bevo, you so much. lovely also. I think I've, I've, I've motorboated Bevo's actually before. And <laughs> Once they were <laughs> Bevo's boobs are Bevo's boobs are, are are some of the more interesting boobs I've seen, and I'll tell you why they they must change three or four sizes uh, monthly. They, they do seem to they fluctuate. really morph. She they're kind of chameleon boobs, and there are times really? that you wonder if she has boobs at all, and then she'll come in like the next week. With these giant bombs. She has in like sweater. she has like porn star boobs. Yeah. I think it's the bra. Uh, yeah. It is all about the bra. Bevo, could you please explain it, your amazing morphing boobs and to us? And expose them. It, it is. It does have to do with bras and... And, and the mood? My body changes with my cycles, so... It changes a lot. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, let's be honest. Like the moon? You know, that's <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> yeah. How many oh. sizes do you change, Bevo? <laughs> about a cup. When One I'm on cup. birth control, well, guys, I thought it was more. Is that no. four ounces? Hmm. Eight. If any Eight. of you guys ever Eight. have the chance to motorboat, if you ever have the chance to motorboat Bevo, do it, because okay. I did it at EJ Fair, and it was great. Okay. Well, it was good for me, too. When she's sleeping, I'll try that. Yeah. <laughs> motorboating yeah. so for boobs. Really that's cool. a new... Oh, uh, love it. That's, that's going to be the Brewing Network's fundraiser. We'll get you a 2300. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Easily. You right. set up a booth. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Set up a booth doing the back alley. <laughs> Okay. 23 times, there's a 2300. So our listeners can actually go to this page good. and pledge money to the Beer for Boobs team. Is that right? The yep. page that's linked off of White yep. Labs. All right. Absolutely. Go to whitelabs.com. Mm-hmm. You can scroll down to about the middle of the page there. You'll see it. It's a it's a bright blue link. You can click on it. Go straight to their page. There's a little uh, Beer for Boobs logo, and uh, you can actually uh, uh, donate, right? So. Yes, and next year it won't be so ghetto. Mm. We'll have a real page. You'll have a real page <laughs> next year. Okay. I, yeah. All right. Yes, did you did JP since you since yes. it was your paycheck that sponsored the the, the koozies? <laughs> yes. Why don't you go ahead and have a koozie? Oh, thank you very Woo! much. I appreciate You're welcome. That. And it's got a little BN Army logo right there on the oh, back. It sure does. And uh, you know what? I'm feeling generous. Doc, you can have one too. Well, wait a minute. Uh, That's yeah. my paycheck. Well, I get to give it to him. I saw right. him over there. I saw Tasty had one, but I, I didn't really want to reach over and grab one. Tasty's learned not to ask me for things. It's better just to take them. <laughs> just take them. It's easier to ask for There's an apology. There's very few than uh, things you get from this place, so you yeah. might as well see just it. Take them. If it's not attached, take it. It yeah. has to go through the chain of command. Uh, yeah. It takes right. six weeks to get back to you, uh, yeah. so just, just take yeah. them. Uh-huh. Fame and fortune and a koozie. You know, if. 
I don't have if, anything. To uh, put JP's in paycheck was a little bigger. That logo could have been a little bigger <laughs> That's too. That's true. Well, I do have the smallest logo on the koozie. Can we talk about that, ladies? Uh, yes. I'm a, think, little, I'm a little insecure about the size of my logo. I think uh, you should be more insecure about the size of your website. <laughs> right. Because it's, it's to be an army. You have no idea what the fuck that is. How come I have the smallest logo? Mike White wants a koozie. Was I the cheapest uh, sponsor? <laughs> you were the cheapest bastard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's fair. True. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I'll you tell you what. The original, the original koozie yeah. printing did not come out well. I for think I have for one of the you, originals. For you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did not look just good for you. you guys. And we complained. Yeah, we oh, did. did. And we got and they gave us new ones. Yeah. Did you tell them that it was a very important sponsor? We did. <laughs> we did. Yes. Okay. You should have thrown you in liars. Tasty's paycheck too. They <laughs> <laughs> probably should have. Could have got the whole back of that thing. Yeah, next yeah. year I might have to add in Tasty's paycheck <laughs> to uh All right. Well, That's right. I'm still I'm ha- I did it for the boobs, not for the recognition. Nama, so that's right. Yeah. It's all about boobs. I'm gonna say you're gonna do it for my friend Denise. Who oh, walk with me. I will do it twice for your friend yeah. Denise. Okay. I'm doing it under the desk right now for your friend Denise. Walk with me at the end of the three day last year, and <laughs> she was pretty much at the number one. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Shaving on your head when what? you get a haircut. Yeah. You know the number one. Yeah. She just had a. <laughs> Chemo and she was oh. walking al- right alongside with me. This is the one in the picture that you yeah, showed me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, wow. I was like, "Dude, I if I can be, if you can be here, yeah, after your third chemo treatment, yes, I can be here walking right alongside with you, trying to raise money to stop this." Yeah, but forty miles is a long time. Sixty. No, Sixty. No, but she was working. She was walking the last part. The right? last, but she walked the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Wait, it's twenty miles a day. Yeah, twenty miles. Really? A day. That's still a lot. What happens at the at the end of the days? Where do you go at the end of a day? At the end, we end up it's at like, Petco, Petco Park, right downtown San oh. Diego. At the end of each day? No, no there's camps. The final. I just walk around Petco Park for four days, three days, <laughs> wow. ten miles yeah. up. Oh, we do. Back. Just walk back and forth from Whitey's apartment. That's one of the apartment. hardest things we've ever done. Really? And we walk. Like, luckily, we're in a fabulous city of San Diego. We walk along from Del Mar is where we start, all around the coast, oh, through um, nice. Torrey Pines, oh. the biggest hill ever, and uh, end up in Crown Point, do another loop around the city, come back to Crown Point, have pink tents all around Crown Point, wow. and then end up at the end at Petco Park while all the ladies come by. And at the end, we do a salute to all the ladies who have survived breast cancer. And every lady takes off their shoe and raises it up to the air to everybody who has survived it. That's pretty rad. Yeah. And I bet you there's a lot of tears at that moment. Yeah, I'm being honest. I I, I would probably cry like a baby. If you can walk out of there without shedding a tear, you would be... I, I don't know what kind of ice princess, but there's no way. I'm going to cry right now. Bevo, could I motorboat you so no one sees me crying, please? No. <laughs> motorboat me, I'll push them together. Uh, yeah, that actually, that would be pretty... I'm a big softie about that kind of yeah. stuff. When it gets to the tribute part, like even if somebody wins an award, I start crying. <laughs> you Like, you know, uh, like Brower of award. the Year or something. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm a... Uh, yeah, that would be rough. Yeah, That's and um, you know we do this all the time, and we sometimes we don't know some people, and sometimes it touches our hearts deeply. And Neva and I just met a woman who owns a brewery. I mean, well, actually, a bar in San Diego. And a month before we met her, and then like a year before, I mean, uh, 
like a couple of weeks after we met her at the Brewers Guild meeting in San Diego, she found out she had breast cancer, and uh. within the next two weeks, oh. had at least one double mastectomy or just single just mastectomy. Already. Only they. It happens yeah. quick. I mean, it's All so kinds bad. of cancers like that. She has that. three kids, and it's like, bam! And we just really fell for her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we're boy. raising fun. But she's okay now. Someone. She's recovery. So far, we don't know. She's good. So far, okay. so, so good. far, yeah. so good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Jessica from Sacramento wants to talk to you, ladies. Jessica, what's happening? Hey, actually, I'm from Orange County. Hey, I just wanted to say hi to the girls. Uh-huh. Um, I was actually hanging hanging out with you in San Clemente at the Pizza Port. Yay! Uh, how are you? Good. How Great. are you? We do have girls in the studio. Oh my god! Hey, we, we actually. We sold all of the pint glasses that night. We booed everyone. Oh, great to hear. That's great. So I just wanted to wish you guys a good luck on your walk, and, you know, hopefully I'll be doing it next year. But for sure, if I would have known that you guys were from White White Labs, you would have been stuck at that pizza port all night long. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. You guys were great. I remember you guys. Which one were you? Here's the one with Um, the one with the short blonde hair. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys you. are great. I know you were even booing people who, who didn't, didn't buy, buy the special. It's awesome. No, that's really? awesome. That's, I'm t- I don't know. This yeah. is a pretty yeah. militant fundraiser, JP. <laughs> I you know. got to have $2,300. Do you need you, a physical to get through? You too? get booed if you don't buy a glass. <laughs> you don't care thank about Thank you so I, much I, for your support. Yeah, well, thank you guys. I just wanted to say good luck. And again, thanks for coming out. And I'll be wearing my t shirt for you guys. Those awesome. Days, so. Thank you. You guys were All so right. great. Take care, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you. There you go. Jessica from Orange County, thank you for the phone call. 888-401-BEER if you want to call in, talk to the ladies of White Labs. We are in the next segment going to be talking more about yeast and things like that, too. So if you have questions, you can call for that. But we are certainly happy to take calls that give props to the ladies for uh, walking 60 miles in, in three days. This is a lot. I'm not doing it. Just no, I'm not doing it either. I'm just going to buy the cozies. You should. Come on. Whitey, would you I like to jump? You got to comment on the koozie. Just grab the, the mic there. And what do you have about the koozie? Well, it's not serious, but... I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I, I do look at logos and things a lot. You said your logo is smaller on the koozie. Yeah. It actually, if you look at the other logos, mm-hmm. they're wider. That's Yours true. It's not smaller. It's just longer. I should have sent my other logo. That's true. Yeah. I have a I have a thickness problem. Yeah. I, my length oh, my length is fine, but, but, the, girth, but the girth <laughs> is a little. It's a little. It's kind of long yeah, and skinny. Yeah, more yeah. girth. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that works yeah. great. Huh. Well, I keep getting those ads in my inbox about growing it. Well, you should follow one. Maybe we should have a a, a sixty one mile walk for girthness. <laughs> for girth. Girth. Grew it the, for girth. Walk for the girth. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Tasty? Are you in on that? Yeah, twenty three thousand dollars. It's a big per- issue. Yeah. So, so in other words, we're going to be signing Doc up as our uh, pledge, as right. our one and only sponsor. <laughs> yes. yes. well, yeah. I don't think there's a product on the market for girth, right? Uh, no, I would no. think just uh, regular. Could be a new opportunity for Brewing Network. That's yeah. true. We could get a doc. Well, I'll consult my uh, medical partner and uh, see if we can come up with a safe yeah, yet effective. We'll, uh, we'll do some science. Yeah, we got. The Enzite smile. Yes. That's, that's what it's... <laughs> you have a beer kettle full of pride, too. <laughs> all right. Anything else uh, that we need to make sure we talk about on the boob and money front? Uh, we've got all that covered. Right. When does this take place? When is this walk happening? Uh, the walk in San Diego is November 19th through the 21st. Okay. So coming up here in a month. Coming up very soon. Mm-hmm. Are you training? Do you guys do any training? We are training. Actually, yesterday we walked 15 miles. Really? In one day. Yes, today, in one would, day. Would you be able to uh, walk and get me a beer? Miles. 
<laughs> would you walk and get me a beer? Oh, well, I'm not training for a walk. But it is just saying. Show. I want to help you guys train. But them. I might need a beer. If you come back with half a beer, you have to make up for the other half. <laughs> yeah. Now we found three quarters of a beer. Were the were the brothers Find White it. invited to join the three day walk? Uh oh. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we want to get in. We don't. I don't think you put the funding in the spotlight. They're silent partners. I see. You well, that's I mean? why I'm not in the walk because I gave lots and lots of money. Well, you're hobbled. You, you can't did walk anywhere. actually not yet. <laughs> Not That's yet. That's true. I haven't even paid yet. <laughs> the invoice is right over there. So you pay or you walk? <laughs> give us your check. <laughs> I do we need to We haven't got you. the check yet. About the check. <laughs> it's post-dated it 2012. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> the funniest thing Just is... Just make sure I'm, you don't cash in. <laughs> it turns out I'm out of checks. I don't know I don't know how this happened, but I, I must have written my last one uh, yesterday. Somehow. Still However, like I find it very endearing that you told me this is the first... You are my first sponsorship. The first sponsorship. You're right. I the Brewing Network has never been in a position to sponsor anything. And <laughs> the ladies at White Labs contacted me about this and there were a couple of options. I'm pretty open about these kind of things and some of them were cheaper than others and um <laughs> uh, but I I don't think I was the cheapest uh, bastard. You're definitely the smallest. But I looked at oh. it <laughs> that's true. Not the cheapest. Uh, yeah. yeah. Back well, to Earth. And here's what I thought. So I got the email from you guys with the different options, and I thought a couple of things. The first thing I thought is that White Labs, as a company, has been with me and supported me for so long. You guys have become such good friends that it's just, it's really... Uh, see, I'll start to cry even with a speech like this. Really? Uh, but, uh, wow. Uh, no, I'm not that bad. Okay, good. But I, I just felt like this is a great company that has been wonderful to me. So that was the first thing I thought. The second thing I thought is the Brewing Network's never been in a position to sponsor anything and uh, you guys happened to hit me at the right time. We had just sold a t-shirt or something. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> we just held and, off a couple uh, four paychecks. And I, just, yeah. I felt a like... A really expensive t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt yeah, like I this was... Uh, JP was asking for money. I knew he could wait another month. <laughs> sure. And so years. the timing was perfect <laughs> and, I, and, and I, was, I was pretty proud to be completely honest that this was my first sponsorship for so. boobs yeah and for we boobs. thank you it for was boobs. awesome pop this really cherry yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. now what about the yes. prostates uh I, like i said i think just cut off the prostates i mean who now knows? what about those balls that have to oh, get the smashed balls. into the skinny jeans skinny jeans i will i'll do in fact the bna5 was a fundraiser of pints for prostates there you go. That's right. Yeah. So, so we did give to the balls, and uh, <laughs> now and we give to the boobs. Now we're giving to the boobs. Yeah, <laughs> which is a good pairing. Supporting That's skinny right. jean Circle wearers life, everywhere. Everybody. Maybe yeah. our fundraisers can come together and be balls for boobs for beers. That is not a bad idea. We might want to make BNA six a boob and ball event. Oh. Oh. The two most important things in a man's life. Well, we can have a ballroom, you know, like at the kids' party, like the inflatable ballroom. Ballroom, yeah. And a boob room. And, and, and then a boob room, if you know what I'm saying. Right. I, I didn't bring that up at the meeting today, but I did want strippers available yeah. at the party. It's going to be held at the Gold Club. And, that could uh, be the boob room. Uh, at the new White Labs facility, they're, they're actually building a boob room. And, yeah. Uh, it's very important. So, it's a big secret. So. Yeah. It's a big secret. Thanks. Don't tell anybody. We'll never do that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody listens to this show no. anyway. <laughs> if the Brewing Network ever has a building, there will be a boob room. You can be sure. There should be. Yeah. It'll be the broadcast studio. Yeah. 
I'm going to daydream about it for just a second. You guys okay. just wait here. <laughs> talk so much yourself. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk uh, about some behind-the-scenes stuff at White Labs. I want to know what happens in the lab. And more importantly, I want to know who the real boss is. So hang in there. It's the Beer and Boobs Show with the ladies of White Labs, Lisa and Neva. We'll be right back. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Holler Tower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate shipping and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The The Time Brewers! Three brewers, three different eras, all caught in the same fermento chronological vortex, traveling through time, righting brewing wrongs, and bringing beery wisdom to where and whenever it may be needed. Journey now with... Dr. Jean de Clerc. Greetings, listeners. 20th century Belgian super brewing scientist. Please, please, the yeast and the enzymes do the hard work. I am merely a facilitator. Icebox. What, what? 21st century Norwegian American home brewer rapper from St. Paul. Listen, listen, I bust attenuation maxims and my Yakima magnums make my lager so smooth it's like a laxative. My spit got that static power After I mash for an hour I got naked ladies in my brew room All covered in hot flowers I swing a propagation flask Like a five liter dick Get your nasty mid-drinking group on ass Back to 1026, boo And Brother Abelard After a witch Be gone 
12th century English monk and perpetuator of brewing superstition. My holy rod of divine bubbling shall maketh any ale to froth by the grace of heaven, and a modicum of bog myrtle hurts not either. Brought to you by Northern Brewer, your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, and equipment with $7.99 flat rate shipping. Tune in next time for more Time Brewers! Hilo, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Yeah! Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking around with us. It is the Beer and Boobs Show with the ladies of White Labs. And we're going to be talking a little more to Nava Parker and Lisa White. This time about yeast and what happens behind the scenes over there at White Labs. Now, you've heard from the Whites before. We've had both Mike and Chris on here several times. And, of course, you know that uh, Chris knows what he's talking about when it comes to yeast. But uh, so does Nava. So we've got the uh, Director of Laboratory Operations here. She can answer your yeast questions as well as what is your uh, official title? Uh, uh, VP, aren't you, Lisa White? The Vice President of of White Labs. Which means I have done everything. Really? Yeah. You worked your way up. Yeah. Yeah. You've done it all. Uh Uh-huh. So to speak. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) At least once. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At least once or two. You knew, you knew where that was going. Yeah, didn't that, you? that happened quickly, didn't it? Hey, well, I didn't even know it hit me. Uh, so, as the vice president of a yeast company, what does that mean? What do you do now? I pretty much oversee every aspect of the company. Okay. So, from production to shipping to sales to whatever we do i kind of oversee everything okay so i'm kind of the liaison between all the different departments okay which is pretty tough sometimes because you know you have to understand how everything the different language languages how everybody works from, sure from the lab people and how they interact with the sales people how they interact with our customers and you know just trying to Everybody trying to get the same goal, right. basically. You really have to be a communicator for yeah. everybody. Okay. Now, and and when we talk about all these people, how big is White Labs? It's a small company, right? We're still pretty small. Um, I think that people kind of have the perception that we're a lot larger than we are, but I think in total, I think we are like 26 total employees. Okay, wow. And that's including... The laboratory, production, shipping, and sales. Okay. And the weird thing... And the cool thing about us is that our sales is not right where our production is. So it's challenging in some ways and then great in other ways because we are in San Diego and our sales are in Boulder, Colorado. Right. So it makes things kind of hard in some aspects, but great because they're not just right there demanding our production. Like, where's our sale? Where's our product? But then it makes things a little difficult because... 
you know, we, there's a little miscommunication sometimes that can happen. Right. Because, like, why can't we get what we want and get our customers exactly what we want when we want? But we're trying to fill that gap. So that's a challenge. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can't go right downstairs and kick some ass. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you have, have to, to like, go, to Denver to go yeah. through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, from, from one business owner to another... Do you pay all those 26 employees? <laughs> That's a lot of people. Yeah, legally we do. Each one? Yeah. All 26? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't pay themselves. We yeah. got to talk. Yeah. I have some advice for you. Really? You do? Yeah. It's be awesome. And, you get know, a couple schmucks who don't mind not getting paid for several years. Yeah, well, the and first we try you- to use the best you know, things that we can. Like I even tell other people like when I work with breweries, like, hey, you have a university by you. Right. Try to get some students in there and do some internships, or mm-hmm. and try to get them to work for you know. How long does internship? Of money. Yeah. How long does internship traditionally last? A year? Um, maybe? It depends. Like a, a semester. semester or yeah. Yeah. a full year. It I'm just on the six-year semester plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's on. There's a long plan. Yeah. JP, can you save that microphone before it falls into Lisa's boobs, yes. please? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you like that sort of thing, but well, it just was about to fall. It's in. not a video camera. So <laughs> Lisa, stop pulling on it. Stop pulling on the microphone. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. She's getting crazy. Now, uh, now, now, where does Ashley work out of? Is she in the San Diego area, or she's another one of the ladies of White Labs? She's uh, one of the fabulous ladies of White Labs, and she was in San Diego, but then she needed to move back to her home, home state. Which is where? In Philadelphia. Confusion. And she Pennsylvania is there. The state. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, Sorry. By the way, I'm like, oh, I, yeah, um, I love this state. I saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, vote, I run a company. I don't need to know what states are out there. That's right. I am the vice I'm president. Vice president. We don't need to know okay. geography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's in Philadelphia, and she runs a lot of our uh, more corporate business and a lot of our marketing, and she works along with me to get those Different events going okay. all the all across the country. Got it. All right. So you guys have employees in, in, a, in a couple of different states now. Yeah. You're, you're pretty it's well It's challenging, out. but it's kind of nice because then we feel like we have a little grassroots here and there. Right. So who's the real boss? I mean, your title is vice president, but does White do anything? Can I help you out with this answer? I don't the know. customers are our real bosses. <laughs> our, our real See, boss. because I like to put the brand message forward in answering all questions. Nice work. Thank you. JP's JP's also looking for a job. By That's the true. Way. In case you couldn't you tell, you need a brand manager. Um, call me at verysocialmedia.com. He, he could probably cover his own state. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere yeah. of disillusionment. <laughs> state of Concord. Utter disappointment. Sorry, state guys. of Concord. Whitey just left the room. I think he's. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think, he's 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 I think he's fearful of the who's the real boss answer. Yeah, he's wondering how it's going to come out. And by the way, I'm the first one to call him Whitey. So oh, you fine. did? Really? Yeah. See, I thought I was... No, you know, I'm the first unique. one. Yeah. And you're brown, so it comes. It, yeah. it sounds better and coming from you. it was weird because I'd be like, hey, Whitey. And like in a room full of people or like a building, yeah. they'd be like looking at me like, what? That's right. why it's yeah, great. It's awesome. Right. We're going to yeah. go party with the whites. Yeah. No. Well, all right. <laughs> We're going to the... yeah. At, well, at, at NHC now, when we go to these events, we have my listeners yelling it across the room, too. Why did? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not comfortable for anyone. Well, in, uh, but I like yeah. it. Well, last year was fine. It was in the Midwest. Mufasa gets a yeah. kick out of it. Yeah. That's true. It might be a little tough in San Diego. Yeah. You know, being a, a border bit. city, it's uh, going to be... It's a little different. But I think yeah. that what's interesting, I think that your listeners will find interesting in any way, that, is that most of the women of White Labs are brewers. Really? Yeah. 
and more than the guys. So Definitely tell me about that. Definitely the women brew more. Home brewers. Yeah. So, we're home brewers. Really? Yeah. When's the last time you brewed a batch of beer? Probably it was two months ago. Oh, yeah? And because I've been traveling a little bit lately, but I just texted my friend Delaney in San Diego. I'm like, when are we going to brew? We got to brew this. She's off this Friday, so we're going <laughs> to brew this Friday. And uh, What are you going to make? Um, we're going to try to do some kind of pumpkin ale. Nice. Mm. For the... For the holidays, and are but, you what kind? What's your brew system like? Are you extract or all grain? Extract because I have three people right now that I'm showing how to homebrew. Okay, and I told them you have to start with extract. I want you to understand the basis of how everything works, yeah. so you can kind of play with recipes a little bit and play with hops. Okay. And Obviously, play with yeast. Yes. And, <laughs> and how then, long will you make them brew extract? I before? told them I wanted to them to brew twenty batches. Twenty batches. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. You're taking a, you're taking a cue on. from the Susan they G. Coma Foundation. Yeah. Twenty three. Yeah. yeah. You are some kind of a beer Nazi, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. They must be slow learners. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I tell them, and they'll ask me questions like, "Why do we have to do that?" And I'm like, "Well, why do we?" Because I'm the vice president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, where's the book? Where's the book I gave you? On are you having them read? Uh, what yeah. book are they reading? How to Brew? Yeah. From John Palmer? Yeah. Are you going to make one, them read Whitey's book, too? Yeah. Used to print. Yeah, that just guide. came out. But, you know, right. I was like, you tell me so why we have quiz. to do this and why we have to, wow. you know, use this type of hop or this type of yeast and good. how much priming sugar, sugar we have to use. Good Lord. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So now we're getting close to it. I don't think I've ever brewed 20 batches in my life. (laughs) Lisa, can you have Glenn brew 20 extra batches, please? Are you on the kitchen stove Uh, brewing? um, We have a little outside, you know, propane little burner, and we do that. We're in the carport, and we do it that way, and... All right. You know, we try to do... I try to tell them, like, let's, you know brew this and we'll split it up and we'll put one yeast in this one and one yeast in that one. Look at you go. Yeah. I'm trying to teach them how to do it and what's the dip what different um Yeast will do for different beers. You make and then do these. you keep all the beer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course you do. And they yeah, of course great. they show other people but yeah. um you know that's just I feel feel like that's the education you need to get to do get you, to the yeah. next level. Do you have them kegging or bottling? We bottle. Beer? You bottle the beer. We bottle. All well, right. it's also important to to know the product to use your product from the end user's point of view. So you Absolutely. want you want them to learn and to understand how home brewers actually use it, so they can learn what home brewers actually mm-hmm. need. And I think yeah. that um, like almost that? all the people in our lab brew, right, Nave? Everybody brews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. Even, is this, is this Even all a, the packaging Is this guys? a company message because it's, White's no, in the other room listening? No, not all the production guys do, but I think all the lab people do. All the lab do. people do except okay. for our intern. Oh. It's the only one that doesn't. Why Everyone is that? Because she interns at the DAF school. <laughs> She's, uh, not 21. I need to boil water. And now, uh, Neva, you brew as well? I do. What about Glenn? Does Glenn brew? Glenn tries. <laughs> he tries. <laughs> He lifts help. the heavy he stuff. Help. He, he has a fail. Yeah. He helps me brew. Runs the water. And, so that's uh, what I'm saying. He needs to get on Lisa's program. <laughs> right. He's got to get through his 20 batches. <laughs> yeah, you're way too Then you go break. on. Yeah. 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 The, the learning curve's a little high on the on the all grain side. Glenn tries. <laughs> he lifts the uh, grain good. bags and dumps them in the mash tun. 
one for me. You mean he doze in? Boy, you sure make him sound like a real dummy. He's great. <laughs> yeah, we know that. His That's personality terrible. is so wonderful. Remind me never to get Glenn and Sam in the same room. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll be best. They're like, they I, would think be. They're, I think they're soulmates, actually. Oh. Glenn and Bevo's husband, Sam, are probably soulmates. <laughs> they might need to meet. I mean, honestly, he's brilliant. He's an engineer, but... I see. But T's an engineer. Those engineers tend to lack common sense is <laughs> right. what happens. It's, you know, the book smarts are there, but the street smarts, it's a well, little lacking. like buying skinny jeans. Well, they don't, they don't understand why the Finding recipe doesn't work every time. Right. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point, Doc. Well, yeah. and, and yeah. his problem, too, is uh, I for me personally, I relate brewing to cooking. I love to cook recipes. You know, I understand how things come together. And he doesn't really cook ever uh. either so the brewing <laughs> part makes it a little bit hard because he doesn't really do it without me and he pretty much relies on me just to tell him what to but do but he can <laughs> boil water they Glenn can't, breathe. can't well, find the water yeah. <laughs> right. Glenn inhale right now you're holding your breath Yeah. Keep breathing. oh that's not what I mean god I hope he's not listening <laughs> no I love Glenn he's great <laughs> Glenn is a really is a cool guy he's hilarious alright so uh, uh, extract brewing as well for you um, right now I, I have the Morbier brew sculpture oh uh, we right. actually, Love White you. Labs got it several years ago. I don't even remember now. Yeah, but like two years ago. No. That's like the vice president. Maybe. Three? Like uh, four, probably maybe? five No way. I, 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 I think I remember that. It was about five, I it's think. Really? Been, yeah, it's been God, many years. Flies. You guys are due um, for a well, new one. Well, it didn't get billed we are until due two for years new. ago. <laughs> we are due for a new one. And? Um, no, but I mean, we've, we've done some damage on that thing. Oh. Which model is it, Jip? <laughs> I think it's the 2050, it's right? It's the 2050, yeah. Oh, all right. It's, it's the big guy. And uh, nice I still work. remember the first time I tried to use it, being on the phone with JP yeah. all day long because I did not know what I was doing. And how well did I help you out? <laughs> I not don't know. Very, yeah. I don't know. I made a mess. I was at work until 9 p.m. Uh, yeah. Nice. On the clock? I don't know. Of overtime. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, not on the clock. But Free research. But... <laughs> But, but I've gotten better since then, so okay. uh, it's it's been a good adventure. I, I definitely do it less because of the time that it takes, and uh, I, you know it pretty much takes six hours mm -hmm. for me to do a big batch. Yeah, but it's great. I love it, and you know we keg all of our beers because we can. And I mm -hmm. hate bottling more than anything on this earth. Bottling sucks. <laughs> no, be, it doesn't. I'll be honest. It kind of sucks. It, it doesn't suck. You like the bottling yeah. process? It's easy to me. Really? I think it's that easy. No, to me, it's, it's washing like all it's the bottles. easy. Work. You guys, I don't know what your problem is and your little bitchy <laughs> thing is, but... It's easy. It is I'm easy. Sorry, but, it's easy, and I love to time. bottle because you can give it to lots of people. No, you can bottle after you keg. You yeah, you know. exactly. That's what I do if I want to no, give something to yep. somebody. Mm -hmm. Bottling is easy, but when you see how much easier kegging is, then it no. makes bottling seem really hard. And 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 okay. contrast. Yeah. All right. I will tell you this story about the first time I bottled a five-gallon batch of beer that I made. The first time that I brewed, when I just started at White Labs, mm -hmm. uh, my roommates and I were like, yeah, we're going to brew beer. This is going to be awesome. So we <laughs> bought a couple cases. We had no idea, because we're stupid, about how many <laughs> bottles we would need. Ah. I didn't have enough. So you bought a six-pack. <laughs> no. We didn't have enough. So we're like... No. Let's just drink it. We're like, shit, you guys, we don't have enough bottles. What are we going to do? Uh, let's go to Albertsons, buy some MGD, drink <laughs> all of the MGD, and then clean those <laughs> bottles. <laughs> Which is always oh a good God. idea, just to begin with. I know, 
was awful. Clear bottles as well. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Exactly. We didn't know what we were doing. Right. Well, it's triple hops brewed. It's fine. <laughs> or it wasn't back then. It wasn't. No. It apparently mm-hmm. wasn't. Well, if you think then. about right. it, the inside of the bottle's pretty sterile. I mean, you could have just dumped it out into a glass. And but then we put our it. mouth on it. It's a good dumped point. It we put glass. our mouth on all of them. Yeah. We drank them. We didn't want to waste you them. Just and you have a dirty mouth. Ooh. Let's face it. I do Ooh. have a dirty mouth. You let it fly Who here. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> right. I have a all right. In a well, while. speaking of bottling, uh, let me start the yeast questions, because I already had a yeast question come in, and it happens to be about bottling. It is from our friend Kim, who called in as well. And she says uh, she's getting ready to cork and cage some sour saisons. And um, she's wondering about what yeast and or corn sugar to add to get about three and a half volumes of carbonation. She's not sure what the bugs will continue to do uh, as they carbonate in the bottle. So what do you think, Neva? Well, the bugs are probably going to remain in solution even once you transfer it to bottles. Um, It's likely that you can probably bottle it straight depending on what the final gravity is because they'll continue to consume the sugars um most bugs will super attenuate so they'll create a lot of carbonation um i would not recommend adding priming sugar if you're using bugs because they can explode Ah. it's just too much okay Mm -hmm. um so you know the best thing to do is just you know make sure you have some haze some some things in solution and then just let them go to work now, what strains of bugs does that apply to? All of them? Um, it, mostly the Britannomyces strains. Okay. Yeah. They'll definitely super attenuate. So. All right. So if it were something else, if it were lactobacillus or pediococcus, would you recommend priming sugar? Um, I, I would use a Saccharomyces strain to do the carbonation because they don't produce as much CO2 as, oh. as Britannomyces does. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Even with the three and a half being quite a bit of carbonation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot? Three and a half volumes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Ooh, Coors Light is at 2.8. <clears throat> ah. And that's a pretty carbonated beer. Yeah. So, so, is that, so it's three and a half something like a Duvel? Yeah, Belgian style. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Appropriate for style, for sure. All right. Another question came through. This is a behind the scenes at White Labs question. Um, does Chris White make the his, uh, he says, strangely all women staff, Work naked in the lab <laughs> so that no one steals yeast. Yeah. What? Much like a, a, a crack lab. If you oh. if you owned a crack lab, everyone has to be naked I've so they don't steal. I've seen New Jack City. I see. I, yeah, I know. So is this a problem? Is is, is yeast theft a problem? Uh, from our laboratory? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you have to work naked? No. You I think it would just be a cleanliness <laughs> no. problem. You know, just yeah. naked is better. Could you re-answer the question just for my sake? <laughs> yes, yes, every day. Thank we you. have to be bodily searched at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, there's a full and thorough full cavity. Yep. <laughs> so every day. <laughs> Sometimes at lunch, too. Oh, Perfect. Because you can. Sometimes the good it's kind of nice. <laughs> so if anyone needs a job, nice. <laughs> contact us. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bike Foolery in the chat room asks, when Neva... Uh, Homebrews, how do you aerate? Do you use pure O2 or an aquarium pump? I use pure O2 and I have a, a DO stone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how long do you aerate for? Um, I do one to two minutes. You oh. don't really need that long for pure O2. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'm curious what you both of you, Neva and Lisa, are uh, fermenting in. As fermentation queens, you should be. Glass carboys, buckets, conicals. What are you using? 
equipment stolen from White Labs. <laughs> right. A little, uh, they a buy it for us. <laughs> Beautiful. It's research. And uh, glass carboys for me. Glass yes. carboys. Okay. I, I do both. I have glass carboys and I have conicals. conicals. How about yeast starters? Do you guys actually build up a yeast starter or do you just go in and swipe a whole bunch? We just take the yeast from lab. I just use a vial. Some use vials. Vial? That's all. We don't do yeast starters. Okay. Just use a lot of yeast. I just shake I it just a lot. Use one vial. <laughs> you just one do vial the new vial shake. <laughs> and I'm going to do the, I the vial shake. You'll see that soon. The all new White Labs. The vial, vial shake. shake vial. <laughs> now, do you, do either of you have a, a favorite yeast to use? Uh, my current favorite yeast is WLP013, the What's London that? Ale Yeast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody else use that in this room? I sure have, yeah. I've used yeah. it. Yeah. It's not my favorite. What are some of the... current time. What are some <laughs> of the... <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the predominant characteristics uh, of that one? Um, it's actually a, a pretty good, vigorous fermenter. Uh, has some ester production, but it's still... Um, not a lot of sulfur. It flocculates very well. What? Um, but not as much as some of the other English strains. Okay. Um, so you can use it for a lot of different types of beer. It's uh, pretty versatile, so I like it. Uh, temperature ranges, too. It doesn't... It, it's not as particular as some other strains, so... Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, ha- so how about temperature control for, for the fermentation do you guys are doing? Are you leaving those glass carboys just in the living room, or do you guys have... Chambers, what are you doing for temp control? Um, for my glass, I'll I'll only do ales in there because I I can. I don't really have to control the temperature as much. It, it depends on the weather. I don't do a lot of brewing in the mm. summer because it's too hot in San Diego. Okay. Um, but with the conicals, for me, I can control them because they're temp controlled. All right. Mm-hmm. So when you say in the winter you'll just allow those those conical, uh, sorry those glass carboys to go, what are we talking here? Sixty eight degrees. Um, between 65 and 68. If it gets too cold, like in the wintertime, I'll bring them in the house. Okay. I, right now, they're in the garage. But mm-hmm. All right. Same with you? Lisa? Yeah, I think it's about 70 degrees okay. overall inside the house. In the house. So that's, mm-hmm. and you just leave them out yeah. like that. In the house? Kind of like a cat. In the house. It's yeah. a little cold outside, you bring them in. Gotta yeah. let them in then. I gotta warm them up with a little blankie. So what do you do when it's warm outside? Do you have a way to, to cold, you know, chill the ferment a little bit? I, the conicals that I have, I can control, but I, I cannot brew lagers because it'll just run continuously. Doesn't it's quite get down much. there? It's yeah. okay to say where you got those from. Oh, more beer, sorry. More beer. Conicals. They're rad. You guys want to take a phone call from Alonzo? No! Fuck Alonzo! <laughs> fuck that guy! It's the ladies' show. Do you? Would you like to take that well, Alonzo? I tell you what. He says he has a question you for you guys. Don't know Is he going to yell you, at I, us again? Yes. Is it booby-related? No. I can, I can uh, handle it. We can handle it. We can uh, do it. You have it. to shut off JP's uh, mic. He cannot say anything. Right. JP, don't yell Alonzo for at least 30 seconds. I just want to see JP squirm. Hi, Alonzo. JP, what's the issue? Seriously, we both play WoW. We both love cats. What's the fucking issue? Seriously. <laughs> 30 seconds, JP. <laughs> he he's, not allo- he's not allowed to answer, Alonzo. Do you have a question for the ladies? Yeah, I do. I, I, uh, so I'm, I'm obviously an alcoholic, so I'm just wondering <laughs> what strain would they say is the fastest fermenter? So what strain can I use that will turn out a finished beer the quickest? All right. Mm, the fastest fermenter. It's probably gonna be either zero zero one or five hundred. What's five hundred? It's a Trappist yeast. Okay, so how fast are we talking here? It. 
I mean, really, it depends on the temperature. If you ramp up the temperature, they're going to ferment in a couple of days. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you will have repercussions of that yep. temperature. Yeah, a lot of esters, a lot of um, higher alcohols, like kind of, you know, astringency. So it really depends on the style of beer. But um, Cal 001 is a good one because it should ferment very quickly and it's very clean. Okay. It'll still get him drunk. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the question. Is that all, Alonzo? Uh, just want to say, I'll be back, motherfuckers. <laughs> of course you will. Thank you. Seems I to be the pattern. <laughs> All right. Now, I have a question about... We talked about what uh, Lisa's job is uh, over at White Labs. What but do boobs feel like? <laughs> what do boobs feel like? Because uh, as a director of laboratory operations, what, what does that mean uh, that you do, Nava? Well, <laughs> where to begin? I write my own ticket. <laughs> Um, no, I, I oversee most of the the yeast production with the lab and um, quality control, what's going on with that, um, yeast management, uh, if there are any strains that we've gotten a lot of uh, questions about, complaints, whatever, we'll go back and take a look at those, and um, I just make sure that I manage that part. Um, and I do a lot of laboratory training, just making sure that everyone in the lab is is adequately trained um, any kind of new product so you know if anyone out there has anything that they want as far as yeast strains, bacterial strains whatever, um, I usually work on those sorts of things too but day to day just a lot of uh, overseeing of quality control and making sure that the product that's going out is the best that we can make it. So here's kind of where my questions and where I think the listeners are interested too, because we've we've covered this in just minute detail, uh, 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 very little detail. I, I mean to say um, that keeping the yeast strains pure, mm-hmm. generation after generation, so that we can expect the same yeast in a vial <laughs> is a great deal of of, of your time and mm-hmm. your work at White Labs. Is, do I understand that yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. So talk to me a little bit about that. How is it that you keep pick any yeast, Cal, the same for us year after year? Um, The way the process works is that we actually keep stock cultures of every strain that we carry um, in a freezer that's a negative 80 freezer, which um, basically prevents the yeast strains from mutating over time. So we can keep them indefinitely in that state. Okay. Um, I'm a negative 80. So you you wish... Hey, come on, he's moving up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So sorry. we'll we'll basically take that, we'll put it onto some uh, solid media so that we can work with the strains, we can see the colonies, um, choose which ones look the best, and we can start a culture. So it goes from the minus 80 to what we call plate culture. Um, we'll grow that up in a very small quantity, and then we'll just kind of propagate that up from a small quantity to a larger one to a larger one until we get to a size that we can concentrate um, we'll test it a zillion times before it goes out, and then it gets packaged for... Now, why do you have to test it so much? Does it? Can it change even in those small amounts of propagation? It doesn't change over that small amount of time. What we're really testing for is um, impurities. We're testing for bacterial contamination. We're testing for wild yeast contamination. So... Uh, we'll take small quantities and we'll put them on different types of media that we use to detect those organisms. And if anything's positive, we can't use that culture. I see. And it, is it generally, a, a, is this a difficult thing to do, to go from something you've kept that you know is pure 
to give me whatever pitch I ask for. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Okay. It's a very, very labor-intensive process. But, you know, it's one of the things that we've really prided ourselves on, and it's the one of the things that we really focus on because it's very important. We can't send something out there that's not going to be pure, clean, you know, have all the fermentation characteristics that are expected. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Whose job is it to decide what goes into production to meet the demands of the salesman i've heard it before it's oh you know the salespeople always want to have more stuff out there and you can't just concentrate all on one kind of yeast sure uh and if you just start growing all just this couple other kinds of yeast strains and nobody wants it then you're stuck with that mm-hmm. well that's a great that's a good question because you are managing multiple strains yeah. in any given week right and, in, in and your production facility right. is only going to handle so much and probably yeah. that's probably the most challenging part because we're handling probably about 50 strains every time we propagate yeast and we propagate yeast almost every day so it can be a little bit challenging but most of it's based on seasonal things um historical data what things what what strains people have ordered over time and and the most popular strains you know like cal uh hefeweizen german lager trappist yeast it's we have data over time over what has been sold um and we try to keep those in stock and it just depends on what sells every week that just means a tough job trying to keep everybody happy we're monitoring it all the time Mm mm-hmm what about new strains? Who gets to decide on, on what's going to be the latest White Labs release? How do you guys do that? Well, that's just it. We try to come up with some new strains for every year. Okay. So, for example, <clears throat> next year, we have three new strains that are coming out in our Platinum program. Um, and it's one thing that we really try to do as just as a goal as a company, you know, three to five new strains a year just to kind of keep it exciting so that people are uh, looking forward to some new things. Um, so what we kind of focused on this year were some uh, alternative fermentation products. So we're doing a Berliner Weiss blend that's coming out um, in early in the year, January, February is a platinum. Wow. Um, we're also doing a Belgian lager, which is something we've never offered before. Interesting. And then uh, what we call an American farmhouse blend, uh, which was basically inspired by uh, the Lost Abbey. Uh, Tommy Arthur gave us permission to use... Uh, his name to promote this strain, and we're going to be offering this blend, which is just a blend of Britannomyces and uh, a Saison yeast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how do the blends happen? Awesome. Uh, are you sitting there with a Petri dish and, and throwing in X amount of this and X amount of that? And Lisa, you have a better answer? Because she said. <laughs> the, first, the first discussion about blends actually came from me going to Starbucks. Oh. And I walked in, and they had their anniversary blend. And I was like, what's that? Anniversary blend? That's cool. Yeah. And I thought, oh, and it happened to be our tenure at the time. And I thought, well, maybe we should do a tenure Why can't we do an anniversary blend? Yeah, a blend. It's our anniversary. There's some blend we can do with yeast. Right. And that's where it all started. And it kind of took off from there. Okay. And Chris White was like, yeah, let's do a blend that will do some kind of Trappist. Let's do a blend that yeah, do a kind of Saison. And it took off from there at Cream yeah. Ale. Okay. Or I love the blend yeah, idea. And, but, hey, thanks, Starbucks. When I walked in, I that's where I got the idea from. 
I read, but just as a side note, I read this week that there are certain Starbucks that are opening uh, beer and wine yeah, bars. Yeah, I read that too. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah. Watch out. Great idea. But, I yeah, mean, yeah. I was at a NBA meeting in Fort Collins, and one of the guys worked for Anheuser-Busch, and he was like, hey, you know, you got, do you actually brew? And I'm like, yeah. Do what you did you actually brew? Yeah. I was like, um, what did you People brew last? I said, well, I did a really great Belgian IPA. You know, that's a new category. Um, recently, and he's like, what did you use? And I told him, and I was like, yeah, I did this blend of 550, which is our Belgian ale, and mm-hmm. California. And I feel like I blew the guy's mind. He like, what? <laughs> How could you do that? You use two different kinds of yeast? <laughs> I was like, um, yeah. yeah. And then we I beat have lots of it. That was super yeah. easy. I just put one vial... <laughs> California and one vial of 550 because it was over 1070 and boom there you go and he was like blown away I was like are you kidding me yeah really and then you, and then you it's beach that aged easy it. <laughs> I beach with yeah. so in the <laughs> process lawsuit pending yeah so if I buy a vial of a blended yeast I, I'm curious how that vial comes into existence like how you know exactly how many cells of each yeast that you're putting in there well. Math. Basically. Percentage. Oh. Besides telling it's proprietary. Um, <laughs> we we grow up the culture separately, and then we blend them at the end so that we get the right proportions. Do you know a cell count per milliliter, and you just blend them many milliliters, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I see. Who decides what goes with what? I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, me. No, me. Do, you, do you brew with it and yeah, see do. how it comes yeah, out, uh-huh, and then exactly. you guys decide, or it, you know, we vary the proportions, and then we try them out and see what comes out the best. What What would be the most like, you know, the end product that we're that we're looking for? The goal is, you know, with the blended yeast to come out with this kind of beer. Um, so we just kind of play around with it until we get. Because, it right. You know, it all sounds great on the drawing board. You kind of make it. Right. Sure. Yeah. Actually exactly. Comes yeah. yeah. And and that's what always happens with any kind of new yeast strain. And we've actually intima- implemented a a solid program internally where we actually will all brew with any new strains because we have so many homebrews, which is great for us. It's a good resource. Yeah. Um, we can actually all brew with it, different recipes, just try it out. Um, and then we get notes, feedback, how the strains work, what the attenuations are, uh, you know, what kind of gravities we're getting, uh, all kinds of things. So it's it's been great because so many of us brew. It's really easy to do that research. So a lot of your feedback essentially is coming from homebrewers, even yeah. if they're your employee homebrewers. Yep, absolutely. Like all the that. time. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to, in your fermentation trials, you have to, I'm sure you guys must have to do tons of <laughs> fermentation trials. And you also make pitches for people and all sorts of things. So in other words... You guys are producing beer a lot, right? Basically. What happens to all of this wort that you're fermenting? Party, what? It goes into bottles. Where does this go? A lot of it goes bye-bye. Is it, and it's it's probably unhopped anyway, isn't it? Yes. It's just sweet wort that... No, I mean, we do have a a wort that we use. It's just basically a a pale ale wort that we use for a lot of our fermentation trials. If we do just a lab-scale fermentation... Um, but they're usually not very big. Okay. So, do you have to have some kind of a brewery's license because you're fermenting there? No. You don't. No, because we don't sell we're it, and that's it, the. Yeah. M- I see. The that's main thing, gets- and they would get you if you were trying to sell it in 
they would want to tax it. If I were to look at your lab, would I find it to look a lot like a brewery with conical fermenters and boil no. kettles? And no, I wouldn't find more it. like no. a meth lab. What no. would I find? Not a meth, it's not a meth lab either. It would be more like a you know a day. pharmaceutical lab. I see. It would look more like that. Okay. Because we do a lot of, of analytical about? stuff, and we we're mostly a manufacturing lab. Okay. If anything else. Okay. Do you find that the yeast doesn't react precisely like it would as a brewer because you're not putting it into hopped wort that's created like a brewer is going to make it? Do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not usually. I, there have been rare occasions when the yeast has done something unexplainable. Okay. When it gets out to a brewery that we can't figure out because we go back and we test it and... You know, we do fermentation trials with it, and we don't get the same results that, say, a brewery has gotten. And, um, you know, that kind of thing has happened, but we've never had any problems with the yeast going out and not performing at a brewery beyond or below expectations. Okay. They'll perform at a consistent rate, even though they're yeah. probably in an entirely different, like, pH environment Absolutely. or something like that. They're, they're very resilient organisms, so mm. it's really not an issue. Do you love yeast, Neva? Absolutely. <laughs> Have you built a relationship a, with... And it goes pretty... Crazy question. Like, for us and the people who work at White Labs, I think it's it's a little... Um, it's like JP and his cat. It's a little yeah. weird. Here we go, growing all this yeast, and you take so much care of it, and then someone will come back, call back or something with a complaint, and you're like... What? Yeah, that's my yeast. That's my baby. I grew it from a test tube. What are you talking about? (laughs) Right. There's no way it had a problem. Yeah. You're talking about my. That's why we keep the samples, and we're like, what? And we take it personally. Right. But I think that's what makes us a great company. Yeah. Because we take it personally. Okay. We do. It's very important. I don't like to see complaints. No. Because that's like a hit on us. Like, we didn't do a good job. Of course we're doing a great job. We're We're trying trying. to do what we can. And that's the thing about everybody that works in our laboratory and in our production. Everyone is really taking it seriously from the bottom to the top. Do the yeast know it? Do they know? They it? do. We they pet know the yeast. They know it. We sing to them. I was going to ask. <laughs> now, uh, now, seriously, uh, do you ever experiment with things like that, like playing music and propagation? And- They're going to love the new there building. I already feel all it. The time. I There's feel music it. Playing all I the time. I feel it. They want to move. They want to move. There is an Italian brewer who Scary. plays music to his fermenting beer. And he does it because he finds that uh, it affects it. He feels that music affects all living organisms, that there's yeah. been studies to show that. But he's and Italian. why wouldn't it affect yeast as well? Well, Italians they are, they are a fungus, mm. so it's quite possible. We haven't done those studies, but... So are Italians. We've got music all the time. Yeah. That's probably why our product is so great. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's got to make a difference. <laughs> uh, back to the blends real quickly. A... Uh, 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 question that's coming through from the chat room is how would a blend that we use change um, if we're repitching it? <laughs> um, You're in trouble there. It, <laughs> no, it definitely changes. Uh, usually the first couple of repitches um, you won't notice a very significant difference. Um, but after the third generation typically is when the population starts to change because there's always going to be one strain that's going to grow better or you know consume food better so they'll propagate 
during the fermentation a little bit better than the other. Survival of the fittest. And they'll take over. Or, exactly. or if the flocculation issue, when when are they going to harvest mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get the same, yeah. same ratio. No more than three generations. Yeah, there are a lot of factors that play into it, but usually we've found about around the third generation they start to change significantly. So we don't usually recommend using them after the first couple of generations. Okay. Uh, let's see some more questions here. Growler in the chat room says, I have a vial of uh, 099. Can I direct pitch that into a barley wine that is, um, it's basically 11, 1110, uh, or do I need a starter? You'll probably need a starter. Okay. Um, the vials, yes, are designed to be pitchable, um, but it's usually only for what we would call a normal gravity beer, which is less than 1060. Okay. So anything over that, you should either pitch more vials or make a starter. Um, if anything, the starter is going to get the yeast active so that by the time it gets into fermentation, it'll just be rocking. Okay. Buy more vials. And if I can, in or terms of uh, yeast starters, <laughs> let me help out our good friend Jamil Zanishev. Uh, you all know that there's the Mr. Malty pitching rate calculator that's free to use over at MrMalty.com. Online, yeah. He yeah. has now made uh, an iPhone app uh, for the oh. Mr. Malty pitching rate that? calculator. Oh, come on. You can go to the iTunes store and buy the Mr. Malty pitching rate app. Uh, calculator. The money does help Jamil. He's been giving you this stuff for free for years and years. Uh, so buy a little app, and then you could just stand out on your back patio uh, with your burner, uh, just like Lisa White does, and you can use the Mr. Malty pitching rate calculator right on your iPhone. Just go to the iTunes store and check it out. And while you're checking yeah. that out, go to justin.tv slash brewing network so you can see Mike White in a fancy new brewing network beanie. He must have found the storeroom. I actually, uh, uh, this is going to sound like a joke, but it's not. I just put the beanies up for sale like two days ago, and we didn't have many, and I know they sold really well. Yeah. Somebody is going to receive the beanie <laughs> that Mike White is wearing right now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> maybe you should auction it, it off. <laughs> I should probably. For beer for boobs. I just don't say which one for it the is. Boobies. Everybody get the lucky one. Come on. Oh, this will double the value. Chris, put it up. Now, both whites <laughs> will have, wear, have worn this yeah. Twin white oh, wear. Right now. The whitey. <laughs> they're, they're doing the switch, and oh, uh, now whitey it. will also it's, have that. I get the both of them have been whited. They've done that a lot over the years, I bet. <laughs> Mike and Chris whited. The beanie has been whited. All right. It's let's a whiteout, bro. It's official. Can I ask a question, no. Nava? That uh, is a no. bit—it's a bit of a comparison. <laughs> no. Well, it's a little comparison to a, a Y yeast strain that people are fond okay. of. Do you mind that? If I know it off the top of my head. Well, Grassman wants to know if Nava can recommend a combination of White, Lab, White Labs uh, products that uh, will approximate the Rosalaire strain, which, as you guys probably yes. know, is a pretty popular uh, strain. A lot of people like it. Um, would you mind? So, what do you think about that? You have a Rosalaire um, similar? I, I, we do have a similar blend, and it's the 655 Sour Mix. Perfect. Okay. Is that new for you guys? No, I can't. I we get this question all the time. I can't believe it's not out there. Yeah. Ooh, honestly, maybe we need to do a commercial about this Ooh. one for you guys, so that people uh, can know about shake it. Shake vial commercial. I'd, maybe the shake vial <laughs> will first feature shake vial one. Which number is it? Six fifty-five. I think shake vial is going to have to feature six fifty-five. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll do the first commercial with my shirt off. Let's not. <laughs> you oh, already great. actually were uh, assigned to that job great. at the meeting, JP. Awesome. <laughs> I figured you. You'd accept it. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Me and Mike. 
Uh, oh, and Mike White. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, Film Lab in the chat room wants to know, he says, some breweries are afraid of having their yeast and their sour bugs uh, even in the same building. Is this a concern in the lab at White Labs, having your bugs and your yeast? Um, I, technically, it's not a concern, but to be on the safe side, we do have separate laboratory areas for both things because we cannot run the risk of contaminating our... Our brewer's yeast strains. It's like separate bedrooms. Like it makes more have. work for yeah. yourself, doesn't it? It does, but it's good. Um, no, I mean as the, far as looking for the <laughs> contamination. Sure, yeah. And the process is slightly different, so we do run them in a separate laboratory um, that just has its own dedicated space and its own dedicated equipment. Okay. All right, another question came through. Um about WLP 565. I love it. Apparently, this uh, this brewer is having trouble with it stalling out. Oh. He says, what's the key to making WLP 565 Belgian Saison 1 yeast not stall out? Is it temperature or uh, just using it through many generations? For a minute, like it's hot. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's true. Okay. It's a very problematic strain for anybody. And it actually typically stalls out kind of in the middle of fermentation. And then it takes a couple of days and it'll start back up again. But the best way to use it really is just to let it free rise with the temperature. No temperature control. Uh, That's the best way to get it to finish. I see. What would you pitch at? Sorry. And then let it free rise? Um, you know, just what you would normally pitch at. Room 70. Um, And then let it go. That was great. Bebo did it. God, JP. (laughs) Just let it go. (laughs) All right, here's another fermentation question from Junket. Uh, He says, I'm fermenting a Gratzer. Anybody know what a Gratzer is? No. No. Not so sure. Okay, well, he says he's fermenting a Gratzer, although Bevo might have just typed that wrong, let's be honest, uh, with German ale Kolsch yeast. <laughs> Sounds like a Blumkin. For the uh, record, I cut and paste. If it's mistyped, he did it. Okay. Okay, thanks. So he's fermenting whatever that is with a German ale Kolsch yeast at 65 degrees. As the fermentation winds down, should I raise the temperature up to finish off? The sugars, or leave it at 65? I would leave it. It's really not necessary to raise it if you don't have to. It might take slightly longer, but um, I I don't think it's really necessary. Okay. It should finish out just fine. Now, we talk around here with Chad. I think Tasty can jump in here, too, about sometimes, let you know, once primary, once the first couple of days of fermentation has taken place, that it's no big deal to just let the beer rise in temperature then and allow the yeast to eat up everything that we don't want in the beer. What are your thoughts about that? Um, I think to a certain extent, you probably don't want to let it go crazy because it, it, you know, even though you are sort of past the stage where most yeast are producing most of the the uh, byproducts that are contributing to flavor, it's usually 24 hours to 48, um, but... You know, you still are producing a lot of new yeast throughout fermentation, no matter what. Uh, so you don't necessarily want to let it go to like ninety. No, but what about if you let but it? But you can let into it into the early seventy. You know, seventy. Sure. Seventy is fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, a better question is: Should you? Yeah. A lot of people, you know, they read in about uh, you know letting it, moving it up so diacetyl rest things like that. I don't do it. I, I have I have all the time in the world. I can just mm-hmm. let it let it go for a long long. Well, particularly with ale strains, there's really no reason to do a diacetyl rest because they're already fermenting fairly warm. You know, within the range of ales, anyways. Um, it, it's not really an issue. They're very metabolically active, so they will hmm. they will consume most of the diacetyl that's 
produced during fermentation. So um, with lagers, it's different because they're fermenting cooler. So you do want to do a diacetyl rest or just let the fermentation go for, you know, some extra days. Well, how sensitive are the are the yeast to temperature? Like, for instance, uh, in the scenario that I that I use, where I you know like I cool in at sixty six, and I immediately let it rise to sixty eight. Of course, I'm capping it. I might be heating it to do that, or I might be or cooling it to keep it you know down. And then after three days, I'm letting it go up to like seventy uh, seventy one or so. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that because I from when I observe my fermentations, uh, the the activity remains uh, more vigorous. In, like in days four and five and six, sure. if I if I do that heat up regimen, uh, are they responding to the heat, or is just I'm just pitching well and they'd be doing that anyway? It's it's probably a combination of both things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heat really helps the yeast become active and they're reproducing a little bit faster, so you're probably getting some more yeast in solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are fresh new yeast, so they're fermenting very well. So, so yeah, I'm getting it, better it, attenuation it because I, I feel I have. Like yeast cells that'll go to the end because yeah. they're young. Yeah, absolutely. They're very fresh, so uh, you know they're not as stressed as the ones that you have initially pitch in there. Because so they're not going to put as many off flavors. Yeah. It's a stress. Yeah. Moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, can I jump in here really quickly with a phone call? We have a brand new sponsor on the line. Uh, Muntins uh, uh, Malting Company has just joined the Brewing Network's team of sponsors. And Brian Perky, who's with Muntins, uh, wanted to talk to us real quick. Hey, Brian, how are you, man? Justin, good. Thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for having us, man. I appreciate it. We're happy to have you. Aren't you on vacation or something right now? Like interrupting a. I, I you know, I am. Uh, I came over to Hawaii a few years ago for the uh, World Brewing uh, Congress that they had over here. It was mm-hmm. my first time, and I thought I would hate it, and I just fell in love with it. So and you never uh, left, right? Uh, right. Uh, yeah, so I've been uh, coming over uh, uh, once a year, uh, um, well, ever since, uh, dropping the kids off at the grandparents, uh, bringing the wife, very little clothes, and uh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> I've seen you before, Perky. Yeah. You could have left that last part out. Yeah, you're a pretty skinny guy. <laughs> you know, I had my first romantic getaway to Hawaii with the Whites, as a matter of fact. We had a... Pick your bedfellows. That's right. That is romantic. I, I shared a room with Mike White. And, uh, wow. 6A. I'm not going to lie. There Sorry. Was, there was some wine involved. And, and some uh, tension. And, and, yes. Mainly in the swim trunk area. That's right. And yeah. a lay. So, uh, so I, I mean, I, I just uh, jumped in, but is that, uh, is that Neva from uh, White Labs that you've got on today? Yes, No, that's Mike White. It's actually, it's actually Mike White. Yeah. Uh, and Neva. We, we do. We have Neva Parker awesome. and Lisa White in the studio with us tonight. Oh, great, great. Cool. Um, yeah, hi, I Brian. Know the White's been... Uh, hi, hi. <laughs> great to hi. hear your voice. I know the White's have been, uh, you know, sponsors for, uh, you know, for the Brewing Network uh, forever. For years, I, yeah. That's awesome. And, and uh, you know, and, and now that uh, that I'm on board with Muntins, uh, I'm really uh, I'm really stoked that uh, that they were uh, willing to kick down the cash to uh, um, get into bed with you guys. You know, I've been a big fan of the of the Brewing Network for quite some time. I think you've done uh, a great job with uh, not only the home brewing but the craft the community, and uh, and the gang in the UK is uh, is excited to, uh, to 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 be on board. Um, you could probably uh, you could probably look forward to having us, uh, you know, do some sort of a contest uh, uh, here in the near future, either for uh, a couple of the listeners to come over for the Kona Brewers Fest, nice. uh, which I think was yeah your uh, your, your deal, uh, uh, Justin, uh, yeah. or and or uh, Great American Beer Festival. Great. Uh, so uh, so 
stay tuned for that. But uh, but yeah, I just I, I just wanted to say, Justin, thanks a lot for uh, having us on board, and uh, we're, uh, we're 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 proud to be sponsors. Well, I couldn't be happier to have received your check. I mean to have you. I mean to have you on board as a sponsor to have verification of deposit funds. And uh, no, I think it's going to be a cool uh, relationship we have. We don't have any malt companies on board with us. We don't. Uh, what? We have. Well, we've had the yeast company for years, right? So yeah. this is. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to open some doors for us to get some good malting interviews in here. And Brian, I'm going to be in the Muntins Neck of the Woods next week, and I'm hoping to see some of the facilities over there in England. I'm headed over there to to uh, to hang out. Excellent. So. We will uh, absolutely uh, love to have you come down to uh, to the Malt House, uh, take a tour around, also tour our new uh, Center for Excellence. It's kind of an R&D center that we uh, uh, built. Uh, it's got its own little uh, uh, bakery, brewery, uh, distillery going on in there, uh, along with uh, sensory analysis, uh, a taste panel room, that sort of thing. But, uh, uh, dude, we'd love to have you and uh, a couple of, couple of local breweries, so get the get your drunk of the week on uh, in the UK. I would like to do that. Hey. I would like to be the drunken American idiot over in, in England. <laughs> well, just That's the great. You know, I think straightforward job. I think, I think a few of us could spend some time in the taste analysis room. Yeah, you know I, I mean? think that would be a good place to spend a lot of my vacation next yes. week. Now, now uh, yeah, yeah. Brian, let me ask you this. Uh, I assume you've been over to the UK. Yes. Uh, can I skip Stonehenge or do I have to see that stupid thing? Oh, you got to no, see I, it. I've never uh, seen it. I I think you, I think you need to I think you need to see it. You need to see it. Yeah, it's it's a trip. And then I can just you can w- come up to uh, visit uh, me up in the, the Columbia River Gorge, where uh, they built a uh, a full size replica uh, of Stonehenge uh, up in the up in the Northwest, up by the Mary Hill uh, Museum. I've seen that too. In Oregon, uh, you've yeah. seen both henges. Yeah. I grew Neva. up in Oregon. Oh, you did. Yeah. So just see, that's what I keep telling you. You don't have to travel. You can just stay within America <laughs> because we and rebuild. see all the fucking It'll sites come. because it's the same thing. We just go to Las Vegas I can actually, and I can see the Eiffel Tower. I can actually I draw one too. for you. I can actually draw Stonehenge for you. Nava, I thought you grew Everybody up in Cambodia or something for some reason. I'm um, sorry. I was not right. born, born there. For some reason. I see. Uh. But I did not grow up there. Can't you tell? I don't have an accent. Oh, <laughs> right. I should have known. Figured, you know, we've Americanized everybody. I should have. Not known. even an Oregon accent. No, I don't. Oregon, no, not Oregonians Oregon. do not have accents. Okay. Well, Brian, I'm stoked to have you guys on board and uh, to try out some more Munton's Malt, too, actually. You know. Yeah, um, and we'll uh, we'll be sending some stuff down your way, and uh, be doing uh, doing a couple of malt focus uh, um, uh, contests uh, coming up uh, coming up here. We get to get everybody involved. Okay. All right. Very cool. Enjoy sunning yourself there. Uh, don't get eaten by sharks, please. And no, uh, no. I uh, I got drilled by a jellyfish yesterday. Yeah. Uh, my, yeah. Yeah. Did you pee on myself to uh, <laughs> um, take take care of that? Did you? Did you pee? Brian, did you pee on yourself? He always pees on himself in pain like I, that. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what hurt worse, the sting or the wound to my dignity. But right. uh, it uh, it got dealt with. But uh, anyway, I'm uh, I'm I'm. I'm uh, treating my wounds with a six-pack of Primo right now. So Perfect. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right, I'm going to send you an email because I really would like to come uh, meet the Muntins people next week. So thank you, and um, you, you rock for getting on board, man. I do appreciate it. Okay. Hey, thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. All right. 
Brian Perky, everybody. Uh, he's the U.S. rep over here for Muntins, and you can find Muntins products all over the place. If you don't find them in your local store, then ask for them, and then you can get them. Go to Muntins.com, too, because uh, they you have a lot of different things you wouldn't even know about. Uh, it's not just the grain. Like it's, things and stuff. Well, extracts. And, they do a uh, dry extract and I think liquid as well. I think so. And yeah. I think some, I think even like some pre-hopped stuff. You can, I think so. Uh, all sorts of different things. Go learn about Muntins, our latest uh, sponsor here at the Brewing Network. Woohoo. All right, ladies. How about this? Uh, <laughs> another break. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up because I have a couple of questions uh, from the chat. Oh, okay. Still. I'd love to answer anything you and, have. And uh, we'll get... <laughs> that we'll was get, me. We'll get those <laughs> nice done. Nice, And uh, then, of course, we'll find out who our Drunk of the Week is. It's me! You know, I was hoping it might be Lisa White, but I she's kind of mellowed be. out. She's, we'll, get her, we'll get her some good stuff. We're, we, maybe at this break, we can throw down some shots of tequila. <laughs> and uh, there's Ooh, still uh, a chance. <laughs> nice. <laughs> still, you're saying there's a chance. So you're, all right. So here's to hoping Lisa White will be our Drunk of the Week. And when we come back, all of your White Labs questions. <laughs> all I've ever hoped for. <laughs> answered. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right Hi, back. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. Seven Bridges has the best selection of organic ingredients, including over 27 varieties of organic hops at breworganic.com. Join their mailing list for special deals and regular updates. They've been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for 13 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. And Seven Bridges is the proud host of the fourth annual National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including stainless steel brew kettles and organic brewing ingredients. This year, the challenge will be judged in two locations, on the East Coast at Capital City Brewing in Arlington, Virginia, and on the West Coast at Gordon Biersch in San Jose, California. For complete details, visit breworganic.com slash competition. Seven Bridges is cooperatively owned in awesome Santa Cruz, California. Everyone there is dedicated to great beer and people-friendly business practices. They offer environmentally friendly, fair trade, and fair wage brewing products whenever possible. Seven Bridges, breworganic.com. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. 
Whether I'm making me dry stout or rebuilding me kegs, I head to the heart of dear Dublin for me homebrewing supplies. You head all the way back to Emerald Isle just for a wee batch of grain or a bit of keg tubing? No, you moronic waste of liver. Dublin, California. I go to HopTech. For 30 years, HopTech in Dublin, California has been supplying homebrewers with malt extract, fresh grains, hops, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts, and much more. HopTech is one of the first homebrew supply shops on the internet and is proud to offer award-winning beer kits, both online and in their store. Mention the BN Army for a 10% discount off your order. The store is open every day except Wednesday or shop online at HopTech.com anytime. HopTech is run by passionate, award-winning brewers who live, love, and travel for beer and bring their experience to the store for you. If you don't want to visit Dublin, just call toll-free 800-DRY-HOPS or go to HopTech.com. Visit HopTech today in Dublin, California and at HopTech.com. From the stovetop to a camp burner to some kind of brew stand, most homebrewers follow some version of this progression. With each move, a homebrewer will often have to change a lot, if not all, of their equipment. Until now, Blickman Engineering brings you the top-tier brewing stand, the only brewing stand that grows with you. For example, buy a top-tier floor-standing burner now, and it'll bolt right to your top-tier brewing stand when you're ready for all-grain brewing. The top-tier brewing stand is perfect for 5-gallon to 20-gallon batch sizes. Its modular design is adjustable and accommodates everything from small footprint coolers up to 30-gallon pots. How does the top-tier brewing stand do it? At its core is a strong, heat-treated, and anodized aluminum main post. On all four sides are built-in T-slots for the adjustable heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves and beefy burner tiers. The tiers accommodate any manufacturer's pots or coolers up to 21 inches in diameter. Best of all, not only does the top-tier brewing stand grow with your skills and equipment, but it easily knocks down for long-term storage or transport, too. The top-tier brewing stand from Blickman Engineering. Learn more at BlickmanEngineering.com and to find a local Blickman retailer and start brewing from the top tier. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to the session.
Vegas. I ain't got no liquor, baby. I will follow me like Twitter. Thank you for staying with us, the ladies of White Labs, Beer and Boobs, Nava Parker, the yeast expert, and Lisa White hanging out with us. I just want to say it's been great fun. Thanks for having us. Well, you're welcome, Nava. Now, who are you trying to be? We're going to up our sponsorship level to $1,000 a month. Is that right? Yes. Nava, round of applause for White Labs. Great news. And a lot of money rolling in. sorry. Too bad I don't have that that? kind of authority. Uh GP, stop. Trying to imitate me, please. Stop it. Uh, did I say that? You are imitating me, JP. Stop it. Okay, you get a little uh, British accent after a couple of drinks, Nava. Well, um, my family well, uh, well, is, I am is British. British through uh, Cambodia. Through, you know, it's great. All right. Now, what happened to Lisa White? Is she passed out already? Uh, she got a pain gig. She might be done with us already. Yeah. It happens from time to time. The guests just get fed up and she, leave. She's taking the corporate jet home. Does anybody want me to point out that Mike White's on all cider tonight? Um, nothing but cider for Mike uh, White. 
Anybody want to comment on that? Um, I actually love cider, and I agree with it. Okay. He likes something Wait, in cider. Hold on. He's not all cider. He's not? Last night, he had a Chardonnay. Oh, he... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Neva, for clarifying that. If it's pink, that. I like it. <laughs> oh, loco. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, after all. I'm yeah. doing it for the team. Mm-hmm. And for the titties. Which what? I am no longer Which a part team? of. Which <laughs> team? You're not on the walking team, Mike White. Well, no, you're on the support well. team. You love walking. I love walking, but um, Gladstone I wasn't a very successful fundraiser, so I've been kicked off the team. No, 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 Along no, with no, the only no, other no, token no. male member. No, 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 you no, no. You got booted from the beer for boobs team? No, that's why you're no, drinking no. cider? You're in the uh, cider for Kikoris so <laughs> team? So to commemorate uh, me being kicked off, I have quit beer, probably for life, and now I'm drinking probably cider. Probably for life. Well, you I, make a cider. I believe the love. correct term is that you resigned from the team. I thought oh, we discussed this in your words. exit interview. It was mutual. Uh, I mean, do you want back on the team? I am here right now to officially wife, take you back on the team. What do you think, Mike White? You want back on? on? I, I, I'm, 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 for future considerations. <laughs> I, I will. Come on, Mike White, step up. We're, we're, when is the drive? I will, I will be team. with everybody in spirit. It's right now. Okay. Who does anyone else want to join the team? Come on. That <laughs> means you got to walk. I don't know. Bevo might. When no, is it? No, uh, the fundraising for uh, a fundraiser <laughs> organized by ladies is not just a fundraiser. It is. It is a. It is a whole lifestyle for <laughs> for uh, six months before the event. <laughs> you will need to live in San Diego. Okay. That's because you need true. to be part that's of surfing. the. I mean, uh, well, that's fine. I mean, uh, Chris has space in his condo. Lisa White, if I join the team um, on the camping nights, can I bunk with that uh, chick in the in the photo? Yeah, oh. she's not on the team. Yeah, though. She will oh, be. well then, how am I going to bunk with her? Gotta Don't lie to me. At least ra- raise a thousand dollars, and you're in. Hmm. So I could raise a prostitute. Listen, no, right. Lisa will make it happen. I can raise a thousand bucks tonight. Right now, you don't know the army. I can put the call out there, but I got. They're going to want guarantee yeah. that I can smush with the girl. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. Jay puts the razor in fundraiser. You know what I'm saying? Email that to you. I mean, back me up here, Army. I know you guys are out there. If I get to, if I get to pink tent it with uh, sugar pie in the photo over with there, the pink tent. I'll tell you what. I will donate my next two paychecks. Next two? To you. That's for the eight, fundraiser. That next is two. Eighteen dollars toward our toward my total. Huh? huh? To your total. To my total. American money. That's yeah. American. Well, maybe. I think you might pay me in rupees. Wait, what's your email? My, I mean, JP, can't you just donate Justin that to me? at thebrewingnetwork.com. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh. It would go to a much worthier cause. Also, is there <laughs> drinking Is there drinking allowed during the walk? It's not allowed, quote-unquote, but... Doc, you, know, you might have to build me a special backpack. We, no, I can do that. Yeah. I mean, we are beer for boobs, right. so, you know... I do know. There will be there will be violations. I do know. We have to go off the path a little bit so that we can drink. Uh, done that. Right. Okay. So that Another we don't thing. get scolded by the people. So our sixty miles <laughs> might actually be like seventy because we have to take ten miles of beer <laughs> yeah. drinking detours. No, we have it mapped out already. Well, it might be forty two because we'll pass out. Yeah, right there. We have the location. Just some beer stashes just, along the way. If Justin takes my place, uh-huh. I I get counted towards that money total. We recruit people who can meet us. So it's oh, that's not, fair. it's no longer fair. me resigning. 
Shining Slash being uh, fired. It is <laughs> Justin taking my spot, and all the money he earns will go towards my name. He's a DW. He's a designated walker. It's going to. It's <laughs> going to come down to you know who my bunkmate is. Is that's we'll see what happens. A uh, brew tattoo is on the line. He has a question for the ladies. Brew tat. What's happening? Hey there. Hey JP. Remember how you used to groan whenever I would call in? Yeah, now now tattoos like a, a, a ray of sunshine, isn't he? <laughs> right. He's uh, Alonzo. He's something hey, right. it's not Alonzo. <laughs> well, at least you got that going for you, which is a bonus. I yeah. got that. You have found your hey, place. Anyway, if we can get you out of the dresses, we'll be fine. Yeah, right. You're jealous. What do you anyway, got? Um, in in the great uh, yeast book of uh, 2010. Yeah. Never heard it's of it. mentioned often um, incubation for uh, in anaerobic conditions, but never explain how you can um, accomplish that. Like uh, you know, in, in in a small lab situation. Well, there are a couple of ways that you can do that. You can put JP in the room. He sucks all the air. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And life. all the fun. And the life. That and was my life. first answer. <laughs> <laughs> but the second answer. The, the easiest, uh, if you want to do uh, like a home anaerobic incubator, you can actually take uh, what we've done before successfully just as, as, an, as a project. And um, in college, I used to do this too. You can take a big glass bowl, uh, make sure it's well lined uh, with some sort of tape or... Um, What's that sticky, foamy tape? You know, Semen. that's exactly the product. <laughs> Two-sided um, tape? The, the, Don't get too technical on no, me here. I'm no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the brightest tool in the box. <laughs> <laughs> sticky, so, foamy tape. so you've got a glass bowl, some sticky, foamy tape. Um, is it Mr. Wizard? And so actually, exactly, it is Mr. Oh. Wizard style. Miss Wizard, yeah. You, Miss East Wizard. So you can take a, a candle of some sort. Uh, okay. Put it on your table, counter, whatever. Uh, light it. Put your bowl over. Make sure that you create a, a seal um, between the counter and the bowl. And once the candle goes out, all the oxygen's been consumed. So it's basically an anaerobic, anaerobic environment. So you can put plates in there, um, you know, whatever you kind of want to grow. Uh, and that's really the easiest way that you can do it at home. And it that's works very do. well. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Just a bowl, some sticky tape, and a candle. Nice. And you have a fun evening. Sounds like a night out with JP. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or night in. (laughs) Thanks, Brutat. Great question. All right. Thanks. Later. All right. 888-401-BEER if you have questions. Uh, We still have Neva and uh, presumably Lisa White uh, for uh, another period of time. I'm still here. I wouldn't send you the picture. Oh, you're sending me the photo. All right. Oh, you're getting hooked up left and right, buddy. Any other photos of that lady? Well, I do, but you know, hey. <laughs> those are your you private stats. You yeah. got to see the thousand bucks first. Yeah. All right, I've got more questions for you, Neva. <laughs> so, uh, before you take that question, yes, Beavis. Uh, Kim Wood just texted me, mm-hmm. and she said that she donated to Neva on the three-day walk, and she wants to challenge the rest of the BN army oh, to donate yeah. any her fundraising goal tonight. Kim. Okay. Thank you, Kim. How far away is uh, Miss Parker from her fundraising goal? Do we oh, know? I don't know. I don't even know. I'm probably about halfway. Twenty three hundred is the goal, so I'm probably really close to half. About halfway. Is my guess. Do, do the that's, math for him. That's like an F. Hey, <laughs> you're like wait, failing. You I know about that. Who said that? I do. Oh. 
Okay, BN you know, Army, you have been challenged by Kim Wood to uh, help Nava reach her goal tonight. And by tonight, we also mean tomorrow, because most <laughs> of you listen on Monday morning to the podcast. So uh, if you're listening Friday, to this on Monday, go to whitelabs.com, and there's a link right there on the homepage that will bring you to the Beer for Boobs page. From there, I assume you can find Nava you Parker's. Can find it. It, now, is there another direct link that you know of? Is there it like is a direct link. Nava? Or? No, I wish. Oh. Well, it's something really, site. really long with a well, lot of funny uh, characters. But, just call you at home. Uh, you can also go directly to the like three day dot org. It's T- the the number three day dot org dot org. Uh, yeah. Got it. And so, then what? What do you do there? Um, you have to go to the donation site and then you search for beer for boobs and you can donate to any person on the team. Okay. The description of the URL was kind of like the show, very long and full of a lot of the three right. day dot org. But if you listen to it at two times the speed. It's really funny. The three day, or you don't get it because it's too. Did you get the email yet? Uh, <laughs> all right, so wow. do that and uh, support boobs. Listen, do them. Do be a it, bra. Do it for White Labs. Oh. Do it for the ladies. Do it for, for the, the boobs. Boobs. Support my boobs, please. We want to keep our boobs. <laughs> don't be a bro. Eight hundred and seventy-five dollars. Be a hoe. Be a don't oh. be a bro. Be a bra. Oh. Thank you, <laughs> supporter. Thank you. 875. I need to get to 2300. All right. Icky is on the line, and Icky has a question for the ladies. Icky's, what, what's happening? Good evening. Uh, just had a question for uh, you guys. Good thing you called. Got a, got a wart sitting in there, and it's fairly uh, dexterous as it had uh, a fair amount of um, unmalted product in it. And I was a little bit lazy, skipped out on a protein uh, rest, and I'm wondering if uh, that's going to be a better work for some uh, for some Brett play or some uh, bacteria play, or should should I just uh, stick with the sack? It sounds like sex talk. Yeah, Brett so play. We're going to do a little water sports, do a little water play, maybe a little vomit play. <laughs> yeah, and then we're going to get into some Brett play. You know, yeah, I will agree with JP on this one. Uh, Nava, what do you think? Hold me down, put a little bread in me. <laughs> Just for fun, just to see what it's like. What a wild yeast play. Yeah. Oh, the man. The safe word will be anaerobic. When I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> yes, my safe word is anaerobic. Um, well, if JP would shut his mouth for one oh. second, I will answer the question. Ooh. Neva, you just are kidding, welcome back anytime. <laughs> anytime. Shut the hell Go ahead, please. Um, yeah, if you have a lot of dextrins in there, definitely uh, Brett will be great because it's going to consume a lot of those larger sugars. So a Saccharomyces strain isn't really going to do anything for you um, as yeah. far as attenuation. So uh, uh, Brett's good. Uh, lactobacillus is probably going to work, too. Uh, both are going to be a little bit slower, of course, than your normal fermentation. But uh, you'll get a little more out of it than where you are right now. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, the wart is uh, somewhat dexterous because it kind of has, it's kind of slick, almost. Uh, it's got a sort of a viscosity to it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little out on the, out on the edge as far as what I'm, what I was working with today. So, um, I appreciate your help. I'll, um, I'll throw the bread in and see what happens. All right. Good luck. Thanks, Icky. All right. All right peace. All right, another question that came through. Uh, Homer asks, if we are going to start lab work, uh, some lab work, or our own QC in our brewing, what are the tests that we should start with? 
Are there mm. some kind of home tests? Yeah, yeah homebrewers can do themselves. Like, yeah. uh, well, there are so many. The diacetyl are test, there for instance. Any, any basics that you would think of? Uh, for home, it's really what we tell any brewer is the most basic thing that you should start with is a microscope. Okay. And they can be expensive, but uh, eBay, Craigslist, places like that can... What power? Uh, you'll want a 400X for yeast. Um, and that's mostly so you can do a cell count if you're going to repitch or you want to check viability or anything like that. Um, again, that's really if you're going to do cell counting and that sort of thing. It's, it's going to be important. Um, as far as QC testing, if you want to do uh, purity tests, the... The easiest hands-down type of media that you can use is called HLP. It uh, tests specifically for lactobacillus and pediococcus. Uh, It doesn't have to be sterilized, so you don't need any other special equipment just besides dissolving the media, you know, microwave or whatever. Um, And then you add your sample and just incubate it. So that's the simplest way. Uh, Even uh, probably, you know, someone at home could do that. Uh, And again, microscope if you can afford it. Okay. eBay. Go to eBay. All right. Sex Panther in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sounds crazy. 60% of the time he works all the time. Did, did Lisa just grunt or moan? <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. I don't know. That was JP. Oh. A little bit of both. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> a lot, though. Wants to know if autolysis is complete bullshit. Is his question? What do I you think, think he about means autism? <laughs> no, I'm just surprised no. that uh, J- no. Justin could even pronounce that. I, 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 what, I've been reading it for 20 minutes. I looked it up. All right. What do you think? No. Autolysis? Does it happen? Yes, it does. Okay. Yes. Why would he ask that? Do people are there? Is there a sect of people who think autolysis <laughs> is bullshit? Yeah, I live out in the mountains. What's, and they're what's the, the question he's asking? Is it? it does it actually you want to answer that? I've never the, does it affect the beer or Whitey, does it actually grab happen? Grab a microphone, yeah. yeah. Jump well, on in here, Whitey. It's a very You're simple here. comment. I think it's hang on, hang on. You got to do it right there. Okay. Yeah. Simple comment from my perspective. I think it's a it's a hard to see concept in five gallons hmm. or hard to see phenomenon. You could leave a beer on yeast for a month and you don't see autolysis, but in a commercial brewery, if you leave yeast in the beer for a couple extra days. You can have autolysis because the fermenters are so much bigger. Mm-hmm. The pressure on the yeast is so much bigger. Okay. So it will happen if you leave the beer on the yeast long enough, even in a homebrew setting. Okay. But it can take longer in five gallons. Good answer. That's, Any- a, that's a great answer. Thank you. She wrote a brilliant, book. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> should have wrote a book. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's in the book. Another chatter. Sorry, I can't pronounce all your names. Some of them are stupid. Um, <laughs> in the chat room, ask, uh, how is storing and propagating um, starters, uh, or storing or, or propagating with starters, Brett, different than standard ale yeast? So how's Brettanomyces different? Um, usually you can use the same kind of regime if you're going to do a starter. Um, you can take a vial into two liters, uh, but it's going to take a little bit longer. It grows a little bit slower, especially in propagation. Uh, but same things, you're going to want to aerate it um, or stir whatever your method is going to be. Uh, it's usually going to take five to seven days as opposed to two. So uh, just a little bit longer. Warmer temperatures, of course, are going to promote growth. So those are really the only differences. But otherwise, uh, the methods are pretty similar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eagle Dude in the chat room. I got to check the accuracy of this question first with you because he says, says, since loggers generally call for four to five vials per five gallon batch. Is that accurate? Do you guys say that on your labels? 
No, they don't. I didn't probably think so either. Malti. Uh, Mr. Malty. It's Mr. Malty, maybe his pitching calculator. Yes. All right, so I guess his question would be, are there plans of selling a larger volume uh, of yeast package uh, for lager strains, or is this something that doesn't uh, matter, or should we be doing a starter? Yeah, it's the black tube. It's gonna the be black <laughs> tube. It's going to be the shake vial. It's going to be a one-quart shaker. Lisa it's White showing us the shake vial. It's going to be released at the... And then NHC conference. BNA six White Labs more beer party. You're gonna you're gonna be introduced to the shake vial. It's going to be unveiled. And it's also the award for the newcomer at the AVNs. So (laughs) that's right. Similar trophy. Yes. It's gonna be blue, and you've got to really shake it. Yes, you do. Lisa, could you please show that to the camera once more? Thank you. That's also the international sign for I want ranch. No, yeah, that's actually her second motion. Was the I want ranch motion. You have to sort of... <laughs> but this, yeah. this one... That's the uh, that's the pitch of a lager yeast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the waiter come over here call. Sample. Um, that's a good question. Are we... Do we have plans? Maybe we should have some. Okay. Everyone you do, but they're in development. It's all in R&D. That's the brand. Well, I can see some issues at retail. You got that nice packaging. You know, more than one yeah, shape. The yeah. Biggest issue, the biggest challenge packaging. we've had is the packaging and how we're going to do it and really keep it... More girth. Similar or the same. Just buy four, four vials. What's, what's the that's issue? That's what we're talking about. More girth. It's like you shake it it's well. Shake All right. Aaron in Western New York wrote in, uh, does White Labs have any new strains of Brett coming out soon? Any we're, new Brett? We have some blends coming out next year. Okay. So we'll have some Brett in there. What else will they have in them? Do you it's know? a secret. It's all proprietary. You can shake it. If I told you, I would have to kill you. Nobody listens to Please this Please tell program. him. You tell him. Yeah, I would have to kill everyone. If just one yeah, person everyone. killed Justin has told him that in the past. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we would have lives on Sundays. <laughs> I think. I mean, it, does, he, does, uh, does he have a specific yeah. request? I don't know. I guess we, if he's still in the chat room, if you have a specific request, send it on over. And you guys are pretty responsive to that kind of thing, right? If homebrewers write to you and they and they sound like they know what they're talking about. Well, <laughs> well, that's, words, a well <laughs> that's a good joke. That's a good joke. I'll have somebody write it for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, in other words, if it's a brewer who says, listen, I've been brewing a lot of things, like he, he's really done his research, you would take suggestions. Sure, we, we try to be, for sure. I mean, that's the whole... Uh, how many strains of, of Brett are, are possible we, for availability? Well, we offer three, and then we have a couple of blends, um, if we're talking about just Brett. Um, there are a couple of other strains that we keep in our bank that aren't released, but again, they're, they're the same species as some things that we already have, so... Um, are they different? Uh, how different are they? Uh, we're working on trials to determine that, whether or not they're very much different. If they're not, then, you know, what's the point of having a new strain? Um, there there are a lot of strains of Britannomyces out there. How well do they really ferment in beer and produce the kind of flavor byproducts that people want? You know, That's sour cherry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So okay. We're working on it. All right. Uh, Bike Foolery wants to know if there will be an uh, an Orval blend. Anything similar to an Orval blend? I'll tell you, Orval's been coming up on the show quite a bit really? lately. We had a clone hmm. of it last week, and we've had some talk about it before then. 
I think ever since Vinny came on the show and said it's his favorite beer, <laughs> everyone's been talking about Orval. I, I bought one and then, yes. had it the other night, and I haven't had one in, in a long time. Right. Just, uh, I thought it could, because of all this hype. This it's stuff, a buzz. I, right I, right I, just, I just wanted to you know, revisit that again. Mm-hmm. Well, Anything like that? Um, I would try the Farmhouse Blend when it comes out next year. It's probably going to be pretty similar to Orval. Well, I think that I mean Orval only adds the bread at bottling, though. So I don't think you can have an Orval blend with the bread in there because they put it at bottling, right? Hmm. Whitey's over there shaking his head. Yes, JP. Listen to you. Look at the big brain I'm, on JP. I'm gunning for a job. I told you that. Yeah. Uh-huh. There is a hiring page at whitelabs.com. I oh, saw that. I should uh, go fill it out and redirect right, them to my website. Right next to the game page. Yeah. That goes right to me. Yes, Whitey. Oh, oh it does? <laughs> oh, I'm fucked then. <laughs> you never you get are, a job. You are. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, this guy again. Maybe if you grab your oh, boob. I would suggest ferment with the Bastogne yeast and then a Brett at bottling. Okay. Oh. Bastogne yeast primary. Oh. Write a bottle. Solved. <laughs> nice. Maybe we should write a book. There's a gym. Okay. Please do. Let's write one. That would be fun and short. Not. <laughs> uh, any uh, any plans for a clambic uh, strain of yeast is coming through right now. Which, which, if you've never listened to the program before, Lisa White is a vagina yeast. Mm. Yes. Yeah. A vagina yeast. <laughs> Don't look at me like no, it's that. It's been done. I, just, that. Wow. I would not have passed that question along. Vivo, you should have known that. We've talked about a clambic strain before. It's been done. You're implying that I listen when you speak. Good point. <laughs> I will well, say this. You are listening right now. The new, the new building may be on a street called Candida. Is that a clambic yeast strain? Well, it's typically mm. something gross. <laughs> it's typically not a nice... What? It's not, not nice. No, not so nice. Are well, you guys nice. going to lobby to change the name of that street or just go for What's it? What's it yeah, called? Yeah, we want to change it to WLP001 California Ale Way. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. or, or Gladstone Way. Gladstone Way, yeah. yeah. Either one of those That's would be synonymous and would, would work We just have a fine. petition in with the city. Right. Uh, a really nice, uh, strong name is Jason Petros. No. Actually, no, no, think about it. Just Jason Petros Way. Yeah, that makes sense way. for White Labs. Totally makes sense. Uh, it's a tie-in. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tasty, do we have any further yeast questions for the ladies? Well, I had a little question about lager uh, yeast. Uh, what is a lager? <laughs> I, when I do a lager uh, fermentation, I typically, you know... Uh, Start at about 45 or 50, depending on the beer I'm making and the yeast I'm using. I usually find myself using the uh, WLP 833 Bach yeast. To me, it's the lager equivalent of California 001. It's real neutral, hmm. handles a variety of temperatures. My typical fermentation is to go in at 45, and then after like uh, two days, I'm at uh, 50. Three days, I'm at 55. And I spend the last week above 70. And uh, at the end of the second week, uh, the beer is completely fermented out. Obviously, I've done a super diacetyl rest, and and the beer is uh, ready to go. You don't need to. Do, you can start serving it. Mm-hmm. And so that wrap. Am I introducing any uh, ill flavors at that higher temperature in that second week? Uh, not in really not in that time frame. Not in that. The mm-hmm. yeah, the early days are really where sure. you're going to be introducing. Well, that's the one I'm watching. Yeah, yep. the first couple. Mm-hmm. So by week two, is that to say then, because it, my understanding, which let's face it is limited, we're talking about during propagation when yeast is multiplying and reproducing that most of these flavors happen. So is that to say then that by the second week, 
we're not experiencing any of these things so we don't have to worry about it or yeah i mean the yeast are the most metabolically active during the first couple of days of fermentation because that's really when they're growing um beyond that all the oxygen is consumed and they're really just fermenting they're you know consuming energy and they're uh consuming food which is just sugar in this case they're cleaning up their own um, mess too the, the CO2. byproducts exactly. they put out they're cleaning yep. it up so things like diacetyl and things like that are going to be consumed again and they um will metabolize us into things that we can't really taste. Okay. If only us as humans would clean up after Jed, you had a comment? Yeah. Well, Let's actually, you know, space. we've heard a lot about um, O2 with loggers, too. Just hit it with tons of O2. Um, we've heard a couple of big logger brewers say that. I mean, why w- would that be? And Why would you? Why more O2? More O2. Uh, certain strains have a higher oxygen requirement than others. Uh, loggers in particular have a higher requirement just because they need more of it in order to build their cell walls. Um, ales are you know, built slightly differently genetically, so they don't necessarily need as much. And even among the ale strains, there's a, a you know, big variation between what's needed for certain strains. But loggers in general uh, usually require a lot more oxygen. As in, like double an ale, or what would you? Is there a ratio? Uh, or I, I don't any know that range? there's necessarily a ratio, but I would say about one and a half, not quite double. Double's okay. a lot. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hmm. All right, Doctor Scott. Anything to wrap up the east? Yeah, um, let's say you got some home brewers out there that want to start uh, uh, yeast bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, any uh, words of wisdom out there? I mean, obviously, we don't have a minus eighty freezer, um, slants or plates. Uh, how often do you want us to change the slants or the plates or re- re- replate? Uh, things like that. There's uh, a book called Fungus Among Us that is available oh. out there. You can maybe. I'll say a book called Yeast. Oh, no, there's not. It's out of print. A Practical Guide <laughs> to go. Yeast Management. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, typically, uh, uh, for us in particular, we use slants, which equal long, longer term storage. Plates are shorter term storage, but you can work with them when you're starting to grow yeast. So, uh, typically a slant about six months or so. Uh, you'll want to, you know, repopulate it or make a new slant after six months. Um, and then you really do, if you're talking about long term, uh, want to find some way that you can store it without having the yeast mutate too much uh, over time. Um, and that can be difficult unless you have a minus 80 or some sort of cryopreservation uh, so that it's not changing. Because even if you re-slant a bunch of times after, you know, a few times, you're going to get some mutation. Um, but that's why working with the plates is great, because if you streak them out correctly, you can see colonies. Uh, and you can see different formations uh, that can kind of alert you to whether or not you're getting mutations, because they are different. They're a little bit smaller colonies than what you would normally see. So if you're going to replate, you can look for this similar colonies and uh, replate with just that right one. exactly mm-hmm. okay shaddy what's that little yeast farm that's been sitting our in our refrigerator for a little while is that uh st- are you storing strains of yeast in all those little vials oh yeah which think, are probably bad by now I, um i, I, I plan on using them in a pretty short amount of time and growing them up but i just never did so i know i definitely need you know colder storage for sure so well that's my question so just because folks at, at home don't know what I'm talking about. We've had this little tray of, of, of several small vials of yeast, right? Mm-hmm. W- what are those? Just slants. small? Th- those are slants, exactly. basically? Yeah. Okay. Where did you get those? More beer. Okay. Yeah, and they come with a little uh, with agar right mm-hmm. in it, all ready to go. So just a little vial, you pop the top, put a little uh, bit of your yeast in there, cap it, 
I see. And they sell little, you know, uh, places for it to store. And so your intention was to take that and then grow it up. Exactly. As you- like within a month's time or something like that. Be I better, just never got be around to it. better to, to plate it. it first and then pull it off the yeah, plate. Yeah, you can and then see what it looks slant. like on the plate. Uh, because you really, you can see the differences between the sizes of the colonies on the plate. Some are going to be very small and some are going to be large. The very small ones just are a little bit deficient in some of the genetics that it needs to grow. So that's why they become smaller. But, like small you know, people. again. Hey. <laughs> are you talking about me? I'm next no, talking, talking about, about me. <laughs> <laughs> but it does fit <laughs> you as well, Nick. <laughs> you are a midget. <laughs> <laughs> but again, yeast are very resilient. I mean, at, at the same time, we say six months, but they may last five years. You really don't know. You still have to try. And that's the whole thing about, you know, even trying mutated yeast. They can become very interesting. We don't even know. It's just that they have characteristics that are unexpected, maybe. But, you know, that's how we've come to have so many strains that we have today is because things have mutated and now we've isolated them and used them. So okay. it still can, you know, d- that's not to say that they're not necessarily going to ferment. Now, Chad had his in our refrigerator. Would it have made a difference if he put it in our freezer? Because it's still not a negative 80 environment, so is there? does it even matter uh, at that point? Well, a regular freezer, like your home freezer, usually will create ice crystals when you're freezing something, and that can break the cells a lot of times, so you lose a lot of viability. Okay. So it's almost better to have it in the fridge then yeah. for storage that way. But it's, only, it's like sperm. You only need one. I see. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of semen, you know, we've only congratulated Mike White, but uh, Lisa White's a new mom recently, too, aren't you, Lisa? I mean, didn't you have a baby recently? Well, a year and a half ago. That's reason enough for recent. this show. Well, we've never talked yeah. to you before. Well, in the history yeah, of the 13. earth. You know. He's 13. Yeah. We've got three new buds now. Is that right? Yeast buds. Yeast buds. Oh. Is that what it is? That's what we say. There are new buds for our white labs. <laughs> I kind of like that. It keeps it. That's cute, isn't it, JP? It is. It's cute. It's in the family. I don't understand. We got Ada and Wade and Nick now. I just don't get it. You have three babies? No. Well, white labs does. That's You're putting out a lot of babies in a short period of time, Lisa. That's what I'm saying. She's getting I don't help. understand what that means. Now, let me just clarify. Now, Please Lisa do. White, even though she shares the last name, it's, it's uh, Chris White's ex-wife. Right. But... You've been pumping out some babies if you have three of them. No. You have a hundred babies at home. <laughs> That's what my math is telling me right now. I like that you got out there and you were like... You got busy. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You have one baby. One. What is your one baby's name? Wade. Number one. Wade Marley. Wade Marley? Yeah. Oh, Chad likes that. Chad's a... Uh, it's a reggae guy. <laughs> no, it's yeah. named after that dog, the Marley and me. Oh, it's movie. after the dog. Yeah. It's not after the Bob? Yeah. No, it's after Bob. It's after the oh. Bob. Well, and actually that dog Bob. was named after Bob Marley. There you go. Oh. So it's yeah. all about Thanks Bob. Thanks my joke. Now, does that mean that, uh, that baby daddy is a pot smoker or just a reggae fan? Or a black guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? It's going to be a peaceful baby is what there that's going to be right there. Wade Marley. It's a good Wade effing Marley. name. <laughs> It's a strong name. It's a good Much name. Much like Jason Petros Way. Yeah, it's a little no. better than that. It's a callback. You like that? Uh, I gotta say, it's a little stronger than Gladstone. Yeah, Wade Marley. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Don't tell Mike why I said that, but Wade Marley's good. Yeah. The whispering means that he'll never hear Wade it. Marley. He can never. He can't hear whispering. No. He's a little slow. <laughs> like Glenn. Glenn is not slow. <laughs> <laughs> No, Glenn, if you're pants. listening, I love you. 
In your skinny jeans. Now, how come you're allowed to come up here and have like a weekend away from baby time and Mike White can't even go for six hours? Uh. What happened there? <laughs> Lisa doesn't want to attest to that. I don't know. I yeah. don't know where my baby is. Okay, I'm going to admit it. I you don't, don't know where it is. Do you know where your baby is right uh, now? Of course I do. Well, probably. <laughs> Within a few feet. My baby's smoking a fatty right now. <laughs> <laughs> listening to some Bob Mark. Locked in the closet. <laughs> right. He's good. I haven't gotten to meet Wade Marley yet. You haven't? Will Wade Marley be at BNA 6? Yes. All right. Partying down with us? Yeah. This is some crunchy Show. grooves. <laughs> I gotta say, that's a really effing good name. I like it. I don't know why I like it so much. I don't much, know either. But it's good. It is good. It has some power behind it. That's a strong name. Much like? Much like Jason <laughs> Petro's way. Right. See what I'm Not saying? so much. On, I'm getting that way for it. You know who else is pregnant? There's a lot One of pregnancy of going around. Terrence the Black is pregnant. What? Terrence? Yeah. I thought it was just it's like fat. that movie Junior. Well, his wife is. Oh, okay. oh, but isn't that like the new thing where you say we're pregnant? Yeah. No, Did you guys all no, do that? No, no, no. 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 Ladies don't lame. like that. That's is lame. that a guy thing that they do that? It's. Or, I don't think it's a guy it's a thing, thing. But no. I think it's weird. Gay thing. See, I wanted to Gay say that. I think it's stupid too. But it's I thought it was lame. like the modern I'm sorry. thing. Yeah. It's lame. No, I think oh, it's weird. Too. We're pregnant. No, that's no. It's stupid, right? Yeah. Dumb. Hmm. Yeah. No, we are not pregnant. The did, woman is pregnant. Yeah. Did, did I can't say I ever said that. Is we're pregnant? He I probably did. Oh, I yeah. Don't know. He seems I don't like know. that kind of guy. I don't remember. All I know is it's lame, and <laughs> I never said that. Now, if, if Glenn had said we're pregnant, would you have said, bitch? Not anymore. He is not pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. who is driving your drunk ass home every yeah. weekend? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing I'm about I'm not me. pregnant, but I have to do me. that. <laughs> that's a good thing about uh, getting a girl pregnant. Yeah, you no. have a designated driver. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? I, the best I, thing about did, it. I did it any time because... You know, when am I ever going to do that again? Yeah. Get pregnant? Stick around here for a while. Or DD. <laughs> Not DD. Drink and drive. Oh. <laughs> I mean DD. Yeah. Uh, never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the DD. Right. Who does? But if Let's you're pregnant, I mean, nine months, you're like, well, I can't drink. So, okay. You, so, you're making go out. human beings life hell. Let's and then you got a couple no, no. months after. I was great. I was Mike great. White, was it, was it we're pregnant or Sue Ann is pregnant? Uh... I didn't give up much. What does that mean? (laughs) That's not the right answer to the question. I don't know what that answer was. No, I mean, she said we should both, you know, not drink. And I said, no. But what did you say? But when you told people, you know, that your wife is pregnant, did you say, we are pregnant? Absolutely not. You didn't. Okay, Mike Thank White. You. Good. Thank you. Thank you. So, so, my wife is pregnant because okay. already then we were using those names instead of Sue Ann. <laughs> <laughs> the, mom, the, wife, the wife. The mom. Right. The mom. So, okay. Terrence told the youth group by just showing a picture of him and Becca and it just said we're pregnant on the top. Uh, what? They you all know, cheered. Now, now, no, now no, in, it's not the same. I, I have their potential name that they're thinking about. And Mike White, I think it's you'll appreciate not, this. It's not thought about. Is it it's, Gladstone? It's, oh, it's done? It's a decision. It's locked in. Because I talked to Terrence the other day, and he wasn't quite happy about it, I thought. It's oh, not, no, they don't like, he doesn't like it, but... It's not locked it's in until it's on the, on the okay. birth certificate. Well, the name that Terrence the Black is thinking... Uh, I guess Becca the Black is thinking... Who's not black? Is right. thinking about for the baby is Magnus. Hmm. 
Magnum. Or Magnum. Magnus. Neither of them are Scottish, though, right? They're not, but... That's, that's Haggis. That's tough. In looking at Terrence... I picked up a girl. I like it. I mean, Terrence is kind of a big guy, and it's a powerful name again. Magnus Green, it would be. Th- th- that's a Scottish... Or I'm Magnus sorry. the Black, of that's course, a Scottish on the Green Network. Magnus the Halfy. So what? I, be, it, I, I don't know. I just It just throws people off. I don't like it. But what are they going to call <laughs> just, him? They're, like Maggie. when he grows up, Maggie. That's what I mean. Maggie. Maggie. Oh, that's uh, a good point. That might sway kinda, them the other yeah, direction. That's kinda, Magpie. I'm going to order nicknames. a Magnus. Mag the fag. You got to think about the nicknames. Oh, of course, like kids can be cool. So shorten it into it's something. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think your, about the potential nicknames. Neva, what's your baby's name? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Magnus. <laughs> yeah, it's Magstone. And there's one thing I did not think about when we named her. It's Ada. Okay. And it, ri- it rhymes with my name. Yeah. And uh, sort of. Uh, Neva, Ada, We didn't little. really think about that. Uh. And at the hospital, when I had her, the nurses got confused. They and, called the baby and, Neva. Well, yeah, we have it on video where uh, the <laughs> nurse is like, oh, what's, what's, your daughter's, what's your daughter's name? And Glenn's like, Ada. And he's like, I thought that, I thought that was your wife's name. And he's like, no, she's Neva and she's Ada. <laughs> And people yeah, do it mind. all the time. Ava, Ada, So you have Nada, to think about whatever. the name in relation to the Wait, family Wally as well. Awesome. I see. <laughs> yeah. But well, the good thing is you can't rhyme that with another dumb thing and make fun of the name. Right, which is what we thought about. See? It doesn't rhyme with anything stupid or yeah, gross right. or weird. But don't make it up either because it, it just doesn't Don't work. make up word names, you yeah. mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, that's the worst. Ladanian. Ladanian <laughs> Tomlinson? Like Jamarcus? Yeah. Jamarcus. No. Don't just make it up. No. Yeah. What Bad idea. What if yeah. you're black? You can or make it up then, right? Namron. No, why no. is that okay? Why is that okay? I don't know. I didn't invent the rules, but apparently it's okay. okay. I think ter- maybe it should be Jaterrence. He needs to come up with a with a, with a street name for for that kid for his baby. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of Terrence that his boys can swim. And by the way, this was just the world <laughs> announcement for Terrence and Becca that they have the a baby world. on the way. We should give a beer Yay. information alert for that. Yes. Is that a beer information one? Sure, why not? It's the only alert. Uh, beer we was had. probably involved. Well, why would let the BN Army name it? Well, we tried that with Gladstone, and and we came up with good names. Yeah, how come you didn't get sure we did come, come, come up with good names? I think we. I'm glad that uh, that Lisa Nick. didn't give her baby's name to us because it worked out for Lisa. Well, it will every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while. If you don't leave it up to the BN Army, yeah, you'll come out. Everything will shake out all right. But 99 percent of the time, you need to let us name your children. All right, Steve from Philly's calling in for Drunk of the Week. Steve. How about them Giants, huh? Yeah, that's right. Thank you, JP. I appreciate that. I'm doing it for you. What's up, Steve? Hey, well, as I explained explained to Bevo, it's a quad call. All right, let's start off with number one. I just decided to be a freeloader. You're quadriplegic? I am donating. Thank you. That means a lot. As of tonight. All right. Thank you. Sweet. Number two, yeah, I uh, I was with Doc about a beer. Oh yeah, and uh, so Thursday I had a little package arrive at my house, and uh, it was a seven fifty of uh, 
Doc's beer. Oh, you sent it already, Doc? Yeah, no, this Shit, is a different man. one. He oh. asked me about an experiment I did with uh, some wine yeast in beer and some other things, and I I I went through uh, the trials and tribulations of that experiment. And I started looking through my cellar, and I found a few corked and cage bottles, so I sent him one. Okay. And uh, how'd that turn out? Um. Yeah, a little worse for the wear, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I said, I, you know, out of, of all those bottles, I had one that was pretty decent, and uh, when I actually mailed it, it was probably like 100 degrees here. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, and, it, and it, on the way across, it was like 40, and then 100, and then 40, and then 100. Yeah. We've had one of those weeks, and uh, all in all, a great stout, cherry in the aroma, coffee in the, or, uh, sorry, chocolate in the aroma, no, uh, nothing really much in the flavor except for the stout. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Uh, anyway, and uh, as Bebo said, I've, I've had a few, uh, I, I, Wieners. I finished Doc's beer, uh, <laughs> All right, so drunk of the I, uh, week. What's number four? Oh, Give I'll, us your resume. You're kidding me. Uh, right now, finish up seven fifty Doc's uh, chocolate cherry stale. All right. Uh, uh, bottle of delirium, um, uh, delirium nocturnum, and the delirium ferments. Two of them. All right. And just so you can make fun of me the entire time, me and the wife were sitting <laughs> there playing WoW while I was drinking. <laughs> All right, Steve. Just wow. so you can make fun of me. You know, you were sounding pretty cool until right now. Uh, if JP likes you, forget it. It's World of ah. Warcraft. Let me reiterate Steve's call for you. So, this week I just received a bottle of beer from Duck. In between questing, I was able to drink a 750 of the beer while questing on my digital horse. <laughs> and me yeah, and pretty the- much that. <laughs> And I took, I named a character after Doc's beer. I called it the Mighty Dwarfin Seven Fifty, and we were able to That's quest. That's not true. <laughs> I, I did, I did manage to reserve my character for Cataclysm. Oh, out of boy. His name is Brett Anamices. What the fuck that means? <laughs> you can reserve your yeah, character name now. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, no, I made tips. a character that I'm gonna delete. Oh. What uh, what server are you on? Uh, JP. No, 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 no. How many times can people call in and and we get to ask them what they're fermenting and how they're... Bullshit. This is my time now. (laughs) I'm going to mute all of you. You don't even have a good name. This is my time to shine. Yes. (laughs) All right. Go ahead and answer JP's stupid questions. It's it's ice cream. Oh, fuck that. That one is not even cool. I think you play Alliance, right? Well, you should... What? You should transfer to Cinerus. We'll be friends, and we can go uh, quest. What are you guys even talking about? That's how I feel. Bye, JP. That's how I feel when this happens. Just saying. And Steve, I need more friends. Steve, and your old lady's into it too. She's doing the. Oh uh, yeah, my old my uh, yes, my wonderful wife just laid down in bed, and she's sitting right here, probably answering an email. Mm-hmm. See, because last week we had no, a guy she's call on Facebook. in. I'm sorry. Well, last week we had a guy call in, and he had I just... I know, I know, he was stupid there. He had just stuffed his old lady. Yeah. You're calling in, you're like, we just got done questing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they probably were in queue for the Headless Horseman. Uh, uh, you know, see what's going on with that. You do that a few times, you get the reins. It's a good day. It's a turn on. Yeah. 
Do you quest with your uh, girlfriend, Jay? No, she, she did buy a video game, though, so we could play together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 just, I, threw you on, uh, I decided to throw you on, on uh, speakerphone because, uh, well, also to embarrass myself, uh, a guy <laughs> that was judging a competition I was at yesterday, uh, he's probably also listening so he can laugh at me. Um uh, yeah, she's uh, she's here right now. And, I don't know uh, how to do a no, girl I nerd voice. I was busy doing my dailies. I trying to get some money. All right, Steve, I don't know what you're talking about ah, anymore. I love it. it. Steve is in for drunk of the week. Yeah. Transfer to my server, Steve. And we'll party. So is his nerdy wife. I don't no. care. We're all in, ladies. We're going to go for a quiz. Hey, I have an active guild, and we're looking for raid members. So, what does that? Mean? I don't know go. what that means. You, maybe you don't have to know. Maybe it's not your time right now to know. Mm. Oh, I'm out on my surfboard. Whatever, catching waves, um, Justin, bro. Justin, did you ever get the picture? You mean JP? Oh, my picture. Yeah. Did you send me no? no you pics know of the yeah. picture. What's her name again? Delaney. Thousand dollar night is what her name is. Apparently. Oh, I got it. I did get it. Okay. That's not a naughty one, though. Oh yeah, there it is. You guys are sandwiching some other broad too. Yeah. It's like an Eiffel. <laughs> it's like an Eiffel Tower going on there. All right. Don't worry. I'll put that in the old spank bank. <laughs> <laughs> Mike White accused me of going soft, and the ladies were in here, so I thought I. That's I'd- true. Mm. And I'm going to take a dump right in that repop can. I swear to God, right now. All right. <laughs> Stop hitting me. Stop it. <laughs> you got it. I like Lisa, you are also invited back <laughs> anytime. The two of you against nice. JP is I'm perfect. I'm not sitting anywhere near the hitter. It's perfect. I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right. Uh, our last quick break. When we come back, we're just doing Drunk of the Week calls, and then we're going to get out of here. So hang in right. there. It's the Ladies of White Labs. We're wrapping it up. So Drunk of the Week, 888-401-BEER. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since 1921, Mundins has been a provider of quality malted grain and extract. What did he just say? That's 90 years of locally sourced grain for home brewers and professional brewers alike. All farm within 50 miles of our malt houses. What? I can't understand what this guy says. Last part. Whole and crushed malts, including wheat and peated malt, liquid extract, hopped and unhopped, as well as dried malt extract. Everything from beginner home brewer kits to all the ingredients and advanced home brewer needs. Something about trained? What? Languages this guy speaking is from Austria. Mundins is proudly serving brewers in 54 countries and honored to be a leader in malting. Can you understand this guy? No. <laughs> That's a really free language. Muntins for brewing, distilling, and baking. Quality malted grain and extract for 90 years. Make your malt Muntins. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire up. Whoa, is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. 
Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The, the more beer, beer deal, deal of, of the day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. What's up, dude? What a long face. Valentine's Day was awful. The World of Warcraft description was a strikeout. Ooh, yeah, I hear ya. A couple of years ago, the new Hoover I got my wife was a bomb, too. But last year, I found PlayfulEvenings.com. What? What's that? You know, Mrs. Badrock's store. It's awesome. Totally tasteful passion toys. Are you serious? Yeah. What's a passion toy? You know, it's a um, central aid in the bedroom. Ooh. All kinds of stuff. Massage oils, couples games, lingerie, and books. Books? Yeah. Where do you think Tickless Pickle came from? Yeah, boy. Seriously. Fun stuff, and Mrs. Badrock takes care of the BN Army with 10% off. Go to PlayfulEvenings.com and click on Shop Online now. Put BN Army in the coupon code. PlayfulEvenings.com Thanks, Mrs. Badrock. You're a lifesaver. BN Army, it's Valentine's Day all year long at PlayfulEvenings.com Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zalashev and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with Jamil. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewing network or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The how-to homebrew beer magazine. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer. (laughs) The The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. All right, welcome back to the program. Wrapping things up. Rapidly. And do this quick. We need Drunk of the Week calls right now. So far, only Steve is in the running. 888-401-BEER. Hmm? We're going to let the ladies of White Labs decide on Drunk oh. of the Week. Well, well, actually, anybody with boobies can decide is, is voting tonight. So that's... JP's in. JP. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I have boobies. Uh, no. Only uh, anybody with yeah. female... Anybody with boobies that don't have hair on them... Oh. Are the, I, I'll shave well, them right now. Okay. Bevo Let's said see. she's out. <laughs> she doesn't oh, get to... He's got hair. Forget <laughs> it. Uh, 888-401-BEER. Give us your Drunk of the Week calls. Right now on the phone, I do believe we have Alonzo. Oh, oh, fuck off! Oh. 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 you need help, 
Hang up and dial the operator. <laughs> oh, maybe not. It's Alonzo's best not. fucking call yet. That was a good voice of his. Yeah. All right, eight 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 four zero one beer. Call us now. Uh, we're doing it quick because we want to go. We want to eat. Uh, it's been a long show, and as always, I promised it to be short to our guests, and I lied. Basically. They should know by now. That's new and exciting. For they you. were warned. Chris Graham warned them that uh, you know it, it, was, it might be long. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I love Alonzo. <laughs> I'll just take that one. Go ahead. You're doing it to spite me. It's true. Okay. Nava loves Alonzo, <laughs> really. Know. Yeah, why not? Come on, call back. <laughs> that, why not? He's harmless from this distance. She makes a good point. Why yeah. not? You yeah. know, he's a human being, too. No, well, barely. It's uh, Mr. Andy Wood on the phone. Okay. Oh. Uh, it's a two-wood night. <laughs> the Wood. A Wood. <clears throat> Mr. Wood. Hello, how are you all? We're wonderful. Swell. You are my compass. You're going to be teaching kids tomorrow? tomorrow? <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I am teaching tomorrow, but uh, unfortunately, I've had a run-in with a few beers this evening. <laughs> Is it me, or has Andy put on his sex voice tonight? Uh, both. I see. <laughs> it's I called, thought it was just his called, voice. No, no, it's called The Cold That Lasts Three Weeks, and it oh. enhances your voice to the sex level. Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. How well. are you... <laughs> Maybe that's why I never get sick. <laughs> I'm, f- I'm fine, Mr. Well, Wood. how are you? All right, what do you got? Uh, I'm doing just fine. Well, I'd like to start off with my beer list, if you wouldn't mind, and then I'd like to end with a song, if you wouldn't mind. I of would course. love it. Uh, All right, what's your resume? All right, let me start off this evening with a... Uh, it's, it's ending the weekend with in-laws, and they've left, so I immediately began drinking the instant <laughs> they left my house. Uh, I would have started so when I'd, they arrived, like, by the way. Whoa! Shock jock. <laughs> That's what we do. We shock and we jock. All right, what are you shocking and jocking? All I can say is JP's jock is a shock. Yeah, it okay, is. Okay, let's start. Whoa, joke. Come back um, to the beer. Okay. Oh, just the beer. Okay. Only the beer. Just the beer. Here we go. I started with a uh, beer from my favorite Canadian brewery, Molson. Unibrow. Kokanee. Oh. <laughs> Unibrow. <laughs> um, which I actually would like to get, would like to see a seasonal release of the yeast they use for Fin du Monde. From White Labs. Okay. That's okay. How do you know they're not? That's, um, not, that's not the first request. Oh. So it could happen. Understood. Uh, they have other requests I can to imagine that. because. How do you know they are a delicious. customer? I am a fan of their yeast profile, if you will. And well, the second beer that I had was I had two two Rangers from New Belgium, which I, I understand is another. This is all a. Uh, Sounds like a theme. White Labs. Thing. The idea, yeah. Okay, so. So I went from Findemon to Ranger to a, a homebrewed barley wine that tastes like, um, not unlike Justin's ass. Oh, so great. What? I've never had either, but Ew. evidently you've had both. That's kind of gross. <laughs> I think that. Trust me, it's delicious. <laughs> and then I had a... Slurp? Whoa. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, next topic. Next. Name it something else. What? <sighs> next on the list. Are you ready? All right, uh, Brother David's triple. All right. What? Who? Yes. Brother David. This is the game. Right. Got it. Brother David's triple. <laughs> this is real life. And then I had, and then I had a uh, homebrewed Citra IPA brewed by my lovely wife Kim, who has walked for breast cancer. I believe a total of sixty miles or something. Great! Yay! Way to go, Kim! Yay, Kim! Just gonna throw that little plug in there, huh, Andy? And ch- and check her Facebook page because she does have a direct link to the. Um, Neva and um, Booby Walk Breast for Beer. Great. Uh, Thank so you. Make sure you. And we have donated tonight and brownie points. And then the next one is a homebrewed, a homebrewed double. Homebrewed double. Which okay. tastes a lot like a box of popcorn you might, you might get from the movie theater. And then I have a 
And, and then I actually ate. Uh, yes. Um, Mr. Wood? Are you, yes. are you in this class? generally sound this boring when you're teaching? <laughs> turn your pages Turn your pages to 78, where we will learn about the PEMDAS, or the order of operations. Thank you for clarifying please that. Ex- please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. <laughs> okay, next one. If, I, if you can excuse the interruptions. I'm sorry, it won't I'm going again. to say... Oh, it's okay. No, 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 it's fine. Just power and through it, Andy. Have, go. Okay, I'm just going to keep going. And then I had, and this is a this is this is a transfer. Um, I had a homemade meatloaf that I made that was made with homebrewed oatmeal stout. That counts. And that meatloaf I would stout. like to parlay. I would like to parlay my oatmeal stout meatloaf into a song for you. Okay. You wouldn't mind. Shut your ass. <laughs> Does it go like that? I tried shoving it up my ass, and trust me, it doesn't work the same way as it does shoving it in your mouth. All right, the floor is okay, yours. So, okay, I'd, and once again, I'd like to appreciate absolute radio silence as I sing Anything for Love. Of course. By Meatloaf. I love this you may meet You may know Meatloaf from the 70s as a fat singer who made a lot of money. Here we go. Radio silence, please. I can still hear laughing. All right, I'll mute that. Oh, sorry. You're going to hear laughing. I'm sorry. I'll mute everybody. Stop hitting me! Okay, I'm, okay I don't really know this song, but I will sing it like I own it. Okay. Here we go. You always do. Doubtful. Oh, he will. And here we go. And I would do anything for love. Run right into hell and back. I would do anything for love and never lie to you without the fact. Boom, boom. But I'll never forget the way you feel right now. Oh, no. No way. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I won't do that. Anything for love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Wow. I think my favorite part of that was the bump bombs. He's that was great. Thank I you, love yeah. that. I love that. We'll right. let you own that for sure. All right, Andy. Well, I'm not you the only are fan of my bump. You are in the running for drunk of the week. Thank you, sir. Better than JP. Thank you. Okay. All right, Andy Wood, ladies and gentlemen. 888-401-BEER. You still have a couple minutes left to call in for Drunk of the Week. We only have two contestants, Good. Steve what? and Andy, so far. Uh, unless anyone would like to nominate Lisa White. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my bruised body. Ow! Okay, stop it. I'm serious. <laughs> don't be serious. You're so delicate. You suck when you're serious. Uh, I don't want to be hit. Sorry. Hit him again, I, Lisa. I it's like okay. it when you're hit. I'll just take this it. This is terrible. Seriously. I'm fucking serious. Token? <laughs> He's serious. Terrace. Taurus? Terrace, you yep. on the line there? Yes, I am. Hey, brother, what's happening? I hung uh, up well, on you know, I, Well, I just see that um, you have a bunch of whiteys in the studio, so... We do. It's calling the dark and the plates up a little bit. And listen, you know that I can appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. So. Ain't that white. Right. So thank you. <laughs> Actually, good job. I dated a half-black guy once. You did. Does that count? Which half? You didn't date him. You went uh, down on him. It's different. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Almost doesn't count, Bebo stars. Yeah. Well, Lisa is brown, and Nava is brown-skinned. Yeah. I don't okay. know if she's not brown ethnicity, but skinned. Okay. Uh, does I'm she have not a white. Yes, she does. Okay. I'm not white. She's wearing black. Uh, well, Certainly not white. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and she, she has a tan, so that's okay. Right. I'm always tan. Are you also doing a Drunk of the Week call, Terrace? 
Uh, I, I guess I am. I had a couple bombers of Hop Stupid. That's pretty How's good. That? Two two bombers. That's it. Yeah. Sorry, that's yeah. all you get. That's it. Me. That's right. You're gonna lose, but uh, <laughs> you got airtime though, and that's. But I you like did that. that in five minutes. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, JB. What? What's happening to my network? What's up, network? <laughs> you keeping everything locked so down white. in your hub? So white. Gotta watch out for them hubs. <laughs> you guys are networks. <laughs> we are networks. Yeah, that's right. JP is right. my network. That's right. My IP oh, address goes on and on, baby. <laughs> on and that's on. Right, yeah. <laughs> hey, next time I come to California, I'm gonna have a T-shirt that says "JP is my motherfucker." My oh. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, motherfucker? I will buy you that That's t-shirt. It. I would love I to see it. I'll let you borrow it. Terrence, you should come out to uh, to NHC in San Diego uh, for the big party and all oh, that. San Diego. Yeah. Then, I don't know, man. You know. They have black uh, people there. Dude, it's going to be a whole place yeah, full of your networks. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's a little close to Mexico, man. You know, they're they climbing in windows, matching people up in Mexico. <laughs> Terrence is like, I don't like the brown people. No. Oh, uh, it's... San Diego's not all white. Come on. That's true. He's just saying Come it's too on. brown. Yeah, you got to be a lover bond of 20 or higher to be okay around there. <laughs> to be fine. Yeah. That's true. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'll, hey, you know what? I'll be there, man. Do it. Come Good. out and hang out with us. All right, Terrace, you're in the running for Drunk of the all Week. Right. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Later. All right, there you go. Token, everybody. How will we know when we see him? What do you get for <laughs> Drunk of the Week? You get a medal. Yes. And you win yourself some Belgian candy sugar from Dark Candy Inc. Uh, oh. to brew with. Which, by the way, uh, is great to brew with. Uh, well, with the yeast. You ought to check it out, Lisa. We'll hook you yeah. up with some. We got some around here, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Use it any way you out. want. We do. Actually, I found some. Oh, we got more. Okay. <laughs> Use it any way you want, Lisa. <clears throat> All right. Oh, stop hitting him. Oh. So I'm ready to go. I don't know about you guys. But, I'm fucking uh, ready to go. Okay. Uh, one more call. Uh, we have Brett from Oregon on the line. He'll be our last drunk of the week call. Brett, what's happening? Oh, last one? Oh, all right. I can deal with that. All right. What do you got? What's your resume? Started out the day with a couple of mud sharks from Fishtail and moved into a few Ninkachi total nominations. I think it was three. Um, moved to home and up, um, <laughs> gingerly. Right. No, seriously. I mean, really. Do I have to act like that just to get the damn drunk of the no, week no, this no. year? I don't know. I just want to know what you have. That's yeah, all. don't get all fucking pissy. Angry drunk. I'm going to go beat the shit yeah, out of his dog after this. Are going to get knocked out by another two-year-old this year? Come on. All right. Uh, no, since then I've had uh, probably half a keg of a dead guy clone. Thank you, Tasty and Jamil, for that one. Um, uh, half and then, a keg? Uh, <laughs> Wait, how much did you have? I've been brewing, and it's fucking raining in Portland. What else do you do in the rain in Portland other than drink and make more beer? Make some beer. Good point. About it. <laughs> get down. So to recap, he, he What do you crapped- mean by get down, Lisa? You uh, mean like you know get what I mean. down? Like oh, what, yeah. I what else are you going to do? I apologize. There, there is a lady in the studio. No, not you, Bebo. Oh. That's two. <laughs> All right. You hang out with guys too much. That that kind of that kind of fails you on that one. Sorry, beef. All right. So Brett's had a shitload of beer. Well, to, yeah. To recap, he crapped himself twice. He said he had mud sharks, and then what? <laughs> That was all I had. That was my joke. That was right. my big joke. Yeah. Good start. <laughs> it was a good start. No, no. Yeah. I was, I was going to be great at it. I was with you. I'm going to keep up. Let's see. And, uh, 
I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, and that's I'm it. Ready to go. All right. Anything else, Brett? Uh, talk to you later, guys. Bye. All right. So, Brett uh, has a pretty good resume there. Yeah. Yeah. He had a couple of mud sharks. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Yes. Yeah, you do. Uh, it was yeah, a good effort. Really it was a strong effort, but yeah. can't win them all. Or yeah. any. I can't. <laughs> yeah. But I say again, if this was baseball, I'd be in the Hall of Fame by now. Even uh, batting, even, even one out of three. You know what? All right. I can't argue with that. You're absolutely right. You lead the league in hitting. You'd be an all-star. I would. Every year. I would. Agreed. If only there was money in that. Yeah. All right, here's what we have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. We had Steve call in. Remember, ladies of White Labs, you will be voting on our Drunk of the Week this week. Okay. So we had uh, Don't Vote Yet. I'm going to give you the rundown, and then you get to vote. All right, Steve was our first Drunk of the Week caller. He had a 750 of Doc's beer. And then a couple of delirium tremens, uh, uh, two of those. And then he played World of Warcraft with his wife all night. JP votes yes. Okay. Oh, Okay, seriously, please stop hitting me. <laughs> He's not kidding. I'm a fucking dweeb. I'm done. You can't be done. I, she's hitting me in the head well. all fucking show. No, and actually, she's hitting the chest most of the as show. It was she just started of. moving up to the head. I, I, I'm, I'm just not going to be abused. Well, that's not. not physically. I'm not. All right. You want to take a call from Alonzo then? No. <laughs> Would that, that be guy. better? Let's call him. Alonzo, what do you have to say to JP? <clears throat> Holy shit, am I on the air? Yeah. What, what would you like to Come say? Like we gave you the red phone. No, no I, I, I just want to be in the, uh, the runner-up for uh, Drunk of the Week. Holy shit. Runner-up. <laughs> yeah. You're not qualified. You're... Thank you, Alonzo. So next, we had Andy Wood had called in. That's a uh, cool little ditty. He had yeah. a string rendition, unibrow, <laughs> and then he shaved it. And then he had two Ranger IPAs. Then he had a homebrewed barley wine, and then he had a uh, brother David. Uh, then he had a Citra homebrew. Then he had a homebrew double. Then he had a meatloaf that had stout in it. Then he had his sister Mary. <laughs> And then no, 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 don't. And then he sang a song by Meatloaf to tie it all back in. Let's not forget that. Okay, then we had uh, Terrace call in, who had two bombers of Hop Stupid, and uh, finally uh, Brett called in. And uh, Brett had had, by my count, thirty-seven beers at least. Because he had, he said he had a, a bunch of this and a half a keg and a, a bunch of something. That's a keg of dead guy clothes. So, 37 beers. Alonzo. Oh. Sorry, I don't know what happened. We got disconnected. Yo. Dustin. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Dustin. Oh, it's not Alonzo. It's Steve. Hey, Steve. Look, I'm sitting in bed right now. Life is next to me. We're saying we lose to anyone. Anyone. The Woods, uh, who the fuck was the other person I called? Anyone but Alonzo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's it. I don't care. That's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. And, and, oh, and, and, and she's not a dweeb. Um, no? Has he gotten drunker? Yes, he has. I feel he's gotten that's drunker. What happens. <laughs> how are you going to prove to me that your old I lady's finished, not a dweeb? I think Finish the, the uh, delirium. Put your That's wife it. on. Put Thank your you wife on. Thank you, Neva. We uh, we Put would your like your wife on. Yes. Hello. 
Hello. That's some World of Warcraft woman, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Now we know the voice. Who are we talking to? What's your name? Bridget. Hi, Bridget. Bridget. Uh, Hi. Yes, he's really talking to people. Did you quit? (laughs) (laughs) Human. We are not in his guild. Bridget, how long have you been questing with... She hung up. That's it. He, they don't win. Yeah, no. Maybe they we can get a White Labs-sponsored new phone system. It's probably our phone system again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know how close I am to getting my shit and walking out? You fucking understand that right now? JP, she's I'm, your friend. I'm dead serious. She's your friend. I'm serious. Friend. Not really. Serious. <laughs> Lisa's like, no. Uh, okay. And you know I'm serious. He's going to snap. Yeah. He's close to snapping. Oh, yeah, is he? I don't care. No. <laughs> All right. Come on. Aside from the train wreck that's happening in front of me, Can we please finish I also the show? would like to go. We're trying. We're trying. We're not. We are. So sensitive. We are. You're not. We are. Oh, I'm trying. You don't even understand <laughs> how bad I'm trying right now. So we had Andy, and then we had Terrace with two bombers of Hop Stupid. Yeah. Well, and, and 400 years of oppression. Let's not forget that. <laughs> he had that. Yeah. Then we had Brett, who, like I said, had 137 beers. <laughs> so, yeah. ladies of White Labs... The two people in the room that don't have hair on their boobs, you get to vote. It's going to be Steve, just, Andy, Terrace, or Brett. Who is our drunk of the week? Hold on to that thought. Release that thought. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys, you're conferring? I think that we've agreed that it's number two. Andy, Andy Wood. Andy Wood, ladies and gentlemen, Andy our uh, Drunk of the Week this week. Uh, he did have a lot of beer. I think everyone can agree. And he also sang us a meatloaf song. Yes, so meatloaf. The, you got to be drunk to sing a meatloaf song. Yeah, so agreed. Yes. All right. Ladies of White Labs, thank you so much for coming doing the program. And thank you for raising yeah. money for boobs. Thank we appreciate you that. Guys. Go over thank to whitelabs.com and you can click on the link right there and figure out how to uh, donate money to help the cause. It's a good cause. I think everybody can agree. Um, all right. Uh, uh, Lisa White, do you have anything left to say to JP? No, don't hit him. Please don't hit him. <laughs> Just so delicate. How about a hug? Would you like to hug JP? No. You wouldn't even like to hug him? No. A kiss? No. Tongue? No. <laughs> Hand down his pants? A little rubby rubby? Uh. No. <laughs> the back? All right. You guys have been wonderful. It's really been fun to have you in there. Please come back anytime. You're just as welcome as the Whites. We'd love to, to see you and talk to you about yeast and, and everything that's going on. I'm looking forward to the BNA party. Yeah, so are yes, we. Uh, That'll be fun. Be in June time. in San Diego, it's going to be June 15th. That's that Wednesday and, uh, before the conference? Yes. Okay. As it's always. It's going to be awesome. And it will be at the White Labs facility. Oh. And uh, it's just going to be the, new. Uh, the, the brand new. Yeah. Brand new. It's really going to be a good time, and I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, there's no show next week, but if you are a uh, listener in England, I will be in your hood. I'll be in London uh, next Friday. So maybe we should do a little gathering. And uh, I'm going out to more beer, more brewery. Uh, you guys remember Thank them? Thank you very much. They were on yes. the show, M-O-O-R, more brewery. And uh, I'll be out there in the hood, and I'll be driving by um, Stonehenge, apparently. Wow. Stonehenge is awesome. I should look at it, Neva? For about five minutes. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have a DVD on and it. And then drink a lot. You. That's it's what I'm thinking. Same. It's a rock. Same, dude. Yeah. No, you want to see in person, but for like five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Why? All right. 
And uh, I think that's all and things and stuff. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, you know, Beersmith, I've been talking to you about that. They've actually, they have a new book coming out. Really? That's right. Brad Smith, what? the author of the popular brewing software Beersmith, is happy to announce his new book, Home Brewing with Beersmith. It's a compilation of 75 of the best articles from the Beersmith blog, uh, detailed brewing methods, how to design beer recipes, and creating beer styles from around the world. <laughs> that's pretty so go cool. over to Beersmith.com and you can uh, check out his new book. And yeah, it is cool. That's Old great. New, uh, yeah. Homebrewing. You can never have enough books. That's true. Uh, especially on homebrewing. So check it out. Beersmith.com. Go get the new book. I believe it releases this week. So, so check it out. <laughs> All right. We're off next week. We're back the following week. And uh, thank you to the whole White Labs team, especially the part of the team that has boobs. Thanks, guys. Yay, boobies. Beer for boobs. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.